Welcome to the Whatever Dating Talk podcast. Thank you for tuning in tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. We're coming to you live from Santa Barbara, California, every Sunday and Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm your host, Brian Atlas. I'm joined by my co-host, Kiki. She's a bit shy. A few quick announcements before the show begins. This podcast is viewer-supported heavy YouTube demonetization, so please consider donating through Streamlabs instead of super chatting as YouTube takes a brutal 30% cut. So some quick math for y'all. If you super chat 100, YouTube takes 30. If you donate 100, Streamlabs only takes three. Streamlabs.com slash whatever. Link is in the description. Got a big panel tonight, some big guests. For, so for the sake of a smooth stream tonight, we're, we've uh, you know boosted the read and TTS triggers. Donations in Super Chats, $10 and up, will be displayed in Stream Overlay. Donations in Super Chats, $100 and up, will be read slash answered. If you want to interact nearly instantly with us and weigh in on the conversation, consider sending a TTS text-to-speech message. $200 and up triggers TTS. TTS is via Streamlabs only. See the description for all triggers and full details. We have channel memberships. To, come, to become a member, hit the join button. Tier one is just $5 a month. You can also gift memberships live on Twitch right now. Pull up another tab, guys. Go to twitch.tv slash whatever. Drop, drop us a follow and a Prime sub if you have one. If you have Amazon Prime, you can link it to your Twitch. Quick, free, easy way to support the show every single month. We've got merch, shop.whatever.com. Stuff you can wear to not be naked. Don't be a criminal. Get some merch. Follow us on Instagram at whatever. Any girls who want to be on the show, DM at whatever on Instagram if you can make it to Santa Barbara. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, you can also DM us here or send me an email, brian at whatever.com. Follow me on Instagram, bd underscore atlas. Check out my nonprofit, Big Lady Be a Matter, or BLM for short. Um, you know, it's the pressing issue of our time. Just 10,000 labiaplasties a a year in the United States. It's really just a, a tragedy. If you can't catch the full shows, we have a clips channel. Link is in the description. Go subscribe. Without further ado, we're going to have the guests introduce themselves. So please tell us your name, age, occupation, and where you're from. Go ahead. Uh, hello, my name is Rosie Jean. I go by Quirky Love Rose on the internet. I am 32, just had my birthday a couple weeks ago. I am a full-time patient care advocate for a specialty pharmacy specializing in oncology, <coughs> as well as a part-time vlogger on YouTube and just on social media hanging out. Okay, welcome. What well, I am? Hi, my name is Farha Khalidi. I'm 24 years old. Um, I'm a content creator on TikTok and Instagram, but my best content is on OnlyFans.com. Hi. Haram! Uh, oh, age? Sorry, I missed that. 20, 24. 24, okay, my bad. Go ahead. Uh, Misty Marie, uh, I just had a birthday too. And I'm an actress plus model. And what else was the question? Name, age, occupation, occupation and uh, location. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Seattle, but I reside in LA. Okay, all right. Hello, my name is Kimberly. I'm 22 years old. I'm a caregiver slash babysitter. Can I have you tilt, tilt your mic down a bit? There you go. I'm a caregiver slash babysitter. Sorry, age? 22. 22, okay. And I'm from Indio, by Indio. Coachella. Okay, very cool. Uh, my name is Madison. I'm 19 years old. I'm from San Diego, California. I'm a full-time student at Santa Barbara City College studying business. I work for the Whatever podcast, and I'm a host at a bar. The Phil, 30 years old, behavioral scientist, certified relationship coach, YouTuber, influencer, book author. Uh, Mason Gregoire, um, as always, uh, primarily a Christ follower. Um, I am a mechanical engineer, content creator, uh, competitive powerlifter, 
uh, 27 years old. All right, welcome. Name is Andrew Wilson. I'm the host of The Crucible. Um, so I, I guess I'm mostly a content creator now. I also work um, kind of in the same type of field, except in robotics. Um, I'm 39 years old, happily married. All right, welcome everybody. So we're going to go around the table once more. What's everybody's current relationship status? So are you currently single, talking stage, situationship, friends with benefits, relationship, married, polycule, sex, cold harem? If you're single, how long have you been single? And what's the longest relationship you've ever been in? Go ahead. All right, so I am currently single by choice. I've been single for two years. After uh, exiting an eight-year-long relationship, I spent the majority of my 20s in. And so I've just been choosing my own healing over relationships, and I've been almost almost two years free of dating apps. Two years free of dating apps? And oh, mm -hmm. um, your most recent relationship was the eight-year one, is yes. that correct? And that ended, did you say, how long ago? Uh, so two, two years, we, three years? We, we ended, ended, it ended a couple times, but it ended, ended. Oh, it, uh, it ended in it about June 2021, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I think so. What? That's two, two and a half years ago. Roughly, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, by the way, do you want to do your reveal My thing? Reveal. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, they wanted to be extra. Wonder. Here we go. I'll take the hat off. Thanks. <laughs> My face. Yay! Do you want <laughs> to pop your glasses off too? Oh, yeah. I don't know. They they had this coordinated <laughs> thing so going on here. Oh, they yeah. wanted to do a. That's what it was. They called me Stevie Wonder last time because I wore a hat. I was like, I'll wear my sunglasses in solidarity. So, it's a <laughs> so sunglasses solidarity. There you go. Yes. Farah, why don't you take off yours while they're? No, it's okay. They they they're not corrected, right? They're just. Like they're you they're could, very real. There's no lens, right? So I'm single. I've been single for about a year and a half. <laughs> just, um, just fucking. <laughs> I'm single. You curved, curved that answer. <laughs> curved that question. I'm single and fabstinent. My longest relationship was three years, and I've been single for a year and a half. Single abstinent? and fab, fabstinent. Fabstinent, like fabulously abstinent, yeah. Hmm. Okay, good times. I am also single. Uh, I've been single for about four years now. My longest relationship was probably off and on like six, seven years. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm single. I've been single for a year and a half, and my longest relationship was two years. So you said single for a year and a half, longest relationship two years? Mm -hmm. Okay. I am not single. I am in a relationship. My current one is my longest relationship. It's been about a year and three months. Okay. I'm single as in not married. Um, I actively date. Uh, longest relationship was three years. Wait, weren't, didn't you have like a, uh, a main chick last time you were on? Is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Still involved with her? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. All right. Ride or die. Ride or die. Mason, what about you? Uh, currently single. Uh, longest relationship a uh, year yeah any lady friends sliding into the dms after your last appearance uh a few you know okay a couple and want to educate i suppose the panel and the people that are watching who aren't familiar with you um tell us a little you know little details about your situation little details about my situation yeah so um i'm a virgin i'm sure that's what brian's trying to get out here um 
Yeah, it's uh, it's for religious reasons. Well, I mean, as a Christian, it's something I'm convicted of. I mean, the Bible speaks on it all the time. So that's stance I take on that, and uh, I take it seriously. And more so that you're also you're waiting till marriage. Yes, to, I'm also yeah. waiting till marriage. Yeah, that's more so what I was. Uh, exactly. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. 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 Uh, Andrew, what about you? I've been married for a long time. <laughs> okay, well, long time. Long time. Gotcha. All right. Cool. So, uh, where do we begin? Um, first, I just wanted to say uh, this panel is a little. Uh, somewhat impromptu. We, we had three other people that were scheduled to be on, but they canceled a couple hours before the show, so unfortunately... Uh, I got know. a statement from Gabby, too, by the way. She's got a text if you want me to read it for you. There's, there's a statement? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It's, a, it? it's not against you. It's just like her current dating situation. And Oh. Yeah. What do you mean? What? Just, I, I thought like, it was an apology yeah. statement. Yeah. I, might accept, oh, really? I might accept an apology statement, but not <laughs> certainly might. not a... <laughs> Certainly not a here. Are my my DMs She's are open. <laughs> she had to work. She got booked on a on a paid gig. And paid. Um, oh what? Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. She works. You know she's modeling for Nike now. Yeah, but we scheduled this with her like a month ago. Wait, plus, plus not so? only not because she was going to be the ride for somebody else, she didn't come either. Uh, no, I think I, I was going to be the ride for that other person. I think. They, you know, she just kind of got the other girl, maybe got nervous. I don't really know what happened with that because they were gonna ride with me. Oh, they were gonna ride with you. Mm-hmm. I'm getting so many different. I, I know the viewers probably are not privy to what I, what's going on here. Oh, I don't know. But but she, yeah. but she said that she was gonna ride with Gabby, so I'm getting very different stories from uh, from everybody. Maybe I don't know. So, uh, and you know what's crazy? That girl that was gonna come with you, Shannon, she asked specifically for oh, me to Shannon. make this panel so because we were going to do a like a plus Shannon size panel be, that she was going to do it she didn't tell me she was gonna, i was um going to come with gabby no uh i mean we and we're pretty thorough with our reminders and check-ins and we she sent got her the book sh- last minute sometimes that can happen when you well yeah but what shannon said shannon told me that she are you friends with shannon mm-hmm. but she didn't tell me that she she had booked this with you Shannon told me that she wasn't wasn't comfortable coming with you. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll literally read you the messages. So sh- somebody, I, I believe you, frankly, but I think Shannon is lying. I don't. Uh, Gabby told me she had an emergency, but you're telling me she had a booked. Oh, is Shannon booked... the other girl that was supposed to come? I don't know her. That's probably why. Oh, I thought you did know Shannon. No, I was just going to be the ride. She was like, "Oh, it's my friend." So that, that could be. Okay, everything's changing. I thought you're talking about a different Shannon. I didn't know that her name, her, the other girl's name was Shannon. Wait, so. hold on. Let me just, let me look at, hold on. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm going to look. Yeah, Shannon. Uh, well, in I mean, in any case, have everything. She had an emergency. She had to. She had to, get she had to go make money, right? That she, was yeah, the she, emergency. She, had, yeah, exactly, she yeah. told me she had an emergency, but she got a paid uh, gig. But then that domino effect resulted in. And then we had another person flake, so it's just... Uh, That's okay. There was people that flake last time, too, and it turned out really good. Did it, though? Yeah, I like <laughs> it. it. Did it, though? I like um, it. All right. Well, it is what it is. We're, we're going to run with it. Um, okay, so it's, it kind of throws my notes that I prepared all, because, you know, I spent three hours yesterday. In any case, um, we're doing it live, folks. Okay, so um, where do we begin? Uh, oh, I mean, question. So this originally was going to be a plus size panel, 
Uh, so I want to ask the, the plus size women here. Would you date uh, a plus size man? Uh, Start starting with you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, maybe I should. I don't know if you. I would. You date I women. Mean, you date... I do. I do have a limit. Just not out of like not finding people of certain sizes attractive, but just frankly logistically, like because mm. I'm not just fat. I'm like fat, fat, and I'm very aware of that. And um, I just feel like I don't know. There's just I just feel like it's. Sometimes we're like the aspects of dating make it more difficult. You're saying like if the other person was it's like was, also was too heavy, there would actually be logistical problems. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are we like, talking like like sexually? Yes, sexual. Yeah, I mean, like I'm just gonna keep it a hundred. You know keep what it I mean? Like we appreciate just, that. We appreciate right, that. That's exactly what it is. So it's not. <laughs> so it's like, if, right, I mean, like dad bods are awesome. Garage, like plus right? size yeah. guys are great. But like once Makes you get sense. to a certain point, like <laughs> if I lost more weight and I was dating someone yeah. who was heavier, then it would probably not be as difficult. Yeah. Could I have you tilt your microphone down just a tad? Perfect. Like that? That's perfect. perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Have you um, run into logistical problems like that before? I mean. Not that I can think of. I mean, I, I, I have it, a pretty great sex life when I'm having one. I'm just currently not. Is it theoretical, logistical problems like you su suspect, like speculative? You haven't tried it with like a really big guy, but you, you just assume anticipate. <laughs> I mean, do you anticipate that there would be? I mean, basically, yeah. Okay. Okay. So then um, you, the guy you were in an eight-year relationship, was he more like a dad bod? Type guy I mean, I mean, there were points in our relationship where he was working out and yeah. he was, he was in shape, and I then see. points where he had more of a dad bod. Yeah, I mean, okay. Um, I don't really. I I mean, I'm also like bisexual, like queer. So, okay. um, for me, um, in the aspects of dating, yeah, the like the attraction's important, but I have many different types, and I'm not. Gotcha. I'm very non-judgmental and open-minded. So, you Would know. you have the same logistical issues if it was a girl? I mean, probably not. No. Huh. Wait. So, um, I guess to answer the original question, though, um, would you you date a plus size guy also? Or yeah. Okay. I would just like because like in the like categories, there's like different categories for plus yeah. size people, and what I'm considered is like a super fat, and so. Okay. When you're just, I'm just a lot heavier. Mm. And what what are the uh, just because I'm curious and I don't know what are the different categories? Is it actually? It's like midsize, there... and there's another. There's like something in between, super fat and midsize, and I just can't remember what it is. And then above that is infinity fat and Infin like the, yeah, infinity and that's like fat. within the fat acceptance spaces. Wait, infinity. <laughs> infinity fat, yeah. Infinity fat. I've infinity never. Fat. Has anybody else heard? I've never heard. No, wait. That's a new term for me. You're not saying infinity. You're saying no, infinity. Infinity fat. Infinity. Infinity. Wait, what is what is infinity? Uh, someone who's above a six x. Wait, infinity fat. A six x. Like at that point, oh, it's just okay. stretch clothes. So is that like a, an American six x? Is like a Japanese six x? There's fatigories. Japanese six x. Yeah. Dude, Japanese six x. Exactly. Fair enough. Yeah. Fat. Is that what they're called? Fat. I just googled it. Yeah. And I, I really? searched. That's infinite. like that's like the terminology within fat acceptance movements. Yeah. Damn. I've recently been oh. speaking out against my experiences in them. I was. A part of the body positivity spaces since like 2013. Yeah. And um, I, 
I, I had a TikTok that I was a part of from another podcast interview I did yeah. that went really viral. And um, that experience was was crazy. But um, that was like, I, that interview happened right before I did a collaboration with Obese to Beast. And oh, okay. um, like right before I really have been, I've been on this trajectory like of, like of a healing journey, nice. like mental health wise. And now I'm like working a lot more on my physical health. I'm from my highest, I'm down like I think sixty or eighty pounds. Okay. And um, actually, like I, I'm like I'm documenting all of this on my YouTube, but I oh, nice. just got approved from Onjaro, and I'm like starting that process. And I left the fat acceptance movement like officially a couple months back because. Oh, you left. Yeah. The fat mm. acceptance movement. Yeah, like. What What is? Prob- for- there's a lot of problematic aspects to it, but it mm. did a lot of good for me in other parts of my life, and yeah. like learning to love myself and accept myself okay. because. Yeah. You have to be your own best friend, you know. So you're trying, you're trying to. Uh, do you have a goal weight in mind, or? Uh, not really. My just, goal just is to, to get... go horseback riding and ride roller coasters. That's my goal. Okay. What's the tip? Does anybody know that? I think the typical. Horseback? Is that right? I don't know horseback. I think it's like probably around two two fifty. Two fifty. I think, I think so, it's yeah. two fifty. Yeah. yeah. And so I pulled it up here. The the the, the categories not. That's the, what that's they're what called. The, that's yeah, what it's, called. Called. it's not. It's not rude. Okay. Yeah, just. And I mean, Maybe, I prefer. I, don't, I, don't want to get I prefer, canceled by I prefer the term "fat" versus "bullshit" like "chubby" and "fluffy" and shit like that. Oh, that's and I like based. being called chubby respectfully. Okay. Yeah, oh, respectfully. okay. All right. Respectfully. Per person, you know what I mean. So, hey. Per person. I'm chubby, like per Winnie person. the Pooh. But also, look at me. I'm not chubby. <laughs> so, and I. Pulled, you know what I mean? I pulled up the mm. for for the, the the fat spectrum. There's small fats, mid fats, yeah. large fats, super fats. And then Finny Fats. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Um, is there incentives to stay in those categories? Is it like maybe weight? if you're talking to a feeder? What's a feeder? <laughs> Someone who <laughs> will try will oh. pay you to eat. <laughs> they like make they like they think it's hot and they try to get you to yeah. eat and they like give you money for it. Yeah, I'm an XOF model. Oh. I yeah. left. What does that mean? Uh, I used to be on OnlyFans and oh. I was oh, I, I, I used to be in those spaces online. Oh. I thought about Farah collab. In the works? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she does, she does yeah, no, uh, I know. Yeah, I think I've actually seen your TikToks. Like I said, you look familiar. And then when you said, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I've seen you on my free what thing. was What was the TikTok that you said went viral for uh, you? On the World Insane podcast. Was it about the, the incel Oh, uh, Actually, topic, the one that went another? viral viral was me talking about being groomed into feederism by my stalker. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole thing. <laughs> um, but I was, I mean, and the, the big misconception on the internet is that that's what I blame my weight gain on, which it wasn't. I joined when I was already where they pretty much sure. want you to be. Um, I don't have, we had another clip from you pulled up, but we don't have the one about the, the feeder thing. Okay. So if you want, yeah. how, how long is that TikTok? Uh, it's a, it should be only it's a, a minute. It's a minute? Yeah, do you it's, it's want Do you want to just tell us basically what you say in the TikTok? Oh man, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I basically just talked about like I just basically explained what feederism is, and okay. actually, more specifically, death feederism, which was like the hyperfixation of my could stalker. We, um, maybe we just pull up the TikTok. Yeah, what, what we're all we, insane. Is like her TikTok name. What What should we? Oh, wait, she posted it on her TikTok. Yeah, that's what that's Nick, what went viral. If you're able to look th- look that up for us, mm-hmm. it's called you, "We're All Insane." Yes, her name TikTok. is Devora, by the way. She's amazing. She okay. gives uh, people platforms to like discuss on their like more serious topics. Like it's yeah, pretty heavy. Seemed, seemed like a good. She's, I she's, watched some of it. it yeah, she like just kind of sits back and lets you talk. And is she in the LA? 
Or... Uh, no, Maryland, actually. Oh, she's in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out in the sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I flew up there for that, yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. a really great experience. Awesome. She's so warm and welcoming. I love her. Gotcha. While yeah. Nick gets that pulled up. Yeah. Oh, you think you got it? The install one or the other one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Rosie and I was groomed into feederism. Feederism is a kink, like a sexual kink regarding feeding someone generally for the purpose of them be- being fat or getting fat or gaining weight. There's a big umbrella when it comes to feederism. And the thing about this guy is I think he was into what's called death feederism and death feederism what? is what it sounds like. Wow. It's feeding Google someone it. to the point of getting so fat and so big that, that they die. That's... Is that like the movie Seven? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, where did you see that at? Where's Seven? Where can you watch that? Yeah, that's Brad, Brad Pitt, I think. It's a deep like, There was a yeah. scene in the movie where they, they made a... The it was like, like serial it, killer guy made him yeah. eat... Made to a do to eat himself to death. I mean, yeah. that's the like. That's incredible. That's like the torturous, like darkest, yeah. like twistedest yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The most dramatized. That's a little because, bit extreme. Right, and this that that's the point. Like death feederism is the most extreme version of it, but really, it's like the accumulation of like what the smaller parts yeah. of it that seem more Nuts. innocent, more incestuous. And like, that was the relation, your eight year? Was that your? No. Oh, okay, no, okay. This, oh, okay. I had but a stalker. It was the same timeline. And it's a long story. I won't be bothered getting into here because I'd be dominating conversation. But I just have one question: How do you know the difference between the person who wants you to die from feederism and the regular feederism? Don't doesn't it all, does it seem a, like they all would want you to die? That's a great question, and uh, yes and no. Yeah. Because most of them just don't care about whether or not you're going to die because they're getting the rocks off. Um, so that's not an aspect to them. Some of them are turned on by the extremity and the. Uh, I guess the it's gotta be control of some sort. Yeah, it is, and I mean, what a lot of people present it as is like it's like being nurtured and cared for. But what it is is it's actually like the toxic version of that because the real incentive is um, there's aspects of it where some, and it's not. I'm not speaking for everyone because some people, especially in the community, hate me because I talk about my experiences and how I really feel about it now since I've left it. Um, but they like worst parts within that sphere. It's like trying to hold someone down, mm. or um, because of society's perception of women's bodies, they see it as like a oh, like other men won't find her attractive. It's like you mm. know the incentive of being immobilized or whatever is like about control, and that's for the worst and the darkest parts of it. But unfortunately, it's very prevalent in like the. Um, communities. I'm not going to say the name of the website for mm. several reasons, but there's a specific website where, like, you really see it in extremity, and the the community within feederism allows people to really just kind of sit in their their like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, it's a lot of my head, but basically, like. Well, I have a question yeah, for you. Sorry, um, I lost yeah, sorry, yeah, no, that's totally, totally fine. Um, so, how you said the guy who was trying to feed you to the point where you could potentially croak? Well, well, is, what I said was, did you date? Did you date that guy? No, or so he, was, he like, was my stalker. So I met the, oh. I met my ex and my stalker within three days of each other. Um, okay. We met offline, and I really quickly realized I wasn't into the other guy, 
and wanted to start dating the other guy. Yeah. He blackmailed me. He um, basically m- made it to where like I couldn't remove him from my socials, or he showed me like Damn. his abilities to clone it's phone numbers, um, like hack people. Like, it was insane stuff, and. So I'm just giving you the really brief version because yeah. I don't. How long ago was this? So um, I met them some, I think at some point in 2012, 2013, and um, I met them separately. And I was very, in, it was basically one of those things where I was just like talking to people to potentially date. And so I picked it's a who I stalker. To, I picked who I wanted to date who yeah. wasn't the stalker. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the stalker, um, I mean. In, in uh, 2021 was when he like hacked my cash app and cloned my phone number and did a whole bunch of stuff because he played the long game. When I finally blocked him, that's when he he kept his word to me. Is he still? Um, I scared him off because I got background checks. I got his information. The police okay. didn't help me, so I let him know I was going to blow his life up yeah. if he didn't leave me alone. Well, sorry to hear you went through that. That's yeah. Uh, how was he? So, um, how was he grooming you into feederism? I'm gonna be careful what I say because of how the topics go. I talk about this in detail on that podcast, but essentially, um, in the coercion of things that happened, I was forced to meet him in person when I didn't want to because I had family in a city where he lived. Okay. And if I didn't, things were gonna transpire. Yeah, we don't need to. Yeah. We don't so, need to go but anyway, further into that. Basically. It, my yeah, exactly. Okay. So, All but right. that scenario had something happen related to the topic. Sure. And then in the conversations where I was forced to talk to him and I and I knew that I could not talk to him, he continued those conversations and the negging and several other things. Oh. The man knew yeah. I was... Yeah. yeah, and we can definitely try to re- yeah. revisit it. Um, I just want to get Misty in here. Um, so would you date a uh, plus-size guy? Um, I have once. Okay. Are you attracted to plus-size guys? I'm attracted to intelligent guys who have active lifestyles, who will treat me like a princess. Doesn't really answer the question, though. Yeah, because but... I don't really believe that it's going to be like, you know, like well, I could say no, last... and then someone could, sh- someone could okay. like change my mind, and so then I was wrong. Well, do you remember, like, for example, last episode we had, I forgot her name, uh, what was her name, the girl that was sitting there? Do you, do you recall? I'm not the name girl, but she was really sweet. Yeah, sweet girl, but she said, um, but she, she, was, doesn't. she was also plus size, and she's like, not attracted to overweight plus size guys. Uh, so yeah, that but she was talking about was was more of a self esteem issue. She said she didn't want to be like that, so she thought that that was going to lift her up and like make her something. Yeah. For me, um, I don't, I don't know. I just when you say you could change your mind, doesn't that infer that right now though, you wouldn't? Um, mm. it would depend on the person. It really would. It would depend on the person. Um, the dates that I've gone on recently haven't been. Mm. So, uh. Like if it was just in a vacuum, just their looks. So, I mean, obviously if you meet somebody online, you're probably going to like ask them a couple questions to figure out, do I like this person? But so I guess just looks wise, would you be attracted to someone who's plus size? It really would depend. It really, really would depend. It really would. Mm -hmm. Um, Genuinely, generally I'm attracted to like athletic toward Mm -hmm. built. Um, exes, I've all been pretty athletic, and the guys I'm talking to now are athletic. So, but that's also because I'm, a, an, I was an athlete growing up, and so mm-hmm. I was always very active. Um, I was also chubby then, but um, 
so that's just part of my lifestyle. So I think that's probably what I'm around, like what I see at the gym. Or so I guess it would have to be like so. I, I just tell me if this is a fair assumption. So you probably say that you're not inherently attracted to plus size guys, but you would be attracted to the other things that they would be able to offer. So, like, say it they... It would depend, though. It really would yeah, depend. Yeah, yeah, so... Because okay. there's, there's plus-size men that are really, really attractive. Okay. Well, can, so I, can I take a stab at this, maybe? So, assume that you had two men, and they all had the same personality traits that you just loved, mm-hmm. but one was super fit and one was not, right? If you had to choose one of those, even though their personality traits, you loved, loved them the same, which one would you choose? Who has the bigger... T- Who's got the bigger... Okay, they have the same size dick. <laughs> I guess the one who could go longer. No, okay. But they both go the same length. Well, then I guess it wouldn't matter. Can I have them both? No, you just get one. Which one would you pick? I don't know that I would... I don't know. Like, that's... For me, that's... The what-ifs are so crazy, but, like, I don't know. Like, right? Because I'd have to have it happen. And, like, wh- in what world would that happen? Well, I mean, it doesn't need to map onto but reality. But you're asking it's just, me a what just, if, and so my what if testing, is like, I couldn't tell you. It's just testing the preference, right? Yeah, so I, but I just, I couldn't tell you. Like, I would really, it would have to happen for me to be like, yes, for sure. Because life, and I'm a strict believer in, like, universe and everything happens for a reason, has so many times shown me the exact opposite of something I thought that I don't, I'm not going to claim to be like, oh, no, huh? not this. Huh? Um, so, I mean, and to be fair, I mean, I've also changed men's mind about they don't want to date a plus girl, and they're like, but I'm into you. So I'm, I'm I don't know, I just, you love those looks, Brian. I well, uh, I don't know what you're well, talking well, about. Well, uh, okay, so the answer sounds like a no. You can call you're it what you want to call it. That, I'm, I'm not not into it, I, I just, it depends. Avoiding saying no. Are you on dating mm-hmm. apps? I am on dating apps. So the people that you're swiping right on, are they? Would you say that they're? I would say I'm looking at how tall they are, um, what is their job, and what is their like picture showing. Um, I've swiped yes to both. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they look like if they say things that are gonna make me like feel good, like you know, I'm I'm a nice guy. I don't know what they would say, but something (laughs) something that would make me be like, oh, he seems cool. She got a paid gig. <laughs> she got a paid gig. And she knows it hours before the show. Sorry, I'm just still caught up on that. Inspector Gadget over here. Like, wouldn't you... And she, she got a paid gig on a Sunday? I know that she loves what? you so much, though. Sorry, I'm just salty about this. Um, I, I'm still confused about the, the Inspector Gadget. Gadget. Yeah, that was that got oh, me. because he's trying to like make his wheels turn to try to figure something out. You've never watched Inspector Gadget. No, I what watched Inspector Gadget. What did you know Gadget? in advance if there's a paid gig? And how many yeah. gigs are on s- like Sundays? Like, okay. oh, I would okay. say like Sherlock Holmes. Okay, right. that would have been cool too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, usually like you'd you say go. Inspector Gadget because there's <laughs> gadgets involved. Exactly, because like did arm you, pops off. Did you answer? That comes to my mind. Wait, so were you? Your answer to the would you date a plus size guy? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. And fuck it, we'll just ask the whole table. Would you date a plus size guy? Yes. Okay. I. Is there any room for this? Is it too tight? We are super yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Just go ahead. Um, I have like a limit. Like, mm-hmm. I like dad bods. Okay. I like dad bods. You like dad bods? Yeah. All right. Truthfully, no. What if, so you're currently dating Frankie, right? What if Frankie just like 
I would went never, to Chowtown and just. I would never let him get to that point. What if he? Mm. What do you mean, Frankie's a giga Chad alpha male? I wouldn't motivate him. What do you mean you wouldn't let him get to the point? Body. He's just like, I don't care what you have to say, Madison. But he I'm gonna eat Chick Fil A every day. Mm. Frankie, are you listening, bro? Just start eating a bunch of pizza. No, I'm kidding. but like, what if Frankie just started putting down the pizzas? I feel like Frankie's gonna get kicked. I still dated, but still, I would never let him get to that point. What do you mean, let him? What if he just did? What if you just start? I'm the person that feeds him. I'm the f- person that cooks oh. for you, him. You cook so for him? Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, you guys live together, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, what if he was like behind <laughs> your back when you went to work? He like had a bunch of snacks yeah. and shit, and you didn't <laughs> exactly. know about it. He does eat a lot. He just has an issue with gaining a lot of weight, so it's, it's not even like I have to. I worry could put about him on it. my diet. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm getting. I'm you guys will get along re- very well. I'm getting a little chubby, but uh, okay. All right. So, uh, but if he got what? Let's say just he happened to, you know, he had like some storage unit somewhere, over, and during the day he would just obesity. run to the storage unit and okay, chow that's down. That's fair. Yeah, maybe. I would think about it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? And asking the men here, would you guys date a? Plus size woman. No. No, Jaquan. No. Nor? Never. <laughs> what about a thick girl? Depends on how you define thick. Thick is very mm. different from plus it, it, size. It, it, yeah, it depends on how you define thick. I, okay. I mean, I like a good waist to hip ratio. I like a little bit of. I like thick thighs. I guess you could say. Um, yeah. I need a little bit of recoil, but not recoil. Yeah, I need a little bit of recoil. <laughs> Okay. I need a little bit of recoil back shots. Got to look crazy. Um, <laughs> but in terms of like the midsection, like arm flap, things like that, I'm not attracted to that. So. Okay. Um, Mason, what about you? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't. I mean, like, what if she was yeah. a, what if she was a, like a Christian virgin though? Well, <laughs> that yeah, that's what the other girl was last time. She, she was a virgin, remember? Mm. Yeah. And she was Christian. She was so, oh, so this would have been perfect. <laughs> a match made in heaven. Yeah, yeah facts. Now, I, so like, I don't know. The, the way I kind of look at it. So, I mean, gluttony in the Bible is defined as a sin. And it's not just like, it's not gluttony just in the sense of eating, eating a ton of food. It's like also partaking in other things too mm. much. So, but it can pertain to food. So in that sense, it would be like, so you're, you have the sin of gluttony, but then you take it all the way to its final stage, which is being overweight. Hmm. Um, so I would say it's a heart issue, but also there is like, it is like an illness or disease. So like there are, there are mental things that uh, play into being overweight that have to be taken into account. It's not just as simple as eat less and exercise more. I mean, it is as simple as that, but it's not as simple as that. Because if you did those things, you would lose weight, but at the same time, you have to take into account the psychological effects. So I understand that. But then, so I see it as like a sin issue. I also have a pretty active lifestyle. I want someone to be able to do stuff with me. Someone who takes care of their body, that's a high priority for them, because it's a high priority for me. It's also just what I find attractive. So it's just all of those things kind of put together. So if they had like some sort of illness that predisposes them to be obese, so they're not sinning, they're not being gluttonous, maybe they Mm. consume less calories than you, would you take that into account or are you still just not attracted to it? So, okay, what, it's impossible to be in a caloric deficit and gain weight. 
So if they're eating in a caloric deficit, it is a physical impossibility to gain weight. So is that true? I'm pretty sure you could just have a super low metabolism. It, that's oh, that's just that true. Well, so that's the caloric deficit means that you are eating less than your body is using. So you, you, in order to be in a caloric deficit, you have to be using more than you're consuming. It's like if you're, if you, it's like saying that I could, if I put less gas in my car than it needs to actually make mm -hmm. a trip, that it could make that trip. That's impossible. Yeah, right. So, so maybe matter. they're not in a caloric deficit, but they're also not being gluttonous is my point. Mm -hmm. Well, so if they are overweight and say they're just in a maintenance stage, like they're maintaining their weight, but if they are overweight, it's also, uh, in the Bible, we're called to steward things well, steward things wisely, our health, as well as our finances, all of our resources, whatever. So I want them to steward their health well as well. So if there are plenty of uh, negatives to being overweight in the area of health, and I would want them to work with me so that we can hopefully get that down. Because I want them to be around with me for a very long time. I want them to see my, like our grandkids, maybe great grandkids, that'd be pretty mm -hmm. sweet. But yeah, I think being overweight would limit their ability to do so. Okay, so you'd feel like equal repulsion to someone who's also like unhealthily underweight. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if you were married to a woman and she birthed your child and then, you know, she had some trouble pushing off the weight afterwards, mm -hmm. would you be lenient with her? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean... But would you consider her gluttonous for maybe, like, spending a few years, I don't know, just enjoying her mommy weight? Well, so, I don't know. Well, if she's... I, I would want her to probably maintain her active lifestyle. So, like, uh, there's a lot of research that's been done into... So, people or women who have... Uh, as they're pregnant, studies into is it safe for them to exercise while pregnant? Uh, I know in the powerlifting world, so squat, bench, and deadlift, uh, it is perfectly safe to maintain your habits in the gym as long as there's like it's, it's no discomfort. Like if it's it's painful, okay, maybe we'll like change the exercise selection. But it's safe to maintain physical activity while pregnant, and then afterward. Like, of course, I'm not gonna like dump my wife if she gains a little weight after she's pregnant. Like, I'm gonna try to work with her on that. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I love her more than just like her physical appearance. And I appreciate you saying um, the aspect about the, uh, you know, it being yes. mental and not just down to caloric, because uh, like that's the mechanics of it, but exactly. the entire compassing issue especially i mean like i for me specifically it is far more complicated mm. than just um eating less because yeah. i mean i, I do have, I have multiple eating disorders i have multiple uh chronic illnesses and invisible disability i mean i'm i'm considered disabled with the diagnoses that i have mm -hmm. and that's not my weight outside of my weight i'm disabled yeah and whale underscore whale underscore whale donated two hundred dollars Oh. My sprinkler goes like this. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> what a great like situation. This. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. That's Thank incredible. you. That's good. Two hundred dollars. Make it longer just next time. <laughs> just to say Make that. Make it do a beat so we can rap to it. Whale, whale, whale. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Brady Beard here. Brian, I don't even know what to say. LOL, you're re you've really outdone yourself with this panel from Maddie to the left. It's nice to see you all. Uh, based, Christ is Lord. Okay. Christ is Lord. Right, there you go. have it. Thank you. Whoops. Hold on just one sec. Um, well, you're married, so I don't know if it's fair. That's no, fine. I'll speak to it. My wife put on some weight after she's had many children. So, yeah, she put on some weight. Took her a few years to burn it off. Now, I might just have different preferences because I didn't know. I just didn't even really notice it very much. Um, that's just me personally, right? But it could be that frog in the boiler effect where just because it happened gradually over time, I just didn't really pay much attention to it. But then she burned most of it off. So, yeah. you know, you I go. just didn't, yeah. didn't think much about it, honestly. There you go, folks. Are okay. you the same, just out of curiosity, as you were? Hmm? Are you the same as you yeah, were? Yeah, I haven't really fluctuated much in weight my whole life. Okay. Not much. How about you, Brian? Would you date oh. a plus-sized lady? Would you date a plus-sized woman? If they have a big labia. <laughs> Plus-size labia. <laughs> the biggest one you've ever seen. Facts. The biggest one I've ever seen? Like, yeah. How plus-size are we talking here? Do all plus-size women have plus-size labia? No, no, that's, that's not a thing. No, no that's no. not how that works. <laughs> that's like uh, asking about a guy's... Being <laughs> eh, you know, for labias... <laughs> you know, sometimes it's not labia's the same. Labia's good, maybe I... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give it a chance, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's gotta be... The have you changed your tune a little from last time? Last time but, you were like, hell no, we won't go. I mean, I'm still pretty much on that. Though, oh, well, but. I don't know. That's not what the people just heard. My being a hypocrite? I don't know. Uh, not a hypocrite, but who knows? You, you threw in the caveat of she has, like, for example, if, if she was also, like, a billionaire, and she's like, Brian, let me just retire you it's and Oprah. marry you without a prenup. I might have to go for you it. You might. You'd I be might like, yes, mommy, take me. Stop who, it. Oprah? <laughs> Any billionaire. Are you kidding? What's the lifestyle like? <laughs> you gotta wear a collar and be on your gotta knees. Gotta uphold my. Whoa. Okay. No. 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 Uh, I ain't doing that. You're not I gonna do that. That's for the a billionaire? thing you won't do for your bill. For a billionaire? Yeah. No. 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 He's got I pride. Can't, I can't, like, be a, what, what's that called? A sub or whatever? I don't no, know. I couldn't be a sub. Maybe you're just. For, I don't know. For that. I don't know. Chat. Would you guys do it? Would you uh, like? Let's say you you run into a billionaire woman who will retire you. So let's say you're a bricklayer making, I don't know, $70,000 a year, I don't know, maybe more, maybe less. And you don't have to do that back-breaking work anymore, but... No. But she wants to, three times a week, walk you around a collar on the around the house. That's going to be a yes, yes for me. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, okay. What did you say you were into last time? What if it's shorter Asian? You said short, chubby Asian ladies. You said you kind of like. I could, I could see. With I, a big like, lady. Well, I think she's going to walk a little, you like a, a dog. little chubby. I can do a little chubby, but like, I don't know if I could date. No, no hate or anything. Just my personal preference. I don't think I could date like a plus size, plus size woman. A, a little belly fat. That's okay. A little chubby. Yeah. I can, I can do it. I don't know why I'm talking like Tony Soprano now, <laughs> but that's how Inspector Gadget talks. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I, I like yes. Inspector Gadget. It's my kind of go-to. You're right. Oh, there's no hate on Inspector Gadget. Wait, aren't you? Are you a singer? 
Oh, do you God, do singing? it sounds like I do, but no. Oh, okay. I can like hum pretty fiercely. I was just gonna see if you mm. could sing the Inspector Gadget theme <laughs> song. Do, 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 do. Inspector Gadget. Do, 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 do. Nice. Okay, no one's I can there. already tell that I don't like you. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I like just you. Kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I missed the whole Go Gadget Go part. Go Gadget Go. <laughs> Oh, Good no, times. Wait. Oh, okay. We got a, <laughs> so okay. We got we got single, 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 single relationship, and then single, uh, single, single. Okay, okay. Um, so you said you've been single for two years, correct? Yes, about about so. Okay, and by choice, mm -hmm. by choice. Um, are you said you used to do OF? Are you still doing it or not? Uh, I used to do it. Used well, do it. I used to. So before I actually made an OF, yeah. I did like. I, I've always compared it to like the high-end escorting version of virtual content creation where yeah. I just kept like a Google Drive and I would only sell privately through me for like, I, and I wouldn't go below a certain monetary number. Like you had to spend minimum this much and you would get what you paid for. But mm -hmm. um, I didn't have streaming services like OF or any clip sites because I had had some issues with people on the internet in the past and so um it, i just felt it felt safer even though it's technically not but i did eventually create an of and then um not long after that i left because i left those communities like entirely right well so uh you've been single by choice for two years mm -hmm. but in that two-year period i mean have you been Maybe you didn't have a boyfriend, but were you mm -hmm. dating, any situationships, friends with benefits, anything like that, or no? Yeah, I mean, I have, like, a couple, like, long-standing, like, situationships if they come to, like, fly to see me. Okay. Um, and it's, like, one of them I saw, like, in February, just because life's busy. You know, they have, like, a high-paying, like, important job. So yeah. I, always, I used to see them, like, more regularly, but eventually just kind of, like, fizzled, fizzled. out because yeah. I used to also live closer to them right. so that changed things too okay so you you it sounds like you have currently a couple ongoing yeah like if we talk we talk right. and like with still good terms and yeah. um in the past you know a couple years especially I've just been more hyper focused on myself and like I want to have like a long-standing committed relationship. That's my goal, yeah. whatever that looks like. And um, I also have just kind of realized that like the frivolous dating, the like dating app games, the mm. meeting for coffee and like um, going on dates every other week, life is just not what I want. Mm. I want something a lot more like real and emotion-based and the current dating field and dating game just grosses me out and it's just, mm. Um, it's just something that I don't want to put a ton of energy into, and it's just like people like playing games or whatever. You, you mean you know yeah. how it is? I know how it is. Yeah, it's I know how it is. Ter <laughs> if terrible. You, if you've ever been on a dating app, you know what it's there. like. They've you commodified got Tinder, love. You got Bumble, yeah. Hinge, all these apps. Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, <laughs> these apps. You know, maybe have you tried that one, Mason? Um, <laughs> so, when's the last time you were on a date? Recently? Any recent, you know, prospects or not so much? Not recent, not but recent. I did go on dates like once I moved to Florida. So I yeah. moved to Florida in October of 2021. Okay. And so my initial thought process was kind of like, 
um, getting under someone to get over them. And I did that oh. for like a month or two. And then I was like, I'm out. This is, this is dumb. You were, like, wait, get, get under, get someone? under someone to get over them. Oh, yeah. I, like I had that okay. mindset. And then yeah. I realized that like, that's, that's not healthy. <laughs> How, and you said that lasted for like a month, a or, month period. A couple, like month to couple months, like because I I was like on Facebook dating yeah. and Bumble specifically. And so, how frequently were you going on dates during that period? Um, sometimes it was like two a weekend. Sometimes it was like every other week. It just kind of depends. Yeah. I mean, I um I was. I think I was working a part-time job at that point because I was still kind of recovering from some stuff. Yeah. I, like, took a break from working for a little bit. And, and, and so how long... Um, so you said you were going on a couple dates. Um, you said get under someone to get over someone. Mm-hmm. So we're talking kind of, like, just casual hookups type stuff. Well, and- like, the, the first couple times, yes. Like, because the first guy I, I met up with, um, he had a really weird name. His oh. name, I don't want to say it, but say it. it was, it was, it. it was Fish. Fish. His name was Fish. 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 Dead ass. Like the His animal. legal name? Like the animal. His legal Fish. name. His legal name I mean, Fish? I did, did I ask for an okay, ID? No. Yeah. But okay. that, he went Maybe by he Fish. Went and by I was fish. like, yeah, like it's just Fish. And was he pescatarian? <laughs> by chance? We didn't get to know each other that yeah, well. I was still emotionally very unavailable at that point. So, Pescatarians yeah. don't yeah. eat fish. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. That's correct. That is only eat fish. Only a Seventh Day Adventist. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Wait. So, question for the ladies related to fish here. <laughs> if you were dating a guy named Fish, would that make dirty talk a little difficult? Oh, fish. Yes. Yeah. Feels so good. <laughs> no, by the time that's happening, I probably like you a lot. I'm probably not used to your weird name, so I'm probably going to have fun with it. If I, if I was dating a girl named Fish, I would have to change her name. I'd have to call her, like, F-Dog. <laughs> really? Is that, that better? Would be better? That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, I think it would be better. I think it would be better. <laughs> Why? Oh, F-Dog's better than O-Fish? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I didn't think it through. I didn't fully think it through. Um, wait, so, okay, his, the first guy was named Fish, <laughs> and uh, any, uh, any other, you know, situations? Um, I think the most, I mean, this is just thinking to, this isn't even when I was dating in Georgia, but um, because I, we, my ex and I, we broke up for nine months, yeah. like four or five years into the relationship, and um, that was a time, yeah. but... In Florida, I think the most notable date, because like I, I went on like a couple ones, like with dinner dates, whatever. Um, especially like, because like my first couple of dates, I was just kind of like, like I said, that was my mentality. And yeah. then I was like, I'm out. And then I started trying to do like more like structured dating. Like and then, actually trying to find something serious. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not ready. So not that's ready. when I backed out. I was like, because okay. I'm not you wasting my out time. backed out totally. Yeah. That's when I quit dating okay. apps. I've been... It's been about a year, at least a year and a half. I don't see, I, I just one day out of the blue decided to quit dating apps. And I didn't even realize it that I was going to make it a thing for a couple months. So I don't know, I don't remember the exact pinpointed time. Right. But I okay. know it for sure a year and a half. And, okay. um, but the other one was when I went out with uh, a guy with one leg. Damn. Yeah. I dating Ampu- in Florida is weird. Amputee. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, dating in Florida, Florida is weird. That's weird. that's the problem. It's where yeah. I live. <laughs> and that was another reason why I was like, oh, I'm, I'm out. Where are you meeting guys if you're not using dating apps? At the time, I was using them. 
And that's this. Was, so those were my, my stories before I quit, because I decided I didn't just quit dating apps. I quit dating, period. And I did some like light talking phases, but nothing stuck. And I've only been like feeling like in the past m couple months that I might even be ready to start dating again. I've just been I've been flirting with the idea of downloading the apps again, but I just haven't like launched. during your uh, get under someone phase. How many people? Did you get under? In Florida, a couple. A cup, a cup. One leg guy mm -hmm. was one of them. Yes. You got under one leg guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about logistics. Well, yeah. Did that create logistical problems? Actually, it made it easier. Oh, easier. I could kind of see that. <laughs> Me too. I can. Kinda... It's a, it's one less limp. Yeah. Yeah, but how did he get leverage? There's ways. When there's what, he a will, there's on a way. He just crawled on top of you? <laughs> when there's a will, there's a way. He, pro he has a, uh, what's it called? A, a prosthetic. prosthetic leg? Yeah. Right? He no, he didn't. No, she mean like one leg. <laughs> oh, okay. No, yeah, I, mean, I mean, at least during, he didn't. Wait, so not two legs then. <laughs> I kind of, so, <laughs> I would date an amputee. I mean, me too. That's what I'm saying. It was, it was chill. It well, was it's just, easier for us. Again, I was just so emotionally like not available. <laughs> Have you... Have you been with? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like in in hypothetically, like speaking, logistically. No, yeah, yeah logistics. it's easier for us. Yeah. To date, That's, to date an amputee, the amputee date. Yeah, 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 because yeah. <laughs> I would, I would go for a w, double amputee. Oh my god. Whoa, 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 <laughs> Nick! Jesus Christ, this guy's gonna get me fucking canceled over. It's not even on the show. Okay. Um, like, would it have to be a configuration though? Could it be like? Both arms or both legs, or does it have to be one leg and one arm? I'd want double leg. That's what he was meaning. I'd want double leg amputee. Okay, what? Are, <laughs> do you object to my sexual preferences? Hello? Really? Not at all. Go for the gold. Please don't discriminate against would people never, who are would disabled. Never begin, not even with you, Brian. It's ableism. <laughs> That's very ableist of you to. Ladies, he's to, screaming your name. If you have missing two legs, Brian wants you. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept one missing leg, because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, it's only because you'll be You'd under four feet. prefer two. I'd prefer two missing legs. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do... Uh, so that's... Uh, no, I will for so, one. So she can't run away, Ryan? <laughs> 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 I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> he set me up for that one, man. Good talk. Um, <laughs> wait, so, okay. Um... Now, and right now you're not dating at all, pretty much. You're just kind of doing mm -hmm. your own thing. Well, like um, I said, I've been, like, before you, you reached out, yeah. I was, I, I started, like, a, probably about a month prior. I was, like, thinking about it, realizing I, yeah. I feel like I'm ready. But okay. I've just been, like, dealing with a lot of other stuff. And I have, I, have, I have other things that are higher priority to me. And I'm really kind of subscribed to the belief that, like, what's meant to be will be. And I'm not trying to force anything. I'm not... I'm not desperate for a relationship. I would much rather be single and die alone than be in an unfulfilled, unhappy, or abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like the right person, the right connection will come if it's meant to yeah. be. And, and I, yeah. I feel like you have, you've got Riz. So like if- <laughs> Thank you. If you wanted to, do you think you could like pretty quickly like get a new guy? 
I know that if I didn't give a shit about the quality of the oh, relationship, okay. I could get a boyfriend in five seconds. In five seconds, yeah. I, I, yeah. I do. And, and people, if you want to think I'm delusional. No. I'm, I mean, not you, just people. People like, in if general. People in general want to think I'm delusional. I yeah. know that they're wrong and they live in a very, like, binary understanding of love and attraction. Mm-hmm. And they're not willing to see things, like, outside of a different perspective. So people who are, like, committed to misunderstanding me or the plus love experience i have no interest in debating the validity of my right to have love sure did you uh after your kind of you've had some viral moments recently Mm -hmm. did you get uh a lot of uh people dming you like with a romantic interest like they wanted to they slid into the dm not to sound cocky but that's 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 something that continually happens and so I just don't take it seriously unless I think it's like, because I have standards, I have things that I want and things that are important to me. And like, attraction is important. And um, and also just other certain things. So I believe that both people should mutually be super excited to be together. And if that's not there, then I'm not interested. I see. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned uh, you've got standards. Do you consider yourself picky? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just know what I want and I'm not going to settle for something that I find boring or uninteresting or not the right fit. Yeah. And you mentioned you you kind of know what you're looking for. You've got standards. So I'm just curious, like, kind of what what are your standards? What are you looking for? And we're going to go around the table uh, for everybody on this. What are you looking for? What are your standards? If there's any, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the term here. Uh, must-haves, you know. Some people have the bare minimums, you know, height-wise, income, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, personality traits. For me, personality traits are the biggest. biggest. For me, it's like I want us to have similar moral compasses. Okay. Um, I, you know, I'm an ex-Mormon, so I'm not really interested in being with someone who's, like, super religious of any capacity because, and, like, that's, like... I respect other people's beliefs, but my mm. lived experience, I think that would be difficult for like a committed relationship. So when you say moral compass, you mean a lack of moral compass? <laughs> no, I mean, um, I'm a very spiritual person. And I have oh, I, my I own... Did, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it as an insult. What I, I'm saying no, is I know. If you bring up, you say uh, this person X was hyper-religious, right? So, yeah. So you don't want that quality. So if that's not the quality that you want, then... It seems like you're looking for an absence no. of, of, okay, so what, what would be the what morals I'm, you're talking about? What I'm looking for is someone who has a moral compass that's driven by the desire to do good and be good without needing um, someone telling them to be that way. Because you can be an atheist and be the most kind, th- philanthropic person, but that does not mean that you can be hyper-religious and not be evil. Yeah, yeah, I agree, but does that mean you're looking for an atheist? No, um, I mean just someone who's not hyper-religious. If they're Christian, but they're not hyper-religious, I would be fine with that. They were spiritual, they were Jewish, they were Is atheist, that, agnostic. If, when, you, when you say this, sorry to just kind of want to dive in on this a little bit. When you say not hyper-religious, what does that mean? Like yeah, they don't go to church so, every like Sunday? Fanatical. Or? fanatical or, I mean... Um, if they went to church every Sunday, but they weren't trying to convert me, that'd be fine as long as I d- wasn't forced to go to church. Like, so to me, it's just 
So you don't. So what it is is you don't want a partner to uh, move their morality towards you. That's the or uh, expect me to align with their religious beliefs because I believe religious beliefs and moralities do not have to be intrinsically tied, even if they are for a lot of people. Okay, so you're not looking really for a person who shares your morals, but just a person who won't force their morals on you. Correct, but I would want them to have a certain level of right, but just like not a serial killer or that right. type of thing. But right? I'm just not necessarily like boxing on like they they need to be Christian, they need to be this. Okay, they need to you know. What about height? Height? Anything I mean, there? I I have a preference. Sure, but. Yeah. Well, how, t- how tell you what's I mean, your preference? I prefer, like, you know, I'm 5'6", so um, 6 and up is, like, perfect, but um, I dated someone for a really long time who was 5'9", that was great for me. Okay. Um, but, yeah, just a little bit taller than me is, is the, my bare minimum preference, but um, I would date someone if everything else was perfect and they were shorter than me. Like, being short's not a deal breaker. Okay, um, Farah, what about you? What do you, uh, what you're looking for? Um, I don't care too much about height, build, or physique. I do want someone with super high sexual discipline, so a guy who has a low body count, preferably, since I am waiting to marry. And I'd prefer a guy, or no, this is a deal breaker. I wouldn't date a guy who would. Oh. Grid One Motorsports donated two hundred dollars. When the only thing you can bring to a relationship be, is being nice. fat, selling your fatness online, okay. and ebbing on disability, how much of a moral compass can you possibly have? If you think my fatness is a negative quality, that's not my problem. I'm not here to please anybody. I'm here to be me, share my story. I am employed, I do a lot, and I'm disabled. And if you're disabled and unemployed, that's okay too. The bottom line is, what I choose to do with myself and my interactions with other people defines who I am. Hmm. And I really just, I am not interested in people who are committed and misunderstanding me. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll come back to you, Farah. Uh, also, let's just, uh, just, uh, Let's avoid any sort of name calling if we can with the uh, chat and the uh, TTS guys. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, high sexual discipline. Um, I wouldn't date a guy who watches porn or goes to strip clubs or anything like that. And ideally. Wait, you wouldn't date a guy who watches porn? Nope. But you yep. do OF? Yep. Is that a. That seems like maybe a double standard. Is it a double No, it's not. I could be a college professor but not date students. I could work at a soup kitchen and not date a homeless guy just because I monetize off a of demographic doesn't mean I have to date them. Well, let's what? get into this let's a little. Let's get into yeah, it. Right? Yeah. So yeah. let's start with why do you prefer that they not watch porn? Um, because it affects pair bonding and it desensitizes you to your partner. It can lead to erectile dysfunction, all those things. If you were responsible for causing those things in a man, would you be doing an immoral action? Um. Potentially. And are you no, participating I think, in doing those immoral actions no, to men? No, just because I think maybe you're less of a good romantic partner, that doesn't mean you're less of a moral person. No, 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 that's so not my question. just because I don't think you would be a good husband for me doesn't mean I'm deeming you, you degenerate wait, or a bad back person. Up. You just said that all of those are bad qualities that you said that... Not objectively if bad. If you were... If, for is, me personally, stop, what stop, I'm looking for is... Finish, pair bo- okay, finish. finish. 
you said that any a person who was causing those problems in men would be doing something immoral. No, I didn't say that. So is it if is if a person's contributing to causing that in men, are they doing something immoral? So if I'm a lesbian and I only want to date women, don't ask me a question. I, don't I'm ask me a question. No, answer my question. No, I'm giving. I'm explaining yeah, to you. If, you just okay, listen. The question. Listen. Don't ask. Is me this a inconsistent? I'm going to ask you a question. If I'm a lesbian answer and I only want to date women, yeah, as soon as but you I make OnlyFans content for men, answer is that inconsistent? Question. Answer my question. I think she's trying to. No, she's asking me a no, question. No, he's evading my point. Asking it a question is not thing. answering my question. Then I'll answer your, your question. Your question has no bearing on this discussion. Then answer it. What was your question? Okay, one more time since you tried everything to avoid it. If you contribute to those same problems that is, are against your preference in a mate, okay, those same issues, are you doing something immoral? Nope. No. Same so, way, like I just said, if I'm a lesbian who puts out pornographic content for men to consume, it's not inconsistent or wrong for me to only date women. I can have a preference for someone while monetizing off an entirely different demographic. That doesn't mean I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. So, Am I doing something wrong question, for, for indulging yeah, straight men yeah, I if I only you, want to date women? I think you are. I think uh, that, the, makes no that sense. you're creating a contribution towards the immorality, and you know it's immoral. Because but I don't you're, think it's immoral to be heterosexual and I'd be alone, indulging heterosexuality while personally being homosexual. Your preference alone is against it. Why is your preference against it? I Isn't there why, why is, why would there? sexual orientation be matter? against it? No, answer my question. Why is why, it what? if I was a lesbian and I want to date women, mm -hmm. but I put out pornographic content that indulges heterosexual men, is that inconsistent or am I contributing well, to a all problem? Well, all of that, literally all of that would be immoral. I would say that that's still an immoral thing, whether or not it you're is, being It is, but not for the reason that you Whether or not you're being me. inconsistent there. I didn't make an inconsistency argument. I asked you about whether or not it's moral. You said if I don't want to date a certain pool that I'm contributing no, to, does no. that mean I'm creating a problem? Yeah, no, I'm just asking, is it immoral for you to contribute to that at all? No. It's not. It's not immoral for me to contribute to traits which I personally would not date. No, that's not my question. My question, question is, is, is no it sense. immoral for you to be contributing towards the, those traits like um, the negative side effects in men? Is that immoral to do? No, because not everyone has the same goals as I do. Not everyone's waiting to have sex until they're married. Some people view sex and relationships completely disparately than I do. So, but why wouldn't you? Those are all negative side effects. You'd agree with that, right? It depends. On? Some people, I know a lot of women who don't want to get married. I know a lot of men who don't want to no, get no, married no, no. either. The side effects of like ED, things like this. Well, that side effect doesn't happen to everybody either. I'm not saying it does. I think it depends. If certain men want to live a hedonistic lifestyle, I'm not going to deem them immoral for. I think people have totally different That's purposes and goals. That's not my question again. It was, and I nope. answered it. My question specifically was... If you contribute towards that, why would, that's harmful, isn't it? And isn't that the standard it's you not use for morality? It's congruent to their goals. If their goal is to be a hedonist, then that's fine. But their goal is not to. Goal. Okay, but here's if the problem. If their goal is to jack off to nope, as many girls as possible before here. they die, they can go because for it. Because if, if it's hedonism, right, you still have a harm principle. So even if a person is doing a thing and they say, I'm going to do this thing because I don't care about the harm, you are still supposed to care about the harm that you cause, right? No. No? You're not? <laughs> because they have a totally different moral rubric than I do. If their goal is to fuck as many girls as possible because they think that makes them more alpha or male male, Who I wouldn't Who cares what it. their moral rubric is? You're the consequentialist. What? So you are supposed to care about the harm you do. I'm not a consequentialist. We've been over this so many times. Oh, what are you again? I said I was a moral absolutist. You're a moral absolutist. <laughs> yeah. Probably is more it, that than a utilitarian. Is that Why are you shaking your head? You're not a subjectivist. You're not. No, you're, no, no, you're, you're not, not a moral, moral absolutist. It's ridiculous. Sorry, yeah. what, is, what is that? Um, it means like you're not necessarily looking at the consequence of an action to deem its morality. Hmm. My point is people have totally different goals. Okay. So is, is porn always wrong? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Is it always right? No. Well, they're not moral absolutists. 
would, if it was moral, that's, if it was that, a that moral absolute, with, it would either be always right or always wrong because it's absolutely it okay. Give me an example of a moral would, absolute that's not yes or no, right or wrong. I would love to. With porn, for example, porn mm-hmm. will disaffect your relationship if one partner is okay with it and one is not. That will affect cheating and compatibility if po- both partners are proponents of pornography consumption. That it'll actually increase your sexual intimacy with each other. What does that have to do with anything I just said? My point is, you're looking for like a black or white answer. Is porn because good you're or bad, absolutist. What do you think absolute it? means? I, you don't know what absolute means? I know what absolute means. Well, what is a moral absolute? I think you're intentionally being obtuse. Uh, no, I think you're intentionally evading. What do you think absolute means? No, answer my question. What do you think absolute means? Uh, definite, finite. Finite and definite at sure. the same time? At the same time. <laughs> That's what you think absolute means? Absolute means definite. What do you think a moral absolutist is? It means you have certain moral principles that you think take precedence over the consequences of those actions, and you want to be a proponent for those moral principles, even if there is an increase in harm over help. Okay, so it's not about consequences. What? It's not about consequences for you at all. It's not about consequences. It's about looking at the fact that people have different aims. If a certain man wants to prioritize his sexual pornography consumption Mm -hmm. over getting married because he personally doesn't think getting married is a net good for him, who am I to say that's wrong and I'm contributing to a problem. Let me ask a single question, right? You would agree with me that the like age of consent is arbitrary, right? Would I agree with you that the age of consent... Is this TOS, Brian? No. Okay, the the, the AOC is arbitrary, right? (laughs) Is it arbitrary? Yeah. Um, not really? Then give me the moral imperative for it real quick. The moral absolute statement for that. (laughs) The moral imperative would be that it's generally wrong to. Um, oh, it's generally wrong. It's, it's generally not based wrong. on the consequence, though. What? It's not based on the consequence. This is an absolute. So why should the AOC absolutely be X age? It's not. It varies. Why should state. it be? You're a moral absolutist. I don't even know if I would subscribe to that. You wouldn't subscribe to your own worldview. I don't even know if I would subscribe that there is a certain age of age of consent because it varies by state. So you're not example? an absolutist then? You're evading from my whole <laughs> you're point. You're not an absolutist. You said that it's hypocritical and it's inconsistent and it's kind of immoral. I'm contributing to a moral problem mm-hmm. to put out porn no. content. His, que- his question was whether or not there no, was you're a the contingency one who, you're the one who between a double me. standard. I asked you about the morality of a thing. Yes, and you said I'm creating a problem a by contributing absolutist. to traits that I personally would not date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, that's now completely I'm, so now analogous. I'm inside of your worldview, and no, now but I'm why trying won't to figure you adjust out the analogy I created because, between that and me being a lesbian and wanting to date women, I'll explain it. but not wanting to date Guys, straight one men. At a time, one at a time, yeah, please. I can explain it. Because if the foundation of your worldview on it on its own is incorrect, then I don't care about the rest of what you even just had to say. If the foundation of what you're saying makes no sense at all, it makes then perfect sense. Any claims that you make past that are not even relevant. So explain to me how you're moral. Tell me what a moral absolutist even is. I don't even know what this has to do with anything. Your rebuttal you're to me just running. was that Stop because running. I don't want to date certain traits that mm-hmm. I may contribute to, that I'm being hypocritical mm-hmm. and that I'm creating some moral problem. And then I give you a perfect analogy. If I was a homosexual woman mm-hmm. and I dated women, but I contribute to indulging heterosexual male pornography consumption, is that wrong? And you have yet to address that point. I don't need to. If Why, can't under- Why can't you? I'm going to explain it to you. If the underlying foundation for which that current worldview you just You're explained, stop talking, Farah, it's my turn, 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 Farah, it's my turn,
for an ethical system, and then you tell me a thing that you ought or ought not do, and I find out that your ethical system itself is inconsistent, you don't even know what it is, why would I ever listen to a word you had to say about ought for? Because this is your chronic evasion of every point, is when I give you a perfect analogy and see, see, this will make you concede on your rebuttal, then you're like, oh, now explain to me from A, B to C your exact Uh moral worldview. Yeah. Why is that a problem? Because then we're going to go all the, the way backwards your and you're foundation. like, let's talk about where rights come from. Let's talk about where duties come from. Let's talk about yeah, obligations. Let's talk about the foundation of the things you believe. Isn't that crazy? How was the universe started? Let's talk about that, the right? Fa- That's your like, go-to the, all the time. Are you going to answer to what a moral absolute is? Are you going to answer my initial question, which is why was that a false analogy I'll just between concede me the being whole a lesbian argument. I'll just concede the whole argument there for the purpose of you Don't asking. Don't concede. Actually, give me an answer. you answering this question. I no, just no. concede it for the purpose of the argument. What's a moral absolute? What's a moral absolute? No, no, no. I just conceded it for the purpose of the argument. Stop saying for the purpose of the Why argument. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. I can't. I can, I'm sorry. I can't test your consistency by conceding the argument just for the purpose of testing the worldview. I That's not okay with Farah. And you created a rebuttal, and then I uh-huh. gave a perfect rebuttal. And yeah, and I'll just concede it for the You're sake of argument. Where do your rights come yeah, from? Where do your ethics for the, come from? I'll just concede it for What's the sake of argument. What's a moral absolutist? It's every word in the dictionary for me. Enough for the sake of the argument. I'm genuinely asking you, why is it a false analogy? Yeah, I'm just conceding it for the sake of argument. But you keep saying for the sake of the argument. Can we get back to what you? Because I need to know. I'm not interested in talking about how the world talking started. about the foundations of your own ethical system. Ethical system? We're talking about sexual and romantic preferences. But why would I care what your preferences are if you can't give me any type of ID for why it's ethical or unethical? So I should just never talk if I can't flesh out to you how the universe you started, should never make an ought where claim. rights come from. You should never make an ought claim unless you can say you, you ought to do this claim. based on you this moral claim. Wait, wait, let him go. Let you, him talk. Go you ahead. cannot say, Andrew, you ought to do this. And when I say, why ought I do that? You go, I don't fucking know because I don't really feel like That's you, you so should. That's so funny because you're the one who made the ought claim. I, I said, I wouldn't claim. date a guy who does watches porn. Right, claim and then you said, uh, then you ought not to contribute to that problem if you don't want to date a guy no, who watches porn. No, I asked porn. you if you should. Yeah, so you created the ought claim. No, it's not about I'm should. asking I'm you saying my from your worldview. If you'd like to know, if you'd like to know my worldview, I yes, it's all care. total degeneracy. I hate it all. I think it's all immoral. What's a moral absolutist? Now, can you answer the question? My point was, you're still not going to answer the question. I just traits, answered That doesn't mean I think it's morally wrong. Okay. Answer the question. What's a moral absolutist? A moral absolutist is someone who has certain moral principles that they think take priority over the consequences of those actions. And they think those should be honored with precedence over the a utilitarian worldview. So why is it then that you're giving me an argument from the consequence? How did I? Because you're saying... AB Check, thank you for the gift of 20 memberships. Go ahead, Andrew. You're saying... Okay. So what you're saying here is... I didn't even give you a consequence. You say pornography, not immoral, right? Not necessarily, yeah. Not necessarily. But if we try to discover why it's not, the reason that you say the reason it's not always immoral is because there's some consequences that I think are better than other consequences. That's why. Even then, it has nothing to do with morality. It would for an absolutist. If I prefer a partner who's six foot over five ten, mm-hmm. and I'm preferring the consequence of their height, that doesn't mean I think five ten men are immoral. Unless, you're or there's something a, morally it, wrong okay, with being you, short. You wouldn't say I'm a moral absolutist. I believe that this X thing is absolutely always immoral. I'm except asking you in the why are we conflating? Why are we conflating romantic preferences with a moral rubric? Same because, way if I said because it's an ought claim. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Same way if I said I prefer a tall guy over a short guy. That's not me saying oh then. You know, it's bad for me to 
contribute to something that decreases height in men. Yeah, but that would be a preference. In this particular occasion, I'm talking about a preference. I'm asking you about the we morality of a We were talking a, a preference. Same way, again, if I could be and indulging heterosexual men while being a, a lesbian. We yeah. can go back and yeah, forth. Yeah, okay, fine. So we'll just do, oh, you think it's moral because your preference is, and I think it's moral because my preference is, but you're a moral, moral absolutist. I didn't say moral. I literally said morality has no bearing on my romantic preferences in this instance. You're the one bringing up morality then for no reason. Just talking same about way, preferences, again, I can what like a even guy who's about? a certain race or a certain height, and that doesn't mean I'm claiming all other men are immoral. Then Farah. If I if prefer women as a about, woman, am I calling men immoral? If all we're talking about is I like water and you like lemons, yes. right? Then why, if we're making the discussion about these things which are going on uh, inside of uh, consistency issues, things like this, like like he was talking about, or you claiming you're a moral absolutist, things like this, we're now outside the realm of preference. We're now into the realm of Farah's worldview. So We're I'm trying to figure out romantic preferences, and I'm yeah. saying, why does romantic preferences even fall within the worldview of morality? Because what if you're romantic? If I prefer a guy I'm with a big dick you. over a small dick, does that yeah. mean I think guys with small dicks are immoral? I'll tell you, because tell me. what if you're, oh. what if you're, you indulge in your preferences and they're actually against your own morality? Then are you doing something immoral by following that preference? Right, and I'm saying I'm not deeming those guys who watch porn or go to strip clubs immoral. I'm saying for what I'm seeking in a romantic relationship, those are not traits that would be preferable right. to You're my goals. Right, you're saying they're not immoral, and I'm trying to, sh to show you that I think you think that either A, you're right, and they're not immoral, and you're a consequentialist, or... You I think don't think it's immoral. I would be friends with guys who watch porn. Mm -hmm. If I actually thought it was immoral and I thought it was like akin to an actual moral wrongdoing like murder or the R word, then I wouldn't be friends with those people. I wouldn't be friends with girls and guys who watch porn or go to the strip clubs. How do you determine whether something's morally positive or negative? It, it would be by case by case. I can't flush out a perfect so moral system for you right now. Would it be right based now. on the consequences of I'm that action? I'm asking you, what does morality have to do with a romantic yeah, preference? Don't, don't. So, okay, you, hang on. You no, have no, to no, listen, that's a bait and switch. Wait, it's not. You this always whole question do, arose you because you asked me thing. When I ask you a question, you answer with a question. What he asked you specifically is how do you know something you're doing is moral or immoral? I don't do know. know. I don't how do you have, know? I don't have a pure you know? moral framework at this so time. So you're not a moral absolutist. Uh, no shit. I said I probably subscribe There you go. You're a consequentialist. You're a consequentialist. Because is that, are you, those you the say, two okay, you took you took murder and you took you take all of these other things based on the consequences of what happens in that scenario. So murder. People, when, so, okay, people if someone commits murder, it's a negative. I'm pretty sure moral absolutism is against murder. Just let him finish. So if you commit murder, the consequence is negative because you take someone's life. You take human life. So that's a consequence I'm so you're looking at the consequence and you determine it's bad you don't take so, uh, you, you're not pulling yeah. from objective standard and if, you are taking your interpretation of the consequence and then in conflating that with negativity if you think moral absolutists wouldn't object to murder you're deranged then tell us what your standard is for why someone should be against murder no. that doesn't fit the no. consequences no, 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 no. for your standard of what your morality is based on. I don't even know why we're talking about morality. I know that you don't know, but you're now why? You're using this as you, an evasion because you don't want to concede is, on the point that my preference is, is completely Here's what you're consistent. actually saying. No, you're not saying, I don't know why we're, we're talking about morality. You're saying, I don't know the answer to your fucking question. Yeah, I don't have an answer for what right. is your perfect moral okay, framework. So your moral framework is based on something you don't even know. Don't even know. Yeah, you don't even know. No, yeah, right, 300 you pages said, to flesh out their morality. They can't give you a two-sentence quip on the whatever they podcast. Can. No, the, no, they you, can. You yes, say they the, can. You say the foundation. No, for, because if I asked you, you'd probably say like, "Oh, I subscribe Christian to ethics. Christianity," but Christian then you probably have some exceptions to that. And you could maybe flesh those out by giving me an internal critique, which I'm fine with because I follow Christian ethics, which is exactly I'm what I'm doing you to you. To explain so how now, any of this so now, to hang my on. Romantic so you just okay. told me you said I have a worldview. I can't justify my worldview. I don't even know how I came to the worldview. I don't even know what my standard is for morality. 
property, but this thing over here, that's not immoral. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm saying, how does morality, can you explain to me why morality <laughs> even pertains to this conversation of romantic preferences? Because if we're talking about pornography, we're coming at it from two different standards. I'm saying that the standard is immoral. You're saying the standard is moral. I'm saying I'm going to justify my morality. You say you can't justify your morality. I want people to listen to the guy who can justify the morality and not to the to the person who absolutely okay, here's can't. Here's my two sentence, cute little answer. I think generally people should aim to self-actualize and genuinely they should like seek to fulfill their autonomy. So if someone has a certain goal for themselves that generally is not harming someone else, and for instance, like they want to fuck as many people as possible, what and does self-actualize mean? Um, you know, live up to their potential. I don't know if that's congruent with a Christian framework. Live up to, I don't so even know that, what that I means. I mean, all this is consequence-based. It's dependent upon the outcome. That's not true. It, it is, though. What is the dependent on? consequentialist based I think you can self-actualize and maybe not have nothing to show for it at the end of the day but yeah. I think an uh, absolutist would but still look at the effort and the intention that's literally what an absolutist is well, they okay, look at the intention you're, so you're just saying you're just saying you're just giving okay, you're just talking about the, the uh, absence of negative outcomes so I mean it is consequentialism consequentialist just because it no, also no, no. happens to overlap with consequentialism I'm asking for the standard and no, you're just giving us preferences let me ask you why is it that my romantic preference has anything to do with morality or why is it inconsistent okay. I know it sounds bad to say I do OF but I went date a guy who does X, Y, and Z, but genuinely flesh it out because right now it just sounds like you guys have an unjustified visceral reaction to the fact that I sound like a hypocrite. You can actually flesh it out. Okay, so let me flesh it out for you one flesh more Flesh it out without just asking, oh, right, give me a two-sentence yeah, no, moral I framework. I'm not even going to ask you a question. I'm just literally going to flesh it out for if you. If I ask you why you wore a blue shirt I'm over red and then question. you said I just prefer blue, would yeah, I that would say, be a okay, preference. then it's immoral to that wear red? Then why is mine not a preference? You would have to make a justification for that. What unless, do you mean? unless you're saying that your entire moral framework is just a preference. So if you were to say, I look better in a blue shirt than a red shirt, mm -hmm. and I were to say, I would oh, say you, that then, that's, then you're selfishly motivated. Mm -hmm. Why are you only interested in what you like? Maybe you should survey the yeah, panel you can make a good and argument. find out like, what yeah. we prefer make looking a great at. Argument. We're the one who's going to have to stare at you for four hours. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't you say that's kind of a weird rebuttal to why your, you chose a blue shirt over argument? a red shirt? Is that your argument? I'm showing you how ridiculous no, you No, my argument's not ridiculous. What it's you're completely saying, ridiculous. Then stop talking. Let me make my argument. What you're saying is just a sequence of preferences. You're saying, Andrew, why did your preference to do this thing, which you have a preference to do, that nobody considers immoral, including you and I, why did you do that thing? I say, well, because it's a preference. You go, oh, okay, makes sense. It's a preference. All you're giving us right this second for the entire standard, for your entire morality, is your preference. Not morality. Stop. I'm saying finish. my romantic standards are more Almost akin done. to why you chose Almost a certain shirt over another. Almost done. Almost done. You Almost let these done. male guests bloviate, but if I talk for no more than two seconds, no then seriously, no she's been it's trying so many Oh, it's times. so unfair. Disrespectful. I didn't say it was he unfair. Always stops it's her not for unfair. You and never stops you guys for her ever. Well, because this is what the male audience. Okay. Continue. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Farah, I know I was just about to lay the entire groundwork for my epistemology, and you don't have any, but you go ahead. I'll, I'll chill out. Is that what you think I was having rebuttal to? I was saying the fact that he will always cut me off after two sentences, but let any male guest on this panel bloviate for like yes. three minutes plus. Even if it's not related to the yeah, conversation, Brian. and I can never I, do that. I, Nobody said I'm not equally. picking a fight with you. No, no, no. I, I equally, I, I make fair attempts mm -hmm. to let everybody speak. You know, I'm a, I'm a... I will pay someone to comb through this and create a chart of now how you much go, you interrupt. you go ahead. There's no, always, you go ahead. I was just talking, with him. talking about dating preferences. I'm so lost. <laughs> but he this, knows that he can't let it slide if I'm an OF girl and I say I went to watch, like, date a guy who watches porn, so he has to now try to dunk on well, me here, ethically, even though it doesn't pertain to ethics. Let's continue, let's continue on. So, Andrew is making a point how does it angry. how does it not so angry. 
How does it not? Per- how, how does it not pertain to? <laughs> I'm chilling. Yeah, how how chilling. does it not pertain to ethics? If you tell me that you're doing something that's unethical, it's like this. I didn't say. Did I say unethical? Any more in my initial answer? Did I say I wouldn't your do argument. it because watching yeah, porn is unethical? Here's what your argument is. What your argument is? You go to me and you're like, "Hey, Andrew, I'm about to go commit murder." And then I go, wait, you can't do that. And here's why. And you're like, uh, I didn't want to have a conversation about my ethical standards. I just wanted to tell you that I was going to go commit murder. That's your argument right now, Farah. It's not. My it argument is. is exactly akin to saying maybe I would wear a blue shirt over a red one. No. And I'm saying it's a preference. No, I'm saying from my standpoint, you doing OnlyFans is immoral. You agree that that's true? But that wasn't even the argument. If you want to discuss the morality of sex work, I'd love to get Did into that Did you say you're you. on OnlyFans? Yes, but that okay, wasn't well your rebuttal great. to so, me. Your rebuttal to so me now, was that I'm contributing to something wrong while not preferring a partner. But the reason what, I wouldn't prefer those what, traits in a partner is not because I think it's immoral. And what did I tell you you were contributing to? I think it's because it would create a partner that yeah. wouldn't be as pair bonded to me. That was the whole point. And what did I tell you? The point was of me saying, wait a second, you're contributing to X thing by being on OnlyFans, right? Yes, I am contributing to X thing. That doesn't make X thing immoral because right. I went date or so fuck X thing. So now we X can get thing. into why X thing is immoral. Let's do it, but then concede... That, that doesn't mean I was calling X thing immoral. I literally told you for the purpose of the argument, I'll concede it. the purpose of the argument. Like, why won't you let it move on? Because you didn't even dress you were wrong. You created a rebuttal to what I was saying and then yeah, completely switched the topic. Yeah, and I'm still trying to get into the ethics of this thing. But we can get into the ethics of So are your ethics just fans, a preference? I would love to. Is it I just a preference? To. Is it just a preference? Is what a preference? Is your the fact that you say that OnlyFans is moral... The fact that you say, like, apparently, I guess, prostitution is when moral. When did we say moral? Stop, I didn't stop, Cara. Okay. I just let you talk, right? So are you saying that OnlyFans, you, you're making the claim, OnlyFans, moral, right? No, I did not say that. And I know you know I didn't say that. I literally said we can discuss so the morality it, of it. I was saying so there's nothing. So is it immoral? Immoral? As a moral absolutist, is it? Immoral I'm sorry, moral. is there no such thing as moral neutrality, such as you wearing a flannel versus him wearing a leather yes. jacket versus him wearing a yes, hoodie? Yes, you can say moral neut- it's morally neutral. I'm fine with that, too. I would say it's morally neutral. It's morally neutral. Well, it depends case by case. Is it absolutely morally neutral? No, that's why I said case <laughs> by case. <laughs> Are you absolutely sure? Same way I could probably find a way to say maybe you wearing these certain shirts aren't exactly morally neutral because maybe a child sewed that mm-hmm. shirt and then we could get into it case by case, but generally I can say it's morally neutral for you to have different shirts that you're wearing. Is that fair? Sure, it's morally neutral for me to have Is it okay a for me to ask shirt? you to justify the morality so, yeah. of your shirt? So hang on, so OnlyFans to you is just like me wearing a shirt. It's morally I said neutral. it's case by case. Same way exactly. I don't know. Maybe if you had a four-year-old make that shirt for Agreed. you today, then we can get Fair into enough. it. So we go into, it's a case by case. So yes, inside of- on the model, the consumer, right, right. the got relationship it, got it, got status. It. So inside of OnlyFans, how would you evaluate absent bad consequences, the things inside of OnlyFans that you would consider moral or immoral? Um, t- probably the ethics of sex work. So typical things like whether the model is being groomed into it, whether the consumer Consequence. is. Next. Um, whether the consumer is honest with his romantic partner about it. That's not consequence. Then why would you That's value? Why would you value it absent negative consequence? I think uh, if you're looking at something like dishonesty and, and integrity, that if, if anything that pertains more to moral absolutism, then it does uh, consequentialism. It, why would because it be? Because if the partner doesn't yeah. find out, then technically that's fine by consequentialism because maybe he got to jack off to a model and keep his relationship really? going. But I would still say that's wrong. So it's okay, even though he's lying to his wife. So about it's okay it. to tell a lie if it saves a life. What? Can you tell a lie if it saves a life? Um. I think it depends. It depends on the consequences, Farah? 
What? It, it no, no, it depends no? on the lie itself and the severity of the well, lie. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, Unrelated the, from so consequence. The, you yeah. know you're pivoting. You I'm know not. I'm, this is literally to your point. I'm testing your logic. So my logic is to say I think you're consequentialist. I think all the things you just named are consequence-based for negative outcomes. No, it's literally it's not. Literally I literally is, said, And this is how I can demonstrate it for can you. Can you moderate a little bit? This is how I can demonstrate I just it kinda, for you. I'm more of a free flow kind of <laughs> Yeah. This are is you a, playing solitaire? This is how I can no, demonstrate it. solitaire. This is how I can demonstrate it. Okay, listen. I know you just want to the topic. Yeah. Wait, okay, here. Before, let, let's let Farha. Thank you so uh, much. You go, you go. It's right, not like I drove two it. hours for this. Okay. okay. Right. Anyways, as like I was saying, it's not consequent. It. I flew too, okay? Um, <laughs> it's not consequentialist because I was literally saying, even if that man who's watching the OF content is lying to his wife, but it improves the status of his relationship because now he's more likely to have sexual intimacy with his wife, but it, he knows that he's transgressing his wife's sexual boundary. I still think that's wrong. So that's, that's 100%. No, it's not. It is. It is. No, it is, it's not because it's that's increasing the pleasure actions. in his relationship. Mm-hmm. That's moral absolutism, literally, because I'm still saying that's yeah, a wrong but deed. If it was be- reversed, but if it was reversed, if it's reversed, then that completely changes the situation. Right now, because the consequence is reversed, the consequence is <laughs> changed. Two's on purpose. I literally said, even if it's a net good in terms of pleasure, because maybe his wife is now enjoying him more. She's like, wow, my husband's so happy lately and jolly and cheery, and he's more happy lately. Maybe now he can actually last longer in bed. If he's transgressing her boundary i still think it's wrong to lie Why? about being subscribed to an of um because i'm you know prioritizing honesty integrity you know honoring your vows over a consequentialist why hedonism. yeah why why yeah. i i think that's the i i think that's the end the dead end of moral absolutism is i'm valuing honesty and integrity yeah why why because i think those are good traits i have a question so their preferences so the entirety of what? Farah's worldview. What that, are you talking listen, about? Listen, I'm going to explain. <laughs> I yeah, just. What she has to so say. this is really simple, really very <laughs> simple. What you say is this: you say you say it bottoms out at moral absolute on truth and on this and on that things which on you justice, integrity, things honesty. that you prefer. That is the weirdest evasion I've ever heard in my life. Well, no, 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 no. It, it's not the weirdest evasion because ultimately what he's trying to get to is saying that you are the one who's determining whether it's moral, moral or, or immoral. immoral. It's a preference. Based on a preference. That doesn't okay, make it consequentialist. Okay. It does it, in no, this case because all of the things in which you value are seem to be based around the consequences. I literally said it's not. Even if it improves their relationship and makes it so that they don't get divorced and they have a happier marriage, I still think it's wrong you know to what? transgress someone's boundary. Fair enough. So then uh, what we could say instead is this. Maybe you're right, and it's not that you always value the consequence. We would just say that the entirety of Farah's entire moral system comes from her preferences. How is that a preference? Because you said that moral absolutism bottoms out at truth and at these other values that you have, which you have a preference for. Which I think most people have a preference yeah, so for. The d- legal system, the oh. courts, most moral so doctrines, whatever the majority most people think that's most what's politicians. Moral? Oh, so the most people determine morality then? Whatever no, I didn't the say most, most people. I said specifically what? the institutions which we've entrusted our justice uh-huh. and our legal systems with. That has nothing to do with most people. If anything, so that's probably less people. So it's out the geological geological upon the majority of people believing I didn't say majority. Is. I literally said I could be a minority, but we can like look at the syllogisms of why they've arrived at this conclusion of why they this is a good thing. I just love that we've detoured so much because this proves my point. That uh, it's not inconsistent for me to it do OnlyFans. Yes, why? Because you've had to detour Wait. like thirty times now. Wait, what? why is why is it important that she determines the morality of men that she wouldn't consider dating? That's what I don't understand about the entire premise of this why conversation. It matter? like it's her it matters why is it the audience her responsibility to... to determine the morality of the men that she wouldn't consider dating, consuming the content that they would consume, regardless of how they got it. 
is a consenting person creating mm-hmm. the content. She runs her own business. She's ethically creating her own her own content. Why is it ethical? Because she's consenting to the creation of her content. Why is that ethical? Because that is less consumption happening of content that people are not consenting to making. Yeah, but you just are repeating it, right? The consent is what makes it ethical. The problem is to me, that's, what I'm trying that's, to that's do. What I'm aspect. trying to do is get to the foundation of why you think things are ethical or unethical. That's the point. Why do you think things are ethical or unethical? Why? Based on, I mean, that depends on the conversation. No. Why do you think things are good or bad? I mean, I don't do that off of any religious aspect. Usually, I do spiritual that. people yeah, so don't why? believe in good why or bad. Do you think? Usually, we do positive and negative. Based on basically like the the do no harm. So you think that things are bad if they're harmful, harmful. and harmful is subjective. That's yes. your that's your principle. Yes, Harm, okay. harmful is subjective, but uh-huh. for me, I make that determination well, based on my lived experience. Okay, so. What you're trying to avoid then, this is the principle we're just trying to get at, which far evaded a million times, is that for you, you're just looking at things through the outlook of you don't want there to be harm cost. Correct. And there's, okay. but, and then, of course, with any decision in any business, there are risks and like of harm factor. You know, you can be a CEO making $100,000 a year mm-hmm. doing beyond unethical damage to the environment, to the society at large, to several factors, and not using sex to do so. Mm-hmm. So her doing that, there is no ethical consumption under under capitalism, and there is no ethical... There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Correct. There is no ethical because, consumption under because capitalism. That, well, that would mean that capitalism always does harm, right? Not always. Well, then it can't be no. Then it can't be no. You can't say... There can be no ethical <laughs> consumption Under and the then say, but except for the times there can be. Well, they both exist. So there what are exists? things that can be ethical and things that can't be, but you cannot experience consumption without there being unethical, unethical, unethical excuse me, aspects that are outside of our control as an individual. And those are immoral. Okay. Right? I mean, dependent, yeah. Dependent, dependent on what? what? If it yeah. causes harm, it's immoral, right? Yes. But okay. The, it, so I'm then sorry, every I'm sorry, single, I lost track yeah, yeah. of what so the then, it was. Sorry. So then every single time somebody does something which is harmful, it's immoral. We've established that. And you said that there's no chance they can never be ethical consumption ever, not even one case inside of capitalism. But, that means capitalism's always harmful, right? See, well, you're 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 trying to boil it down to white and black thinking, yeah, and that's just not yeah, it is. The, the it's line, either yes the or path I'm trying to go is down. Subjective, also. Yeah. Wait, are we talking about? Well, it can't be now? subjective. <laughs> can't be Wait, subjective if you say we all. We could. We well, could talk well, about. Well, no, it. but see, the it's not subjective. Sex say work all. is the commodification <laughs> of sex. That is a part of capitalism. <laughs> that was the the point from which I was deriving from. What was the point? What? Yeah. That, wait, wait. that you that you that sex work is the con, is the commodification of sex. Uh huh. The commodification aspect is what I was aligning with capitalism and making that statement. So then, sex work is is immoral under capitalism. I don't understand that line of logic. You just said that it, it's sex works a commodification under capitalism, and well, any it, type well, of under transaction any, under capitalism it, is it's immoral. It's not exclusive to capitalism. So therefore, sex it's not exclusive work. To capitalism. I didn't say. I, all I asked you was: so sex work in capitalism is always immoral? No. No. 
No. So then all things which are commodified and transactions I mean, I made I under capitalism I'm on her, are not immoral. I'm on the side here. You don't, I don't moralize sex work. It's, it's a So it's then a there are transactions under a capitalist society which are moral. Yeah. Okay, but then, I, then why did you say that there can be no ethical transactions ever under communism you, that's what you said. or under capitalism? No, you said that. No, I did not. Okay, the, go ahead and repeat your spiel about communism again. Capitalism. Capitalism, sorry. There can be no what under capitalism. There, there, maybe there's a better way of phrasing it. But than what did that you say? What did you say? My, what the exact phrase I believe is there, there is no ethical, like when you're saying it's a simplified phrase. There so is no. To, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. That is what I said. So then OnlyFans under capitalism is unethical. Or morally neutral, which you keep forgetting exists. But she can't. She said all. All transactions under capitalism are unethical. All of them. Every one of them. She didn't say unethical. She said no ethical consumption. That's the least. Are you consuming? Un, are you consuming OnlyFans? Ethical. Are you consuming OnlyFans? She said it was commodified. She I said mean, it's commodified. So if somebody's consuming OnlyFans, by her no, logic, it has to be unethical. But she didn't say unethical. She said no ethical consumption. It could be morally neutral. If so, so then if so, somebody's consuming OnlyFans, that would be unethical. Or ethically neutral. It can't be ethically neutral if she says every single time. Is she said X no happens. ethical, not unethical? Those are two different things. Yes. <laughs> so it's so everything under your worldview then, when it comes to capitalism, is either immoral or morally neutral. There's no moral goods. I'm sorry. Please repeat that question. I want to make sure I understood that. Under capitalism, mm -hmm. can you do anything that is a moral good? I mean, yes, because it's. I don't. I don't go into the then, absolutes. Then now, right? Are you still going to make the claim, Farah? Now that she said yes, you can at least do positive things, right? She she did say that under her ethical system. Repeat it again. I just want to make sure I get it right. So then I'm not straw manning about you. About the, the capitalism quote? Yeah. Um, there is no ethical consumption under cap. Or no, that's what you said. There is no ethical consumption. That's no, what that's you said the first time. And I may have misquoted the phrasing. I, that's, I, honestly, I'm dyslexic. So honestly, okay. I could have that's misquoted fine, fine. what yeah. I meant to say. So yeah, so that's very plausible there, probably. Good talk. Anyway. So, dating podcast, by the way. Um, right. Got into economics I think we're going around saying our preferences. Yes, preferences. That was about mine. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank I'd you. Love to get back to that. Thank you, Far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, preferences. I don't know if she finished. Did you finish? Oh, did. Oh, well. You sure you want to? You want to finish? You, I, would love, <laughs> I would love to have her finish Here. just to be curious, not to have someone rebut off of her preference. Yeah. Thank you so oh. much. Yeah, okay. I, I think I pretty much detailed it already. I would like someone intelligent, someone who doesn't watch porn, doesn't go to strip clubs, and has super high sexual discipline. <clears throat> well, that's morally. Um, uh, is my turn now? Yeah. Okay. Um, fun. Um, I think that I'm probably also looking for someone who's got similar similar spiritual beliefs as, as me. Which are? Um, I'm. I'm spiritual. I was raised Catholic, but I grew away from uh, I grew away from religion, just learning a lot of things and experiencing things. Um, so mm -hmm. someone who wasn't super locked into. Um, she mentioned hyper religious people here don't love that term. Um, I don't mind that, um, but I don't want that either. Um, and, I wouldn't you, actually. Yeah, yeah. You, and you said that you want an athletic guy. Do you want a tall um, I guy? Like some, I tall? would like someone who likes tall? to be athletic. Yeah, tall like. Guy? Um, it, I mean, ideally, it'd be nicer for them to be. I like to wear heels a lot. Okay. So normally, like. How tall are you? I'm five. I'm five seven, five eight. If I'm doing runway. 
And so bare minimum height for a guy? Um, my first boyfriend was probably 5'7", but after that, um, it's been like 6 feet, 5'11", 5'10". Okay. So would you say bare minimum is like 5'10"? Um, ideally, yeah, 5'10 and taller. Like when I'm looking, I'm like, okay, yeah. Especially on dating sites because there's more yeah. to view and that can be a little bit more specific. I'll be like, okay, yeah. And you prefer like uh, uh, guys with large peens, it sounded like? Um, that was a preference. They prefer me, but yeah, I'm not oh, mad at it. Oh, they prefer you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's like a mutual understanding yeah. there. What about you? Um, for me, I think I would like want someone that because I don't go out like I don't go out to clubs that's not like my thing I get like anxious and mm -hmm. stuff but I would want someone that would want to go out like to the movies or to do arcades or something like that like okay so like um, dates and stuff yeah but also something serious because I know a lot of people like on dating apps um they say oh let's hang out and this and that but they don't want to hang out they just want to hang out to like have but, sex yeah basically and like i'm not trying to wait when's the last that. time you went to the club i don't go oh you don't go at no. all okay. like the last time i went was a couple months ago but that's because my friend invited me but yeah i don't usually go out like okay it's not my okay area um madison i guess my preferences are someone who is very committed honest loyal in a relationship i feel like um they have all my attention, so I want to have their attention as well. And I don't really like when people cheat. Doesn't mean uh, my preference is for you not to cheat. Doesn't mean I'm going to contribute to cheating as mm -hmm. well. Um, but yeah. Um, I prefer I prefer a cute face, nice waist to hip ratio, um, emotionally stable. I can't do the highly neurotic women. Um, they're crazy. I like I like the sweet, innocent, and in, introverted types. Um, high in conscientiousness. I like a dutiful woman. Okay. Yeah. Mason. Yeah. Um, so she has to be a Christian, um, and not just by not just by name. Um, they actually have to live that out, and what that looks like is she has to uh, subscribe to what the Bible says. Um, is that a chino? Huh. A chino? A chino? Like a rhino, but a ch like Christian in name only? No. <laughs> you know, like sure. Republican in name? No. Yeah, I got you. Okay, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, a lot of people will claim Christ, but not live like it. Um, yeah, so I, I think uh, there will be, as Jesus said, there will be many on that day that say, Lord, Lord, did we not do all these things in your name? And he said, depart from me. Uh, you practice law lawlessness. And uh, I never knew you. So it's, but it's somebody who loves the Lord, subscribes to what he says and practices that. Um, so I, that's got to be there. Um, other than that, uh, she's got to be active. She wants, she's got to be uh, marriage minded. Um, so not sleeping around. I want her to save herself from marriage. If she had a past, I can work with that. Uh, Brian doesn't want me to, uh, to uh, lower my standards for that, but... Yeah, I'm but, uh, his. Um, I am your eternal wingman, Mason. Exactly. There's yes. some women who've previously attempted to convince you to, uh, you know, date women mm. who might not also be virgins. Exactly. Might they might be prostitutes? Even mm. that was a stretch. I feel like, but Mason, Brian is my gatekeeper. I am 
Any women out there, you want to get to Mason, you got to come through me. Yeah. Just not like you don't have to like sleep. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah that's weird. Not, could no, come no, off no, a little no, weird. Just like, that seems I, counterproductive. That would, that would be <laughs> just a little counterproductive. <laughs> you know, very counterproductive yeah. for Mason. But yeah. Mason, but you, if Mason, if you even come to me, you come to me with a woman who's not a mm. virgin. I got. Okay. I'm gonna. You're gonna sabotage it. I'm gonna clam block. All right. Or is that? <laughs> Oh boy! But yeah, I, I want her to be like I want her to desire to be a mother. I want to have a large family, so sure. she's got to have a similar <laughs> desire. He's got some good things. Um, yeah, I want her to uh, support, yeah. not support Two me financially. Virgins? He said Christian. Yeah. yeah. Would you I'm convert? I I need someone with a. I need somebody that actually has a like a basis for their moral standards. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, Farah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just be a preference. You make exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's got. <laughs> there's got to be some basis. Uh, but yeah, would, yeah. So I want someone to be able to build a home. Got to build a home. Yeah. If you can't build a home, what what you really got? And you can't build a home. Can is it going to be a townhome or two story? What? I, I want to add a couple things. All you do is say big peen, and I didn't get to say anything about intelligence or like if they can. You said if they family. could put it down good or something. <laughs> like, like yeah, led by you, but like there's other things to have. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like a big brain. Big brain. Yeah, being intelligent. That's good. That's always good. All right. So what? The, what I mean, you're married, of course, but uh, you know, when before you met your wife, what were you? Uh, what were you looking for in a in a partner? <laughs> Of what's referred to as a unicorn. So I was looking for somebody who had. Um, Wait, isn't a unicorn a, um, a lesbian that's added into a couple? Oh. Or a virgin, I, I think. I, I just learned that. Oh, or it could be a mythical rare creature. Which one do you think I was referring to? Why do we have to sexualize unicorns? Right, the mythical creature, right? Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't know. I don't know you. I don't, yeah, I get it. I get it. I just think. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So for me, my preference for a woman was somebody who prioritized duty over herself. And that's what the unicorn part is. I have, in most of my experience with women is that they do not prioritize duty mm -hmm. over what their own self-interest. What is duty? Conscientiousness? Oh, yeah. What is duty? Yeah. It would be a level of responsibility uh, that you would move towards over whatever your personal preferences were. Interesting, and you haven't been able to find women who do that. I feel like that's a special. Other than, found one. Other than yeah. my wife, my <laughs> wife has always prioritized duty over her own preferences and what it is that she wants. And if we were to really get into it, right? Like you might disagree with what I'm saying, but if you want to get into it, I can explain to you and probably reduce for you how likely in your situation you don't really believe in duty or responsibility, but most of your preferences just revolve around your sense of self and what it is that you want. I wouldn't argue with that, I'm single, um, but that's not how well, I function in a relationship. Well, what are your duties in a relationship? I guess it would depend on who my man is and what he's expecting. I would really like to get to know him and get to know what are the things that make him happy, but in general, I really like, um, you were talking about, I really like to cook for my man, I like to have him a place that, you know, he likes to come home to, love to be like a space that could uh, lift him up, enlighten him if he's going through a hard time, be that person he can talk to and encourage him, um, rub him down, you know, if he wants breakfast 3 a.m. and we're tired, I'm still gonna do those kinds of things. That's what I see, and then I guess if he's got any particular things that he wants and it's something that's feasible for me, and I love him, I'm gonna try to do it, yeah. Yeah, what about things that he might want you to do that you don't want to do? Yeah, we would try everything once. Yeah, well, no, I'm not talking about sexually. I'm not either. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so, so out in the world. So let's assume for a second that he tells you 
that he wants you to stop talking to your mother because okay. it's causing a serious issue inside of your relationship. Yeah. Uh, and you think that you talking to your mother is not causing a serious relationship or, or an issue in your relationship. Would you defer to him? Are we married? Yeah. I'm deferring to him. He's my husband. Okay. Always? It's my husband. I mean, hopefully we're at the place where if I am his wife, mm -hmm. we have a common understanding of communication where we respect each other. But yeah, I mean, he's the leader of the house. Okay. And why do you think he's the leader of the house? Oh, um, hopefully because he's providing and protecting. So what if he wasn't providing? He wouldn't, I wouldn't be in that situation. So I can't, I can't. I well, you could be where you're with a man I who can provide. Okay. But hang on. Just hear me out. Okay. So he's providing for you for a few years. And then he's in a situation where through whatever means he can't provide for you anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes. You would not put yourself in that situation? No, I mean, I'm already in that. Once I'm married, I right. need to do what I can do to keep that together. Yeah, okay. But if what if he couldn't provide for you anymore? Okay. Would you still stay with him? I would not be with a man who doesn't have the motivation to pick up. So if, yeah, he fell off for a little bit, I'm going to be right there to pick him up in any way, mm -hmm. um, knowing that it's not going to be like that forever. Because at the end of the day, I'm hoping to be able to carry children, and um, I won't be able to do both provide and carry children. Yeah, but what if he's maimed and he can't? He's maimed and he can't. I guess that we'll handle that when it happens. Yeah, but if he was, yeah. if he was maimed and he couldn't, Correct. would you prioritize him over you? I mean, I'd be taking care of him. I'd where's, be he where's he maimed? Sickness under health. Penis? Yeah, so he's is maimed in a way. What I'm, saying, what I'm saying is, is that he's maimed in a way oh where God, he can no longer provide for you. Yeah, that's the man. If I love him, like, oh obviously, I love to the soul, so it wasn't about the physical, which is why he was trying to point out, like, this. But for me, it's, it, there's more. There's more. Okay, there, yeah. so you would stay with him even if he couldn't provide for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, here's the thing, though. I'm going to be honest with you. If, if it was a situation where... Um, it changed who he was and I do mean I'd mean like sometimes people will go through catastrophic events and mm -hmm. who they are as a person completely changes and I feel like there's definitely an amount of time that I would give to help that person but if it event if it initially eventually came back to something that um, would destroy me mm -hmm. um, I've been in situations where I did let it destroy me I yeah. hope that I've grown right now to attract someone who wouldn't so your greater duty is to yourself um i guess i would i depend on the situation well in this situation you just yeah, said your greater I, duty is to you if it was something that was to destroy me i don't know because i just told you that I, i've let it destroy me in the past so i mean i'd like to think that i've grown out of that but maybe not but you just got done saying to me to be perfectly honest with you yeah if i knew that this was something that was going to destroy me correct you're going to exit the situation, right? And I also just stated to you that in the past, when I thought that I might have done that, I still let it destroy me. So I'm hoping that, yes, I would make that choice. But to, given given my past exam, uh -huh. my past um, history, that's not something that I would When do. it destroyed you in the past, did you leave the situation? Um, he got another girl pregnant. Did you leave the situation? I mean, it was at that point, I'm, the girl's calling me and she's, I mean, I didn't have a choice. That's Yeah, I, I, all the qualifiers, I'm just asking Those if are the you left the situation though. I, I didn't have a choice. Right, so based on the pattern of um, I, wait, when things destroy so you. When like your wife would, you, you leave her, you cheat on her and she's still gonna be like, I'm down? I'm saying that your wife's greatest priority as far as her duty goes, mm -hmm. is obeyance to her husband and taking care of her children and okay. taking care of her family is the priority. So your point right now is to prove that I'm not, I would not be duty. I would not have I, no, duty. No, it's not. I'm okay. not saying that you wouldn't be dutiful. Mm -hmm. That's not really what my preference here is. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is that the thing I look for 
is in a woman is somebody who has a greater duty to me than to her and i feel that's why i think it's a unicorn i agree (laughs) i I think that the way that you know that is by being shown it not by asking i don't know what that means what do you mean i think that was pretty self-explanatory the reason why you know that is because she's shown you that she's dutiful you're asking me if i would be dutiful those are two different things i can sit there and say one thing or the mm -hmm. other but my actions speak for me okay that's fair so i mean within the the confines of the point though i guess i'm just trying to kind of flesh out that that's what I'm after is a woman who prioritizes duty mm. over self. And to me, there's just almost none of them who, who do that. I feel like a lot of women I know that is the, our biggest problem is we put you guys before ourselves. And so it's interesting that you say that and, and, and teach their own, but that's what I feel like I've encountered a lot with my How are situation. they putting... The... I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, if you take just <laughs> divorce statistics um, and the amount of, like just cause divorces as opposed to no cause divorces so just like preference like this person is not making me happy the vast majority of divorces are happening by women because they're just not happy anymore lack of commitment so it's lack of commitment so it's i mean i i would say that the evidence suggests otherwise that most women don't want to be in a relationship because they're not happy and it's, they would rather prioritize their happiness over the health and uh, the health and growth of their family. And, so, and but wouldn't their happiness contribute to the health and happiness of the family? Hold on, and to speak to his point, you also said earlier, somebody who treats you like a princess. Mm-hmm. That tells you that's, that's what Andrew is referring to. What that's, is it? Because I didn't specify what that means. So what do you, you, you didn't, and I wanted to ask you what that meant, but that statement in itself somebody who treats me like a princess as opposed to you saying a guy that I want to be a wife for or oh yeah that was just a short and sweet thing I didn't get to delve into anything specific yeah okay but that's what that's what he that's what he's talking about though with the dutifulness and then with women talking about themselves like Mm -hmm. that statement is a a selfish statement it's a self-centered statement statement. is selfish but it wasn't neglecting it's like saying like oh black lives matter me no no other matters no other things matter it's like no i wasn't stating that i wouldn't treat someone like a king it's just that i would like someone who also treats me like a princess she was making a comparison wait what are we talking about she was making a comparison to what she said something about Black Lives Matter. You heard BLM and you perked up. Yeah. Oh my God! I thought you were talking about my nonprofit organization, the Big Labia yeah. Matters. Speaking of, I think I should share my preferences yes. and standards. That was a good point, by the way. Here, and I've written a bunch of notes because I don't want to forget because it's a very long and exhaustive list of all the things that I want. So let's see here. First off, let's talk about race. Any race is fine, but slight preference. For Asian women and white women. I'm just going to be honest, that's my preference. Uh, I don't know if you guys play World of Warcraft. There's like best in slot. I, okay, never mind. I probably when shouldn't go white there. women, you mean white looking women? What's, that's a good question. what's the difference? Well, I'm You're talking like Latina. Well, I'm like, mixed. Like Hispanic. So I'm, like I, my skin color is black. What, and how do you I'm identify? Black woman and how, do you, my how do you identify? Is, I, can, I identify. Your, as your experience is a white woman. No, my experience is of a black woman. But oh. being raised, but you're half. I was raised by a white woman, okay. and I also understand that experience and what that is. Oh. And so I'm also because I'm literally half. I'm also 
a white woman. Like I don't have the experience. You throwing your hat not. into the ring here. I mean, I'm just saying. I know people <laughs> come at me with that because I don't have the I don't have that experience. But I, yeah. to an extent, I know the experience, but I don't have that myself. I don't think he cares about the experience. I'm saying looks. But I'm saying so what they look looks. like. Okay. For primary looks. Don't get me wrong. I'll date. Doesn't care about the heritage. I'll date a black woman. I'll date a you know Latina woman. I'm just saying, slight preference, ever so slight, very sm very small preference. Uh, petite, fun size, short women. Uh, the shorter, the better. What size is that? Five four. That's too tall. Is that tall? It's a bit tall for me. I'm, that's tall for you. Her height oh, needs right. to start with four. You did say you four. like little people. How tall are you? <laughs> he six did feet. say that last okay. season. He, I mean, uh, last six foot one, six foot one ish. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to say that. Yeah. Uh, Wait, you actually are you serious? Yeah, he does. He's I prefer. It. The sh short women. No, what she just said. Yeah. Oh, what did you say? You said you like little people last season, last session. Last I whatever. would. It's not. It's not so much that I. I you said you would I get with a dwarf? <laughs> you said a yes. Preference. I would get a with time. a dwarf. I'll get with a dwarf. You have a preference anybody, for that? A little bit. It's not. A, it's not that. that I have a pre. I don't have a preference for dwarves. I'm saying I would. I would date a woman who is a dwarf. Oh, okay. But I'll also date a woman who's got appropriate, like nor normal proportions. <laughs> who's also like four foot five. <laughs> what? Okay. What's that? There's there's like four four foot nine women who are I just, just like when people say put this around normal. No, normal. It's their respect. It's well, no, but like but but there's yeah. there's like if you you can you can be short and considered legally a dwarf or a, what are they quoting? I don't know. Quotes? What the, well, huh? General term. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes what I. What are you quoting? I, I have uh, what, what's that thing dwarf. that um, the the guy from Back to the Future has? Tourette's. I don't know. Uh, Michael, what's his name? Michael, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. I think I. That's probably what's going on. I probably shouldn't joke about that, but okay. Um, Wait, what? What? Don't worry about it. Um, is it? What is? It, what is? Okay, never mind. Uh, so short women, natural body supremacist. And obviously, I care about hygiene and grooming, but strong preference for no plastic surgery, no makeup, no sense perfumes. Uh, yeah. You know, I wonder. Yeah. Uh, that last part, because I heard you say that the last show. Which one? The the no plastic surgery or anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that because you think that that of that is a sign of vanity? Yes. Well, there's a few reasons. There's you, a few reasons. You but said you prefer it because of vanity because you don't like the way it looks and feels. Well, no, not huh. vanity on his end. No, but, I know. But he's looking at it. Mm. Well, wait, wait! Can't reason. we apply your same double standard objection to, to, to your double you can, standard I'm here? He's lying if he's saying that right, wait, wait! No, we can just apply Farah's double just, standard okay, application here, right? He's not not attracted to women who get plastic surgery because of vanity. He just personally doesn't like the look because it's uncanny. Well, no, well, he there's, said there's that a few it's, reasons. He said vanity. What are the reasons, Brian? Tell us all. Oh man. Okay. I mean, where do I even begin? Well, don't For, tell about purely one. aesthetic. So purely aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> suddenly you were to say a long story. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be very long. Um, I do think that. Somebody who's inclined to get plastic surgery that that could be prox proxy for mental illness, and mm. I don't really want to date somebody who's mentally ill. No, like no offense or anything, but uh, I'd rather. So no women. Is that a thing? <laughs> Did you say no Good women? One. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, what? Is there actually any correlation between cosmetic surgery of and mental illness? Of course, there's. There is a little. Of bit, course, yeah. there's correlation. Oh, okay. Well, because you're essentially asking. suffering from body dysmorphia. dysmorphia. Yeah. Yeah. You're so you're so unsatisfied and with your outward-facing physical appearance that you're going to spend yeah. tens of thousands of dollars. That you're going to uh, undergo anesthesia, which, my granted, I most plastic surgeries 
occur without any issue. However, anytime you go under anesthesia, there is a risk of potential uh, long-term damage or even death. So to me, unless a surgery is absolutely medically indicated and necessary for you to simply go under the knife for purely cosmetic reasons, I think is, to me, would be evidence of body dysmorphia. Although I suppose you could argue that you might not be suffering from body dysmorphia, but a woman sees some sort of economic yeah. benefit for like, okay, if I yeah, get fake, or I, if I get fake boobs, then that could uh, help me in my career or doing like OnlyFans or in dating too. Yeah. She might not necessarily have body dysmorphia. She just might look at it from like, okay, this might help my odds. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't um, date someone with BD even if they didn't get cosmetic surgery, like they just had an ED, but we're all natural and stuff. Had a what? Eating or disorder? Like body Yeah, so you wouldn't date someone who has body dysmorphia, but is all natural for the same reason, because it's mentally ill. I, would I not? Hmm. Like they have body dysmorphia. But, but they, they haven't don't. had plastic surgery. Uh, I suppose it depends the severity of the impact on their day-to-day -day life. I mean, if it's if they have it, but they, it's not otherwise interfering with their life or with the relationship, I don't think that that necessarily would um, be an be an issue. Um, acted on, yeah. I, I think, acted on uh, mental illness by getting the plastic surgery that would be. But like, what about like an acted on ED? If this is TOS, you can tell me. Eating disorder? I think that's. I think it's fine to talk about that. I would assume. Okay. I don't know. At, so you mean like bulimia? Yeah. Is that acted on? That. I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. yeah. I would say that's that. What I, was asking. I suppose that would be a red flag. Okay. Because I feel like there, there's other there's other things that are lingering in the shadows. <laughs> typically, I mean. Like, so, yeah. so when you're talking about the vanity portion. This was my the question I was yeah. getting at earlier. I was curious about. Is it because you think that if they're prioritizing for vanity, that that's a sign that they're not going to prioritize for you? In in the sense that it's very self centered. Mm -hmm. mm. uh, I've never thought about it like that, but that's that's actually a a good point. Um, I just I like modest women, and so. Uh, hyper focus on one's own appearance to the point that you're going to spend tens of thousands of dollars and undergo dangerous and unnecessary surgery. That's a hyper focus on one's own appearance. It seems like that would be something that would lead them to prioritize maybe themselves. Yes. Over you, right? Yeah. And, it, and just on its own, aside from whether they're prioritizing themselves or me, I just don't find it an attractive personality trait, just va uh, vanity. I prefer modesty. I, I much more prefer modesty, both in personality and in appearance. So, so uh, I have a question, yeah. and I'm just just out of curiosity. Sure. So it seems like you seem to deem that more so on the decision than anything. So mm -hmm. if you met someone and mm -hmm. got like semi into it, you know, three six months in, yeah. found out they had pretty invasive surgery, but had supernatural results, and you had no mm -hmm. idea, would that impact your desire to stay in that relationship? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Well, I I think I have I have fake titty vision, so. <laughs> well, I mean, so, I mean, it's so, been then, surprisingly so then is, accurate, is it I the boob job that's the issue, or like okay, sure, have rhinoplasty, sure. jawline, chin implants, yeah, it, filler. fill, fillers of all kinds? Like I don't like I don't like any of it. Obviously, though, there's 
I would say there are some procedures that are more invasive than others right. and that tend to change. But there are amazing appearance. plastic surgeons and new to surgeries all the time. So is it is it plastic surgery as the concept or the boob job? Yeah, it's not. Well, I, it's. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's everything. I wouldn't even say. So, like, when you think about what he's saying, mm-hmm. right? If you take a woman, let's say she was a bad burn victim, okay? Right. She well, goes that, and, that's and, a, yeah, she goes and gets you plastic surgery, right? Right. The reason. He wouldn't probably wouldn't mind that if like there was a burn on the arm and then you know skin grafts and all this and plastic surgery right because really he's prioritizing towards the vanity it's like there's something here i don't prefer it it looks fake it is fake but it's maybe it's sending off other signals at the same time and that's totally understandable i guess like what i'm just curious about more than anything is if you're so focused on the like mental decision factor, which is valid, that's that, I think that's really valid. Um, but if you're focused on that, then you find out it's something that isn't the boob job or a burn victim or an extremity, but it was just someone who simply was like, I don't like my chin, here's a chin implant, but you can't mm. tell because things like that can appear natural if done right. expertly. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's the degree the one thing that would occur to me is okay well i think both men and women will select partners to some degree based perhaps to a great degree based on physical attractiveness Mm -hmm. so there's a misrepresentation there and obviously i think one of the reasons whether this is something that's conscious or subconscious the way in which we find people attractive one of the things that's a thought process there is what are our kids gonna look like and so and so if there's some and I think there's been stories about this of people who've had excessive amounts of plastic surgery. In Asia, there was a guy who sued his wife. His wife. Of that. I think mm-hmm. there might have been a story that came out that that was a hoax. hoax? But, oh, okay. But it, it certainly could be the case that the woman's had so much plastic <laughs> surgery that she's just moving in the world so deceptively that not only is it going to have an, an impact on your attractiveness to her, but if you're looking to have children with her, yeah. um, because why do we ultimately find physical beauty attractive? And I think, aside from our own selfish reasons, uh, from physical, from from a physical attractiveness level, is we're going to have physically well, attractive fine. children mm-hmm. who will be more cape, who are will maneuver through the world perhaps was, better if they're more I, physically I, attractive. And so I definitely can see that. But I guess the, side, the, to right? go back yeah. to my original yeah. question, yeah. I was just curious: Would that be a big like potential deal breaker or? Uh-huh. Uh, diversion in a relationship three to six months in because that's a very fragile time where there's emotional involvement but there still can be fallout very frequently from those types of like missed signals so would that be a either hard deal breaker or Mm -hmm. potential deal breaker well the most egregious forms they're probably not going to like that term but the most egregious forms of plastic surgery so i would say uh breast implants bbl and lipo um, Guys, there I just saw one on TikTok where this guy got what? his knees and now he's taller. Just throwing that out there. I don't think men should the, the height. Crazy <laughs> yeah, but that's so when you're talking about offspring, crazy like days. let's say I fall in love with this guy thinking right. he's six yeah. feet tall. No, but yeah. I think exactly. Then I get, I, I get I, your tie. Wait, what? Oh. No, but I, I, if, if that, if a woman objected to a man, uh, because uh, women are attracted to tall men, they hope that their children are tall. I don't tall. think that I, I don't know if I. Oh, would. you wouldn't mind? I mean, here's the thing. I think men would I'm not having to marry my kid, so I don't do. know that I would care. Like, I would, I, don't know. I would actually argue though that that women, like, if you found out a guy had, I think plastic surgery is far less accepted in men than it is in women. So, for example, uh, and I, the, there's obviously different 
uh, cosmetic surgeries that men undergo, but like the one I could maybe think of is like, what if a guy, and it, it frankly doesn't look realistic at all, but they get the injections. This, yeah, oh their gosh. arms. Synthol, what's it yeah. called, Mason? Do you know what it's called? I don't know what it's called, but it's essentially oil. They they inject it into your biceps so your arms look yeah. bigger. There's so also arms? the, the oh, thing. Or just terrible. the implants. Awesome. They've got actually implants. Nasty. Yeah, and I, there's this old, it's like 20-year-old MTV documentary where this guy was insecure about his calves. Yeah, I saw calf it. Implants. I saw it. Yes. I forgot what that show was called. I can't remember like, what it was. <laughs> But I'm sure a lot of women would like clown on that. Like you got fucking. I don't know that I would clown it. I don't know that I would necessarily know when I saw it. But when I saw it, I would be like. Yeah, "Hmm." but but to go back to your point, like the most egregious one. So for me, I think that's. I mean, maybe there's a few. The type of surgery seems to be a factor for you, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if she's had like, if she had had a deviated septum and got a rhinoplasty, I well, first off, that would be medically indicated. And and that's not even on that table then. but But yeah. And that's a fairly the the shift. The shift, even if it's uh, cosmetic rhinoplasty, yeah, the the actual change in your physical appearance isn't right. that significant. But like, when it comes to fake tits, BBL, lipo, I think, I think it's probably in the order of BBL being the most invasive. Right. Uh, that would be. What about teeth? Oh, Everyone's uh, getting their teeth nowadays too. Veneers. 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 Yeah. I don't. I don't like veneers. That one. That would make me yeah, mad. Veneers. I don't know about the knee thing so much, but if if I don't know that you had that, I didn't have that choice. I would want to know. Don't that. they have to grind your teeth down? Sometimes for they veneers? do. Sometimes they don't. It, they have different ways of doing it. Yeah. I believe. Are you I suggesting like, like, uh, uh, like braces or? Oh. Wait, what? I don't know. But I guess braces is kind of the same thing, though. But you can't make them white when they're like not yeah, white. Yeah, braces yeah, yeah, yeah. is more more akin to like getting a bone set, right? I just don't think I would get in. I mean, I I don't want to say it's a hundred percent a deal breaker because, yeah. I mean, I would have to meet the woman and she's wonderful, but she had like a had or has fake breasts. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I just think it's there's a lot of fish in the sea, and just somebody who has plastic surgery, it's a suboptimal dating choice. Right. It's not 100% for, a deal breaker, yeah. but like generally speaking, I certainly don't gravitate gravitate towards women with like BBLs and and fake tits. Like I much prefer like I'd much prefer a girl who has like an A cup than like big fake titties. So yeah, yeah. Not, flat that's even. totally flat. you're right. I just no I guess titties. I was just curious because you seemed to be really invested in the mental part of making oh, that decision okay. and that. And like I said, I can see the validity in that. I mean, I'm I'm pro do whatever the hell you want. Like if you want plastic surgery, get it, you know, yeah. in, in terms for me. And it wouldn't be too much of a deal breaker. Like if I found out I was dating a man who got like hairline surgery or like the brutes, like for me, that wouldn't be a deal breaker either um, or things like that. Uh, I just, cause I just think like if you want to do something to um, make you feel better or improve yourself, that's your right. But it's also your right to choose not to date someone if they did that for whatever reason. Well, I think I think we as men have a duty to... Because uh, I, I think both men and women, but more so women, have been sold this lie by advertisers that you ought to look a certain way. You need to buy a certain foundation and a certain lip gloss. And a, you need to, you know, get look like Kim Kardashian, you need to have this hourglass figure, whatever. I think advertisers <laughs> have women chasing a aesthetic and a physique that is very costly or just not attainable. And uh, I think we as men have a duty to fight back against the corporate greed from the cosmetic industry and the 
I suspect the billion dollar uh, plastic surgery industry because we as men are protectors and I think protection doesn't just just mean like some immediate physical threat but also threats of mind and body not just immediate um, like not just an immediate threat if somebody's trying to mug you but like okay how is the world trying to to damage women to the point where they feel compelled to go under anesthesia get these dangerous and unnecessary unnecessary and expensive medical procedures uh, for purely aesthetic and cosmetic and uh, vanity reasons. So I think we as men have a duty to uh, protect women from let me, that. Let me ask you something now. now I'm just curious. Yeah, sure. Let's say you had a daughter and she was a four. A, a hard looks four. like a four? Yeah, she was a four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she had really low self-confidence, okay? And it was yep. like eating her up. And you knew through a series of cosmetic surgery that that would increase her to like a seven or an eight. Okay, mm-hmm. and her confidence would shoot up, and she'd be more likely to attract a mate, right? Like a good high status mate. With what, plastic surgery? Yeah, well, if it mm-hmm. shot her up to a seven or an eight. Her mind from would a still four, be a four, though. Would you, would you recommend that she, well, no, her no, mind that, would still be that, four. Mm, I don't know. There's a lot of women, a lot of women I've met who've had a bunch of work, and suddenly they think they're hot shit. But <laughs> let's just say, you know, it sh- shoots her up to a seven or an eight. Would you recommend she do it? If she came to you and said, well, you know, I have confidence issues, this kind of thing. It's not clear to me, though, if, because. That it would shoot her that, up that, to a seven or eight? Well, not even that, but like. It would fix her confidence? Like really a girl who's a four, but she has fake titties is still a four. Yeah, yeah but like, she was able to get a system of um, she got, different types of plastic but, surgery. Like, but, but, like, I don't know. Like maybe I just have, maybe, maybe I have a different view, but I, I've asked a lot of men on the show. Like, I think most, like, lip filler looks mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Fake tits, I, I don't know. It doesn't look, I don't really like it, whatever. Um, I, I just, I don't know. Like, the, the lipo belly does not, I'd prefer a girl with a little belly fat then lipo belly it looks weird like and these girls that i don't know if there's a procedure to something in the would you so you would kind of like tell her stay a four you think what i st- or would i tell I her to stay i don't know i wouldn't he's would necessarily say, rating his daughter i would say first off i intend to to uh <laughs> to breed with with a uh yeah i get a it very attractive I get it. I get it i get it um no 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 but uh i would encourage her that that there will be a man who will find her beautiful and attractive and sexy the way she is. And not to do any of that shit. And you don't need to do yeah. any of that. And yeah, I think uh, that's well, the right answer. I mean, I, and yeah. I, I, what I would say, what I would say also is, hey, uh, you can make yourself more physically attractive. Uh, get in the gym. Yeah, like, there, that's what I was get, about to get, say. Get like a nice, you can get a, a very attractive body. I mean, face, there's not much you can do, but uh, obviously grooming, hygiene, yeah. but get in the gym. I mean, because you like, know what's crazy is, uh, and I know you, I know you want to yeah, come yeah. in, Mason. I'll just finish this no, point really it, quick. A lot of women spend so much time on their beauty through like makeup and getting manicures and all this stuff, and they spend a lot of money like buying makeup and shit. And I think like you, you could. Order you could improve your physical attractiveness orders of magnitude more, and probably spend less money by just going to the gym. Like you, uh, you guys want to cheat with your beauty. You want to cheat, and let me just put on the face of makeup. No, just like 
get in the gym. <laughs> like you say, no, yeah. cheat with beauty as if well, the gym so, is the only thing that can make you beautiful. Well, the the I gym is have... probably the most powerful tool that can make you beautiful. Like to so personally, you. no, no, just so personally. Well, just like so before I started getting really into the gym, I would say I was probably around like I was pretty average, like five and a half, six. I mean, I I got an okay looking face. I'm an average looking dude. But then when I got in the gym, like all of a sudden that just changed. Double bicep? Can we see? Double bicep? For Hercules, Fuck. Hercules. Myron. I just but, think that oh sorry. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah. And I think so with the gym comes I think something subconscious that happens in someone who sees somebody go that goes the gym, to the gym. But like when I'm sitting in the gym and let's say I'm sitting in the sauna steam room and I'm like relaxing and I'm sitting next to a guy who's got a physique like you mm. and I look down at his toenail and it looks like haggardly haggard. Mm. I don't give a F oh. about his body. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it kind of well, like misses the point. <laughs> well, so we're missing, okay, we're missing the point. So, okay. Well, think about it this way. You like, go to the so gym when, and not have their disgusting yeah. toenails, that's right? That's true, but I'm just <laughs> so, saying okay. that's not the only well, thing that can make So generally beautiful, when... Right? Like, so if we're going to speak in like the majority of cases, so someone, a, a population of people that go to the gym, there is something subconscious that happens in people who see them where like they earn... But you're earn, saying that you well, can tell so, okay. someone goes to the gym by looking at them. You wouldn't look at me and be like, oh, she goes well, to the okay. gym. Well, okay. No, that's true. That, we wouldn't. That's true. But I do. So, no, okay, but... So people who who go to the gym follow a a well-designed <laughs> program. No. No, I didn't think okay, so. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that, but absolutely there is not. something about like and you the, should because I don't. Right? But it's that's not, the point. But I'm tell you you're that supposed not, to be able to tell because I don't look. Know. It's not the way. It's the energy. You're literally your skin. <laughs> what the fuck? It's the it's your skin. It wouldn't be just like your visite because I see dad bods. There's all kinds of different bodies that go to the gym. 100. Uh percent -huh. I can tell by just. Like the way you're moving, the way you're carrying yourself, your skin radiate. It's not. I don't know what any of that shit what? means. Well, that's some of the things that come from the gym as well. When you're like going, if I go out, the, the, sweat, the sweat clears out your your skin. You're yeah. gonna have more so, radiance. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So okay. This, this goes this goes exactly into my point. So there's something that is hard earned by putting in hard work. So when you go to I the agree. gym. I I do like gym. I get what you're saying. Exactly. Like when See, I go to the gym, I'm like, so, even okay. their mindset is like in a better place. Well, yeah, so obviously, yeah. I mean, just mindset alone, it's like one and a half times more effective than uh, drugs. Happier people. Exactly. Yes, I agree. So the gym provides all of these positive benefits. Out. We don't have to call it the gym. Okay, so uh, yeah, working out. So it provides all of these benefits, like just simply cosmetically as well. like. And so your attitude, your confidence, you do stuff that is difficult to do, like that, sh that you, people perceive that and they see it. And that is something that's hard earned. And there's something subconscious that happens in somebody where it, if I was to look at somebody who bought all of their physical attributes, so BBL, lipo. But those people are in or, the gym too. We see Well, okay, that. so, so, but Wait, somebody who's doing that generally is like, okay, I want to get this quick. I just want to solve this problem immediately. Or they think that's not something they can attain. Like mm -hmm. some people just are not going to have ass. They're cheating. It's cheating. Some people are well, just not going to have lips. You can't work your lips out. Well, well they're so be happy with your lip. Be happy with your small You should be happy lip. with your body and just try to be healthy. It always kind of moves towards anytime we're talking these generalities. Kind of moves towards an extreme. Towards the outlier. It's yeah. always a move towards the outlier. It's like in, so it's, yeah, the general like population it's just a way to not yeah. kind of engage with what's being said. It's like Should obviously the spirit of what's being said is 
if you go to the gym, for most people, it's going to improve your appearance. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that, right? Yeah. Because even if it's not necessarily about weight loss, you know, muscle muscle distribution, That's what you're saying. Your, like your, your ability confidence. to be more active, like there are other factors. Um, I think a healthy way of looking at going to the gym is just about being um, consistent yeah consistent maintenance like yeah i mean if, if you have goals for weight loss great then that's what you should do also yes. I, I, another thing with the whole plastic surgery thing is like if this is going to be a long-term partner and if she's expecting you to provide like this is going to be a much higher maintenance woman than a woman who is not particularly vain the, the upkeep on her is going to be much higher for example my understanding when it comes to breast implants for example you're going to need those replaced I think at minimum two or three times in your lifetime. <coughs> so that's, you're gonna need- you, Aren't you, you the 50-50 guy? Huh? Don't you go 50-50 on dates? Well that- we That can chick get, is not going on a get, date with you, Brian. What are you talking anyways, about? Anyways, like she's just not gonna go on a date with you anyways. You don't I'm have to not, worry about her maintenance because she's already gonna know from date number one- when I'm you fine to 50, with 50-50, but I'm also fine but she's to, not gonna be, not wait, if she's gotta get mean? breast implants every five years, she's gonna look for someone who's gonna pay for everything. Which is precisely date. why I would, I even, but even so if I was, let's, him. let's say I was inclined and I do think I'm, I actually am okay. Like I'd be okay with a stay at home wife, mm -hmm. but I'd, I would also be okay if she wanted to work and I would be okay with that. Mm -hmm. uh, however, should I, sorry, I lost my, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. So, oh, she, she would be high maintenance, right? So, okay. So what's the cost of a, you know, you need to get the breast redone. Okay. That's 10,000 a pop. And then she's going to want other shit. She's going to want, like, I don't give a fuck. You know, like for me, for a girl, you don't need fake nails. You don't need to wear makeup. You don't need any plastic surgery. You don't need to wear perfume. You don't need like nothing. Do not give a fuck. I don't uh, like perfume. What is that about? I kind of, I don't like, I don't like the scent. It's, it can be overpowering. So like it the lingers. Are, are more attractive. No, no, it's just I don't like it. First <laughs> well, off, you're gonna some have women... pheromones or perfume. So what do you mean, no? Wait, what? Pheromones are like That's your just... natural body smell. I don't even. Most... Well, no, he's not talking about things like women wearing deodorant, things like that. He, deodorant talking. He's talking about like whore musk. You know what I mean? No, what is whore musk? Whore musk. <laughs> it's I like, just don't um, like perfume. I yeah, just you don't walk, like perfume. So you're walking through. Actually, perfume This happens good. at restaurants. Okay. No, I'm talking okay. perfume. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you'll, be walking like through, you'll be walking oh through a restaurant. God. Everyone didn't want to hear the story. You're just put off by the strong yeah. smell. There's it, some chick will walk and by I have and you'll be like, oh, allergies. So she's instantly whore musk. I have allergies. It tends to linger. That's whore musk. I don't like the smell. That's whore musk. Because she's a woman and she's got a smell. No, oh, no, no, don't no, worry no, about no. It's the perfume. <laughs> There's think, a specific I think perfume. They're saying that if they put like too much. Yeah. Or, you He's know? saying at all. He don't want it. I don't. No, I don't want any yeah, perfume. No. Look, obviously, grooming, hygiene, very important. If you deodorant's fine, but I do not like. Uh, I don't like perfume. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, let's talk a little bit about personality traits, though. I've talked a lot about physical. So, uh, let's see. I like women with. Well, this is kind of physical. Women with nice voices. I like uh, I like women with soft, nice pleasant, okay. soft, pleasant voices. Uh, let's see. Oh, personality. Okay, uh, I would say moderate preference for introverted women. Quiet, calm, soft-spoken. A little bit shy, a little bit nerdy. Modesty is huge. I don't like women with like big, big egos who are super vain, divas. Got to be the main character. What's that? Got to be the main character. Me. No, I'm saying like women who want to be the main, oh, yeah, yeah. Main, main character syndrome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brings me peace, doesn't quarrel, doesn't party, doesn't drink, doesn't do drugs, doesn't go to bars or clubs, low body count, no current or past promiscuity, undivided romantic and sexual attention, the earlier the better. Uh, I, for some reason I wrote down has a praise king. Isn't that a mark of promiscuity though? <laughs> Wait, what is it? If 
if you they give you the undivided sexual attention and they do it quickly. No, I meant well undivided. <laughs> so it's not it's not so much the the rapidity right. with which they give it, but when I say undivided romantic and sexual attention, what that that's more so pointing towards. They're not giving it to other guys. Anybody but him at the first like, date. And there's not like, much talking phases, you mean? Immediately. Like, he's a unicorn, basically. Even, oh, even if I haven't met her. So it's like, the <laughs> assumption is that like most women will give their attention to multiple guys. He just wants a girl that will give it like one at a time. Yes, essentially, yes. But okay. if she sleeps with you early on, isn't that a good, yeah. it's <laughs> a good signal it that... Could, it could... It's I, like if you had I to guess. Think. If you had to guess, no. Well, you're actually, a man. I don't actually think. <laughs> I actually don't think the quickness with which a woman sleeps with you necessarily is an indicator. Yeah, I get it necessarily. Prom- promiscuity. Yeah, I get necessarily. But if you had to bet, but in the general population, Compa- comparing say a woman who sleeps with you on the first date versus a woman who does it by the second, even does it by the second? Yeah, even if they do it by the second. Like if you were to bet about. If you were to take bets on the women who won't sleep with a man over an elongated period of time versus those who jump right into bed with them very quickly, mm-hmm. if you had to bet on the oh, past promiscuity, sure. you would say that it's it would a good be sign, yes. Right? It would definitely be more okay. likely. It would be more likely, but uh, yeah, you know. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, we're still doing your preferences. Yeah, yeah. So there's a long list. <laughs> I told you it was long. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, a girl a who helps me in my mission. A girl who's attentive. A girl who scratches my back. Are I you like... advertising right now, or is this related? <laughs> no, this is a, this guys, is an extended this, this is uh, dating profile. He had his written down. So I'm not that picky to, like, though. I'm really not that picky. I, you know, I'm not. Maybe we should just turn I'm not that picky. Have, like, a All right, spotlight. let me read a couple chats here. I got to read a couple chats. We have. Oh, we love Cranix. Salute to the true hero of this podcast, the hardest working and long suffering, the Chad, the one, the only, the absolute unit of a chair. Hi. <laughs> Who's I don't that? Care. Who, they're, they're, what they're chair? My chair. My chair. No, <laughs> <laughs> I did that totally whooshed yeah, over. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right, Cranix. All right, um, we have. Stephen, you guys have really good chairs in here. Stephen, are they? They're okay. Uh, Stephen Carrera, no such thing as ec- ethical. S work, the the women and their worldviews caused by indoctrination and brainwashing via the global satanic death cult. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. These women need Jesus. Andrew, you are a warrior of truth. Christ is king. Fortunately, he stepped out yeah. here for a sec, but I'll let him know you said that. Thank you, uh, Stephen Carrera. Uh, save that one. And then we have Octo, kind lady. Aren't your dating preferences themselves based off of the consequences of those actions? Oh, I, I guess that's directed at you. I, I can look at the consequences of it without saying that it has to do with morality. Like you could be a consequentialist with yeah. something outside of, of course ethics. You don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this yeah, is too. This is too big, you were changing this is too shirts. Big brain for me. I don't. <laughs> you got into three different outfits during there. Little. Yeah. All right, forward. we have Goblin here. What in the Gorlock? Be careful, she might eat the hoe next. What? Oh. Oh. Are we talking about me because I'm hungry? Are you? Are you just playing dumb on his like? What? Are you playing dumb on purpose? What do you mean playing dumb? They meant hostess. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> they, they're not even, Wait, they're talking about me anyways. What? I'm the hungry one. No, Don't shoot the messenger. Actually, this is actually isn't, a little I, bit, I, I'm like, dumb. lost in the head sometimes. What the fuck, Madison? How are you going to throw me under the bus like no, that? No, I'm supporting Oh, okay, you're supporting yeah. me? Wait, I'm lost about what? <laughs> By telling him he's special. Yeah. <laughs> what? He, I love that. Uh, don't shoot the messenger. I'm I'm forced to read these. I mean, these guys, yeah, yes, you are. But these, I mean, I don't like I said, I don't engage with people that are that's committed fine. to misunderstanding me. Wait, me? 
No, the commenter. Oh my God, sorry. I'm like. Like if if all if all someone's. I have a room temperature IQ. Okay, leave me alone. It's like a gross fat person. I have no interest. It's kind of in like trying to prove my humanity or like prove my existence or my worth because I know my worth. So yeah, I mean you got to read your free super chats. They paid you. Good job. Funds the show, right? Period. I have a button. I mean, I'd have to care to be offended. Let's read more. Is there more? <laughs> I'd have to be. I'd have to care to be offended. Yeah. I like it when they leave messages. <laughs> Fuck, I can't find it. Whatever. Hey, Andrew, this one came up. Uh, Andrew, you are a warrior of truth, Christ is king. Uh, yeah, king of kings. Boom. And lord of lords. Boom. I'm not getting into a contest, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm just finishing the Bible verse. (laughs) I've got some questions. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, we'll do Twitch. Guys, go to twitch.tv slash whatever. Drop us a follow and a prime sub. Hey, Madison, can you uh, thank all of those followers or sorry not the the primes Arkino, thank you for the <laughs> why are the names so weird like how do i even you got pronounce it you got it these? you got this like thank you for the prime tier oh, wait, one. that was a yeah that was a tier one burn your wishes thank you for the prime In- angel of war thank you for the prime twist thank you for the resub killer thank you for the resub premature whoa okay <laughs> thank you for the prime oh Jorb. God. thank you for the prime shadows <laughs> thank you for the thank tier one the thank tier you guys twitch.tv slash whatever drops a follow drops a prime sub i had a question i want to go around on this does anybody here have or previously have had a roster oh god oh yeah yeah especially when i was i i had so i didn't really go to college but when i was 27 i had like what i would consider my party phase oh, absolutely yeah. Part, party phase yeah I went to like yeah. um, different like BB- BBW parties in, oh, uh, when I lived right. in Georgia. Okay, I got some yeah. notes on that. I think. Um, <laughs> what's uh, what's BBW? Uh, that stands for Big Beautiful Woman. It was originally started as a porn category and eventually was co-opted as just like an identif- uh, an identifier that fat women, some fat women use. I used to. I don't anymore. They have parties for that. Um, they well, do like for people cap- who like, are them and people who like them. Yeah. Okay, mm. so. Uh, you had a roster. So what uh, what was the size of the roster? Depended. Um, Into the, the point where I got, I got, oh, it depended on the, on the situation in the beginning. It was a bit longer. But, um, like, when I was living in Georgia at the time, I had my own place. Were you in Atlanta? Uh, close. I was, like, North Metro Atlanta, like, okay. right on the outskirts. Yeah, yeah. But I would go down to different events in the Atlanta area um, all the time. But, okay. um yeah, I was like, it was during my first breakup. Like I mentioned, me and my ex who broke up for nine months. That was yeah. during 2019, and um, <coughs> well, so what? That was like yeah, when well, I first really co-opted. Like I mentioned earlier, the get under to get over. It didn't work the first time, so I don't know why I tried it again. Well, how big? How big was the roster? Two guys, three guys, four guys, a couple. Was, you said you're bi, right? So maybe a couple. Yeah, girls I or? mean, well, that was when I explored my sexuality. Yeah. So I, I did hook up with a couple girls. Um, but, uh, eh. Five guys? I would say, I would probably say it was anywhere between, like, What, Madison, what are you doing? I'm just, like, getting delusional right now. I haven't had much to eat today. There's whatever cookies over there. Thank you. There's still whatever cookies. Yeah, I mean, there was a few people, but for me, it was more, like, situationship. Um, but I yeah. was I was just kind of like way too casual. I was I was I was like doing stuff that I would never do now. I had my moment. I 
learned my what was your moment what is your moment um well so some of the parties were like regular parties but some of them were swinger parties okay how was that fun but problematic (laughs) that's the best way to answer it shortly well how many how many uh because i I, in my notes here you i think you mentioned bbw poly parties sex Mm -hmm. parties um how many of these parties would you say you went to just so a couple or was, like regular. This was over the span of six months. When I was in the thick of it, they had basically parties every other weekend. Okay. And you would go pretty much uh, every yeah, other For week. about at least four months I did. Four yeah. months. I mean I didn't always do something at the party. But you'd go. But it would depend like on yeah. if I had invited people I was I already knew there or if I met someone at, yeah. whatever happened. At these yeah. parties, do people typically just like will they hook up? Maybe they don't hook up at all, but if they do hook up, is it with <coughs> just one person or will they like sleep um, with like multiple people? Person. Like for example, you did you ever hook up with like two dudes in a night or three dudes in a night? Yeah. <laughs> More. Yeah. More. I there's a specific high number for the the most I did in one night, but let's hear it. Um. <laughs> You got it. I haven't talked about this stuff in it's such a long tea. time. You got it. I just want to, before I go into this topic, sure. I do want to say this isn't who I currently am. Totally I'm fine. I'm talking about a past totally, version of myself that totally fine. would not make these decisions now, but at one night, 10. <gasps> was that Girl, like an intentional it. goal? Like you went in? No, it actually was like... kind of accidental. I just like, I was, I was very laissez-faire about life at the mm-hmm. time. And yeah. um, it was something where I had been like, I felt very repressed, and like my first real relationship lasted eight years. I had one before that, but it only lasted five months. And so, when we or at the time, I'm sorry, it would have been about six, but six years. This but was after your eight-year relationship ended, or in the midst. So I had two. I had I, we broke up for nine months. Oh, oh. And then when we got back together and we broke up officially, that was like in 2021. Mm, okay. How does that? Well, how does that happen? Like honestly, how does that? You just like, I'm depressed. I'm gonna go get involved well, it, in a I mean, gangbang. Like it I don't. I don't. I mean, I was I was I self actualized in the moment about that? Not okay. really. It was just more like you know, very repressed childhood. Didn't I never really let myself go crazy? And I I basically let myself like like have my wild fun free because I was in an environment where I kind of felt like I was not only supported but like really wanted, wow, desired, did. which. Um, I had had experience, obviously, because I've been in a relationship, but not in, like, that type of casual way. And so I got invited into it by someone. And um, I didn't know what I was getting into. It's it kind of felt good, line. though, to have that it, accepted. It did. And, like, so you come back for I it. met people who, like, I'm still friends with. Like, I met people who... Are they like, still in that scene? Most of them have walked away because once you're in it for a little bit, you do like <coughs> start to really not only see the toxicity around you, but within yourself. And um, it took me going through a couple other things post this experience that made me realize that like I was chasing like a, a high, like I was using sex in ways that weren't healthy and like it made me self-reflect. It made me change. If you could go back now, would you do it? Would you do the same thing? I've thought about that question a lot. Now, honestly, I think I would because I am the kind of person that likes to live my life with no regrets. And I believe that everything I've been through, everything I've done, and every 
decision I've made has led me to where I, like who I am at my heart as of today and while I wish I could have done things better and I could have had better results in certain aspects of my life I love myself and I love who <laughs> I am and I, I sorry I'm not laughing at you okay. Brian just um and I I love how I can turn but is it a regret and again, that's one of those things where it's a yes, and it's like I don't want to have. I, like I understand the, the mindset of yeah. I, I, I live wish I could as though nothing is in a, a less reckless way. Let's say yeah. that I wish I could have learned certain le lessons in a less reckless way because I feel like I was reckless. I was recklessly dating. I was recklessly like living. I was. I was at that point in my life in in that situation. That's not how everybody was in those scenes, but that's how I was. So what you sense. you said you would do it again. I would, I, I'm the kind of person where like, I wouldn't want to go back and change anything about my life because I want to be who I am. Well, that's that kind of entailed sense. in you would do it again. again. You said you would do it again. <laughs> yes. So how, so I'm just curious cause you said you're not that person anymore. Yeah. So where's the nuance in that? She's not saying that she would do it now. She's saying the person that she has become today and the reason why she might not choose to do it anymore is because she already had that experience and yes. she decided it's not something she moves forward with. And I, I learned life lessons from it. And that is, I, I've lived my life being the kind of person that has to um, learn from my own mistakes and learn from doing things. And I struggle, I feel like, for things to fully click or land until I've experience them for myself. Do you think it's a healthy process though to, so I understand the mindset of saying mm -hmm. live, live without regret, right? You can't right. dwell on regrets. That's true. Yeah. Right. Eventually people have to move forward from things that they've done, they, this and that. But mm -hmm. is it also though still healthy to have things that you regret? Isn't that how you progress? Yes. And that's why I'm saying, cause like, I mean, do I regret the recklessness? Yes. But yeah, I don't like to dwell on them. And I try to live on the the thing of like i don't want to hold shame within regret yeah, maybe that's like what i'm trying to say of, of regret is so negative like yeah why can't it be something like a lesson learned like for instance i hear what you're saying and there's definitely things where i'm like dang like that probably wasn't the best choice or yeah. if it presented itself right now i would definitely choose different but acknowledging that what had happened in the past made me who i am today made me as strong as i am today or made me as soft or whatever the positives were that had to happen to be who I am today. So okay. I can, but it, it yeah. probably instead of regret, maybe just respect, well, I respect think, that it happened. So this yeah, might be a, like you. a difference in worldview too, but I think that regrets are necessary for us to move forward in life. And here's what I mean by this. Okay. I mean that you should look on some of the things you've done in life in a negative way for yourself and negatively view yourself for having done those things. And that's the only way to reconcile them, to move on from them. Yeah, we, def and we I guess definitely disagree in that. But I also, um, I'm not, I was raised really, really um, religious and I know that that's part of um, the religious standpoint is that, you know, sins and... Um, well, so, well, it's actually it, kind of, but there is absolution Right, but absolution comes with the confrontation right. that the so thing I'm, you did was wrong and it should never be repeated and you know it was wrong. That's where absolution comes From. For sure, comes, but right? acknowledging something is wrong and regret are not necessarily the same things. And, and How do you know it's wrong with if you don't regret it? You can look at the outcome of it. You can look at the intention with, of what you know your action was. I, I'm a person. I'm a type of person who believes in positive, negative, and so I'll look at more of the intention of it. And lesson learned is still going to happen, um, but I don't need to look at it necessarily as 
a negative to make it be something that I learned. But that from feels it. like and it's just that, a way to avoid responsibility. You but, say avoid, but I still learn from that. Yeah, but it's still by saying like, um, there's no real. It, this is negative, but I don't regret it. This is negative, but it wasn't bad. This is negative. No but, one said it wasn't yeah. bad. But those the, are not. But, those are well, not. bad's a moral claim. But so that's why I said the word bad. So I'll try to use a different word. Yeah. Okay. But what, what you're saying is, I don't regret this thing. There was a negative outcome, and so I'll avoid it in the future, but there's Correct. no regret. Yes. What I'm saying is that that would, from my perspective, stimmy the growth. So the way that you grow as a person is to actually focus on the things that you have done which are incorrect. That could be better. Otherwise, you can't actually repent for those things in order to move forward but in your life. there's something to be said about the fact that we're still humans and this is the human experience. We're growing and we're learning. Yeah, so I, there's I gonna agree. Be, right, so there's going to be an amount of, yeah, you're going to make a mistake. Yep. To, for me personally, if I harbor regret, I'm living in the past, I'm living, living in the present, and me living in the past gives me anxiety. It, 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 it doesn't allow yeah, but me it's to flourish. Well, that's the point. So, I think it, I think what has to happen is you have to come to the position where I regret that decision. I'm doing that moral. I, I'm just doing that battle within myself, like sussing out what was good about the situation, what was bad. But then after you do all of that work, then you can move move on. But when someone asks you about that point in your life where you made that regretful decision, you can discuss with them, this is what I sussed out, this is how I worked through it, and that this is how it has led me to where I am right now. For and me, then when you I think about the, the word should, regret, right? I exactly. think about something, but when I think about the word regret, I think about something where I wish this didn't happen. That's what I was trying to say. And the like problem is, is that when I say I wish this didn't happen, I don't acknowledge of what I learned from it. Yeah, but if you if you no, it's not an no, I wish it. this didn't happen. It's an acknowledgement. That's what regret would. Be. I did that's, this, that was my and it was. Yeah, me too. That's I did, my understanding yeah, of regret. I so did we just this, and it was wrong. And that's mm -hmm. why I regret it. Well, I also don't believe in wrong. I believe in positive and that's, negative. And that's what I said, right? So for me, from my perspective, it looks like a way to avoid responsibility by saying I didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Not, no, no, absolutely not. I think that... But then what you just said, so you only believe in positive It wasn't negative, about doing right? something wrong, right? It's like, okay, so let's say, for instance, a, th something I called a regret in my past was I had this big crush on this guy when I was in Mexico on a vacation, and we're underneath the waterfall, and I could have kissed him, and I didn't. And I look back, and like, I regret that I didn't just make that move. I was scared. I regret. And what I took from that is, okay, when I have a moment that I want to do better, I um, will make that jump. I will not be scared, and I will have the confidence to do that. And I told myself I don't ever want to have regret again because it doesn't feel good to have that sort of thing. And so I would look at it instead as like, okay, that was a moment that I wasn't at this level. I had to learn to become this level, and now I am who I am today. Yeah, so I think, I think if we're talking, like, if you're talking about a level of regret, it could be scalable. So there For could sure. be things yes, that... Yes, I would there, agree So with there that. could be things that I regret, like um, maybe I die and say, I regret not climbing Mount Everest, right? Yeah. But I think that the things that stick in our brain for the things that we regret the most generally coexist with things that we knew we were doing in, in the time, wrong. which was yeah. wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And those tend to be the things that we actually dwell on. And I that's don't again- I have any of those. In my mind, like when I'm trying to think back, like- You're all right, I'm, because you only believe in positive and negatives. Yeah. So that's, that's like why. When I think about something like, oh, like- But that's why I, I, I see it as a shift. I something better. I shouldn't have said this or done this. I think, okay, well, you were in a place where you, clearly you didn't know or you didn't make that assessment. Now mm -hmm. you do know. All you can do forward now is make it better. Now, if you don't make it better, then you're not choosing to be living in your po most positive aspect. And that will be something you're, we won't necessarily agree on there, but I want to live at my highest vibrational um, level, which means that I'm going to be positive to people. The energy that I put out, I'm going to expect to receive, which means that generally I'm going to 
not try to do bad things onto others because I know that's going to come back to me tenfold. Same. I need to move on just so I can get through my notes here. But uh, let's see. We had, well, I do want to come back really quick to the whole BBW poly party sex party thing. Of course you <laughs> uh, do. So, uh, tell us, I mean, there's a I bunch. mean, I'm not really one to get super <laughs> salacious on the internet about specifics. Shoot. But, he um, wants an invite, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's what I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, I did. He definitely I seems want. to be the type of the BBWs. The RSVP. Just the, part, I mean, just the sex party yeah. part. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they, they have them for all types, all types of people. I, I, would, yeah. I would actually never go to a sex party. <sighs> never is the long you, time. No matter how attractive the women were, that's what degenerate. What if it was like a party just for you, just all Asian petite women with no Oh, just for me? I mean, I could get behind ladies. that one, well, I suppose. at that point, that's but. just an orgy. I can get behind that, but like if it's like swingers and like, no. you don't want anybody to watch you. No, I get all the women to myself. Yeah, I'll, sure, I'll take that. <laughs> never, never going to happen, but I'll gladly take it. Um, okay, so, so you would uh, you went to a bunch of these parties over the mm -hmm. course of a couple months. Um, now, when you said there were you did ten in a night, would it be like? Was it group sex or would it be like one after the other and it was oh. like individual sex? Okay. Good good times. Good I mean, times. In a very like rapid physical way, yeah. Okay. All right. And let's see. Uh, well, the original question was the roster thing. So we're going around the table. Uh, do, do you have or have you ever, excuse me, do you currently have or have you ever had a roster? No, I'm like disgustingly monoamorous. I get like tunnel vision on the first date and I'll like delete dating apps if I like someone. Okay. So annoying. Um, I am similar Wait, and I'm trying to. Oh, what do sorry. You mean? How's oh, it annoying? It, knowing that I do that as well. Oh, oh. Like I hyper focus, like I'll, I'll, ton of, I'll tunnel vision someone, um, which I've actually had to get out of doing um, because dating. Can, okay, just go ahead. Just go ahead. Oh, sorry. They just say you shouldn't do that, so I've been trying not to. Roster, roster, roster. I, I, I tend not to have a roster, no. Okay. What about you? No. What if please speak no. into the mic if you can? Mm, nope. Yeah, the guys don't need to answer. I handle that right now. Of course. So is that across the board? Yes. Is that what that is? Well, and I will say I definitely don't feel like my my like future slash current goals are not roster based. Like, sure. in fact, the people that I've had like situationally, they've fizzled out because mm -hmm. I've kind of just. I'm just not interested in that anymore. I'm looking okay. for it, like a completely different dating experience. That's sure. just like where I was once at. Okay, got it. And let me get into some of my notes here finally. So uh, let's see, uh, okay. You said you had some insane stories to tell us, Rosie. Is this related to the BBW sex swinger groups or? Yeah, I mean like, yeah, like with the okay. group sex and stuff like. Um, Nick, could you close that door? But I... The rest of the world doesn't need to hear this. <laughs> More or less. I mean, it seems like the, the audience here is pretty not interested in hearing about those types of things. They might be. No, this audience They might is. be. I'm They're going the to be. People out there, because the, the door was open. The people that click on this are going to want to hear oh. the door. Oh. No, no. It's just getting cold. That's why. It's uh, cold? <laughs> the young children outside. Yeah, the young children outside what? don't yes. need to hear this. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, well, I just think that... I'm trying to think because I, I probably should have thought this more thoroughly because I was thinking about like I mentioned some of those different dating experiences but like I mean I met people who I like during that time the closest thing I had to a relationship because I was like extremely emotionally unavailable 
was someone that I met through um, what, what they called like the vanilla parties, which were like the non-sex parties. Um, and um, he ended up like going to them and stuff and uh, we would hook up probably like, you know, a few times a week, I'd say. And like once he and I became more of a thing, I like backed down of the parties and then some stuff started coming up and I started really understanding like the dynamics of the parties and like how kind of predatory and weird they were set up and I started waking up to like basically realizing what I was doing because I was I at the time I was living my life on autopilot and I was just kind of like yeah yeah whatever like nothing matters type attitude towards everything so um once I started like thinking things through and then I, I was like slowly backing out of the parties and then something um like major like personally in my life happened that had me completely back out of it okay um you said in your notes here that uh you've you're currently celibate by choice mm -hmm. while on your healing journey you're no yeah. longer casually dating yeah. how long have you been celibate for so the last time i hooked up with someone was in february or okay. no i'm sorry no that's wrong um since june but that was a uh kind of like a return okay. thing with, okay. with uh you recycled it was like going back to somebody it wasn't like a new dating experience it wasn't yeah. a new body you recycled the body sure if you want to use that kind of language recycling. that's what it, that's what it's called recycling if you don't want to add it's to like your you body don't start count doing it again if you've already done it once with them it's, it's like uh body. you're recycling a body yeah. okay all right now you don't you object to that just such a deranged way of looking at like human relationships <laughs> yeah well, I mean, that's... You're talking purely sex. I feel like it's the like least you're so obsessed with the quantity, way. you'd rather just say recycle a body. Like, it's just... That's the terminology. Perfect. That's, I mean, that's it's, the it's terms a, you people... You've people never... you don't fuck you've never... voluntarily, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, that's from... just, like, not, like, people who, like, normally what? date and see each other aren't using these terms. It's very, like, dehumanizing. I've never used that term before. It's not dehumanizing. It's like you're studying romance from afar, from, like, an incel community. Oh, yeah, so it's all incels. How dare they? How dare? Well, how dare people use something that obviously... This is actually a term... Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Stop. They're pay-pigging for him right now. Let me talk, please. This is a term I've actually heard originating from women. Women use this term. Oh, I'm recycling a body Ooh. so I don't add I to my body of count. The pressure of this like obsession to always have a low body count. So I've heard women say too, like I'm recycling bodies so my body count doesn't. You've go heard up. it from women too. So why are you saying that it's like, it's like this incel community? I mean, it's like from men. Da, 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 like, I mean, women incels exist. Dis no, I'm not. That's about not women true. Incels, yeah. but. I disagree. I don't think a woman can be an incel. Yeah. Why is that? Like genuinely, I'm curious. Because men I don't will think men will do anything with two legs. Because, because, not there, all men. I just say all if men. If any woman, if any woman was so inclined to get laid, she could, regardless of her personality, regardless of her <laughs> level of physical attractiveness. I would definitely. So could a guy. I guess it's. I think I would like, agree with that. There's no. It's if the belief if, system. Well, for I example, there was a there was a Reddit community dedicated to fem cells, women who considered themselves involuntarily celibate, and it like was bombarded with men who were propositioning these women with sex. The reverse is not the case. There's that. not just women flocking to incel communities to fuck Here's these the men. Because they're to so hot. It, right? If there was a male version of you, he's not having sex at sex parties and having sex with people back in June. There's not. It's not going to happen. You think at sex parties? I mean, he's going to the same that, sex party. Why would you disagree he's with gonna that? He's going to go to the same sex, sex party. I would say. Well, I, what I would argue though is that a man who's obese 
is going to struggle far more when it comes to purely getting sex than a woman who's obese. That's the point, yeah. Well, you're not so. really an incel. You can go to Nevada and book a prostitute if you want no, well, to. Well, but... That would still be involuntarily. How? Yeah, because in That's, that case, prostitution yeah, is not. Doesn't. He's count. talking about. Okay, he's of ta- yeah, he's talking about sex between uh, two consenting adults, absent money, where you're not paying them for it. That's the point of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because in mean, that case, no. It's like, oh well, I mean, you could just go buy a, a, a prostitute. Also, the difference it's of like, what I we think want is different purpose, too. Right? Like, women want the money, I mean, like, we'll be okay with having money, and men, like the 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 drive is also very different. Wait. Just in general, like you mean the sex drive? Yeah, like for instance, like a man doesn't necessarily like a man would pay for sex, but a woman won't necessarily have to pay for sex. But there's other things that we might do that we'll have to like that will work for yeah. like intimacy. Exactly. So I it may not be money. Point. Like when we talk about incels, like they could book a prostitute, but typically, like you were saying, they're looking for someone who's like enthusiastically consenting to it. So typically, they're not just looking for sex because they could go to a hooker. They're looking for some level of intimacy. Yeah. So analogously, femcells, yes, they could be propositioned by those guys on the Reddit, but they're looking for someone who actually cares about right. them. But comparing this, exactly. exactly. this is also a bad presupposition yes. for a different reason. Another reason this is a bad presupposition is they may not be going to a hooker not because they don't want to or they don't just want sex, but because they may have religious convictions or other values which conflict with doing something like that. So if they have that strong of a this religious is, conviction, so hang on, they should be so hell bent on I'm being almost, an incel. Almost done. Calm down, calm that. down, Farah, before you start spurg talking and turbo talking. Let me just finish the point. Everything I'm saying is sound. Just yeah, that's talk nice. Yeah. It make Wait, it turbo it'll talking. be just as sound when I'm done Maybe speaking. Maybe let's just, we just got to avoid. He's just I bad think at moderate. I'm sorry, I have to so. moderate myself. So anyway, just, yeah, just chill out. I'm almost yeah, done. Yeah, chill out, chill out, Farah. Yeah, chill out, I'm almost done. when they say calm down. Yeah, so I didn't say calm down. You calm down. So anyway, what I'm, what I was getting at here was just to say there could be other convictions <laughs> there there could be other convictions which are here that they adhere to now most popularly what I see online with people referred to as incels is that their standards are extremely high because they have those religious convictions they can't find a woman who can meet those standards why would they go buy a prostitute if their religious that's convictions voluntary. prevent them from doing it. You're that's voluntary. You're saying he still be an incel because he can't find voluntary. a woman who matches his values? That's literally voluntary. That's voluntary. That's like I me saying I'm an incel because I can't find a guy who's six foot, makes a million dollars a year, and wants to date me. No, that's yeah. ridiculous. Exactly. When you're talking about uh, somebody who is uh, incelibent by choice, would you say then, right, or I'm sorry. Um, celibate. The, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, celibate by choice. If you're just talking, anybody can just, who can just go have sex with anybody, right? You can go get a, a prostitute or, or this type of thing, okay? Obviously, a person who's going to have sex with another person is going to go for their preferences, right? Isn't Not that generally paying, what they're going to do? Get to choose if yes, paying. and like we we're saying, we, there's two different metrics for male and female preferences, mm-hmm. but suddenly you're now using the default as the male preference. So even if he doesn't want to fuck a girl because well, she has no, different I'm religious it, values, I'm assuming why is that different ways. than me finish. saying, even yeah. though guys are propositioning me on Reddit, yeah. they're not the type of guy I'm looking for, so therefore I can still deem myself a femcell. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm assuming it both ways. So I assume it on the other way too that... So you believe femcells exist? That well, yeah, I'm not. You just lying. said that you didn't. Well, I, I have a, I have a Brian different, did. I have a different uh, definition. Oh, so you, of it. you think femcells exist? If it's from the religious connotation, yeah. Just religious. Well, I have a different. Yeah, I think I'm not that, from the idea of yes, I could fuck this guy, but I won't enjoy it. I won't be attracted to him. It'll feel yeah, very Yeah, I think that all those things could be true, but it would be from a religious standpoint. No, but you can have that religious. without being religious. Yeah, generally speaking, a, a no, religious I have, standpoint. No, I have feelings you know? like that, and I'm not religious. So if I'm very unattractive and I can only fuck guys who are like disgusting to me or. But that's not for religious reasons that I'm unattracted to them. I, wouldn't I still be a femcell by your definition? 
If or you no. were super, like super ugly, you mean? Like just a super, yeah, I mean, I guess. So you think the person's a But parents? I'm talking in generalities here. So I'm just saying generally, that's what I would fit in that criteria. Wait, what's your question? So, so you think the, the appearance is the majority factor of whether or not someone is an incel? Usually for a man, it's more than their appearance. Usually it's yeah, the inside. I think, I think that there could be, mm -hmm. there's two, yes, there's two categories the okay. here. Yeah, Because there's sure. incels that look just like any one of you guys and they're feeling like they don't have sex. And the reason why is because we're so turned off by their inside and the first thing that comes out of their mouth, we couldn't possibly fathom doing anything with them. Yeah. I'm not clear. Well, okay. There's first off, I, my sense of what an incel is, is it's involuntarily celibate. So this is yeah. somebody, <laughs> I, I would argue that and maybe, Andrew, this is where I disagree. If, say, you're a Christian man and you're waiting until marriage, that w I would consider that to be voluntary. Yeah, yeah I have a hard celibacy. time with that because then, far like, would you apply that to SA? So, well, well, well wait a second. Wait, they're they're involuntary. Why couldn't they just go SA a check, right? They could do wait. that, and then wait, it wouldn't what? be they would be that, involuntarily that's a false in celibacy. Why? Because sex and SA are not. Okay, no, but, but what I'm saying is, is that if it's if it's not saying? just a barrier based around personalization, right, uh -huh. and preferences, then you're looking at the same thing from the religious to if you were looking at it from the the and the argument against the religious is, well, no, this is voluntary because you could just go get a prostitute. It's like, well, no, it's involuntary. They want to do it, right? I, but they have a barrier from doing it, just like the lack of. The, the essay portion would be I, the same yeah. thing, a barrier from doing it. Right? I genuinely don't think a lion's share of incels are opting out of booking a hooker for religious reasons. I'm pretty sure Facts. a large number of porn consumers are incels. So if they were opting out of sex for religious reasons, they wouldn't be like consuming so much porn. Yeah, so you don't think that people who are heavily religious would, would like to have sex, that they might have those wants to do? That's not what involuntary means. Yeah, I think, but this is where I'm drawing a distinction with you. Because if your argument for, no, that's not involuntary, it means... If, if, if you it's say involuntary, they could just go get, you know, a, a sex worker, then why couldn't I just respond by saying, well, if it's involuntary, why couldn't they just go assault a chick, get the same result? Well, how would it be involuntary? For because if just... I call someone homeless, I'm saying, yeah, they could squat somewhere technically illegally, but I would still consider them homeless. What does that have to do with what I said? It's an analogy. Yeah, but how's the analogy apply? Because doing something unlawfully doesn't make it, doesn't now make it sex. It, well, wait a second. Wait, wait, back up. What, what is it then? I'm saying if they're an incel... It's just unlawful sex, right? My point is, if they're an incel and they're complaining that they just can't get sex, they can book a hooker, but that's typically not what yeah, they're they looking for. Yeah, they could also They're looking for a level of emotional <laughs> yeah, intimacy. But could, that's but, my but point. But this is what I'm saying. There's a barrier. They're both what you would consider One's a, a barrier. barrier legally, the other one's legal. Yeah, but, but they're both barriers is people, the point. I don't think people are opting out of hookers Some... for religious reasons. Why? What, you don't think so? No. Why? Well, maybe some are, but I'm saying an incel who's go an incel who's jacking yeah, off to created, porn every day isn't now drawing the line I've, at prostitution. I've now created two different religion. categories of incel for you. I'm saying that one, I believe that both of them are involuntarily. We're not talking about doing the actual this. incel community, the people on Reddit. We're not talking I believe about your, like, that that is an actual person who's incel waiting until marriage to find a have godly you heard, woman. Have you ever heard of the tradcasts who self-ID as incels, for instance? The reason that they self-ID as incels is because they say, "Yeah, sure, we would love to be." rolling around and okay. having tons of sex with women but we don't right because we have this ex-belief so would he be an incel if he struggles to find a virgin like if every single woman at his college has had sex and his standard is he wants to marry another virgin is he now an incel no that's voluntarily <coughs> celibate because you've set a standard correct. for that's yourself that's interesting i yeah, i, I might be getting yeah. on board with what you're saying andrew because so <laughs> 
not expecting that to go. <laughs> not either. Yeah, well, no, I, I'm trying to suss this out in my head. And I'm thinking about it like, okay, yeah, so uh, there is a law stating that SA is illegal. Right. So in the if I'm looking at a coming from a biblical framework as a Christian, uh, I determine that the Bible is my foundation for morality and is how is law in my mind. So just the same way that uh, SA is illegal in, uh, I mean, it's, it's illegal in the Bible, but it's illegal in our society. It is, to co-opt the uh, verbiage, it is illegal in God's mind, right. in God's eye, to say, to have sex before marriage. Right. So I actually kind of agree. So you can't think, actually alleviate what you want, even though you want to, because there's this barrier. But you're okay. choosing to, to to abide by the barrier. Yeah, but you Which, would be wait. doing the same yeah, thing with SA. <laughs> That's yeah. the point. It's a choice. It's you a choose choice. Not to. Does it just end at religious convictions? Can I say female dating strategy well, tells me I should only fuck guys who make more than me, and because I earn a lot, it's hard to find well, those so, guys, therefore okay. I'm a femcel? Well, the, the, the religious Talking conviction really fast is, doesn't make your arguments better. It doesn't. My argument's being correct. Your argument doesn't correct. E. What's your argument? I bet you can't even repeat it. I think I can. Do it. I was saying, why are you just drawing the Bible to be akin to law, but why can't I say my preferences could be akin to law too? So you suddenly could. I'm a femcel. You could, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so I'm a femcel because I can't find a guy who makes more money no, than me in my city. we're saying that you could, you could make two different categories here, right? But you would still have to categorize them. So is it involuntary? I guess what we're, what we're really discussing is what do we mean by involuntary? You think that it's voluntary absent barrier. And so do I. So I don't know where we're arguing. Okay. So far as far as just real quick though, if you have SA, that's a you're going to get a physical repercussion for that. You but let's deciding, say you didn't. You deciding to abide by the Bible, you're not going to get a physical repercussion. Yeah, but well, we believe okay. you would. Yeah, that's, that's the, thing. the point. Okay, but I, your so, belief and actual physical harm happening to you is not the okay, same. Okay, so what? So you're you, not going to go to jail. God is not going to okay, put you in jail. But you could also let's let's envision for a second that you knew you could do it and could get away with it, and not go to jail. Okay, it would still be a barrier. The absent consent would still be a barrier, and so you wouldn't do the it. The chance right? of you actually being able to go to jail versus not are two different, very big things. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the point. How does it not? Because what I'm saying is, let's remove that for a second. That you would even. But you're deciding that the Bible you, is the is the is the top thing. Yes, that's and you're scare deciding somebody. that the law is the top thing that's prevents I'm the not. SA. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, as far as overall, you can believe in the Bible. That's mm -hmm. fine. But no matter what, Bible or not, you still got to respect the law. So you're, you're encompassing You don't have to law. respect the law. No, okay, as to. far as like if you're going to be law abiding or even just of any right. laws. So your choice is to respect the law. But everyone has to be under the law. Not everyone has to be under the Bible. Yeah, but your choice is to respect both. Mm -hmm. You don't have to you, respect you the law. You choose to respect the law. Nothing stopping that you from going through a stop so sign. Nothing yes, stopping you from grabbing that mic saying, and hitting me the in the head with it. Is it, it. The repercussions at the end of the day are different. Yes, there might be that there's that you have a perception. You saying that you have a perception of a repercussion distinction, fine. We can remove that barrier by saying, if we could assume that there was no repercussion for you, would you just start essaying people? there is. Yeah, but, but that's not the purpose of explaining this this way. The purpose is to show you that even if that barrier was removed, you still wouldn't do it. There is a barrier which is there, whether it's religious or it's legal, these two barriers still very much exist inside of your mind, which is the preventative measure for doing the action. But okay, so if you sexually assault someone, you're then affecting that person's life. If you abstain, uh, abstain for sex because of a religious belief, you're not affecting someone else's life. What if you so, were to uh, uh, to essay? What if you were to essay a chick who was in a who was in a coma, who was in a coma and would never know, and there's impossible that for her happened. to get pregnant? There was a man who was raping a lady in. Yeah. Sorry, oh, excuse yeah. Me. But sorry. you wouldn't co-sign on it. Sorry. I think we actually agree. Right, you wouldn't co-sign on it. 
No, it was awful. Right, that's yeah, my whole point. That's a barrier. No, I think <laughs> we agree. Barrier. I think we agree. I was yeah, yeah. Re- having rebuttal to Brian saying that like, oh, incels exist only for men but never for women because someone will always fuck you. And I was saying, in theory, you could fuck someone as a man, but it's not to these, you know what I mean? There's that barrier there. So I was saying even for yeah. women, even though some guys would probably yeah, position would us on say, Reddit, you could I would still just be a say, femcel. So here's why I would make the two distinct categories. So I think you would agree with this too. So in the distinct category one with the men, I think it's much easier for men to be in that one category of incel, right? Whereas for women, it's not very, it would actually be difficult to be in that category. Whereas on the religious end, I would say that it could be equal. So well, okay, what, the, about, what about this? What about, what about this? So let's say you have a man and a woman, neither are religious. They're both physically unattractive. Yeah. They want to have, they don't yeah, care about, they just want to have sex immediately like that night or whatever or within the a short period of time say a week i would argue that almost any woman if she was so inclined could get sex whereas it's not clear to me if any man could just go out and immediately yeah i agree i totally agree i agree but that's typically not what femcel refers to like i don't think femcels are actually arguing i can't fuck anybody they're saying i can't fuck anybody who would care same way those men in theory those incels could fuck each other but they're not going to be attracted to each other and enjoy it hold on but if the definition of femcel is a female incel i I actually need you to repeat that why you didn't hear her no i i didn't she she has meth mouth you got to talk slow so i can understand what you're saying the reason i talk so fast is because i keep getting cut off it's not to try and i didn't cut you off no i know i'm just saying in general but anyways my point was yes a a fem cell could get sex from anybody okay but the point was um men in theory those incels they could get sex from each other in theory but they won't enjoy it each other yes in theory yeah he's talking about the opposite sex no i know but i'm saying the same way a fem cell might not enjoy having sex or even find any like little bit of attraction to the guy who's propositioning her on Reddit, those guys won't enjoy having sex with each other. So that's why I'm that's saying it's two so different metrics. Wait, because so male and female ridiculous. sexuality is incredibly different. Well, okay. so that's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me just let me. Well, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. I was, I was just about to ask. So does the act of sex require that there's an there's there's enjoyment, enjoyment in it? <laughs> it so okay. Require, so I'm being saying invo- cell, I'm so saying femcel has a slightly different definition than incel. I'm not actually well, sure what so that is. Cel- okay, is well, still. it's involuntarily celibate, which means no sex, regardless of how you feel about it, well, if could- you enjoy it or not. If you're having sex, you're not an incel. Right. So like it does. You so there's sex as an incel. With other. Well, no. Okay. If, other, no. I meant well, prostitution. Okay. So yeah. if if you what? if your goal is to find sex and you are able to find it, that is by definition not celibate, regardless if you enjoy it or not. Yes, and like okay, I said, yeah. you could find go. it in Nevada, but obviously we're talking about certain barriers, and guys want it from a woman who's they, maybe okay, enthusiastically the, consenting, and a woman maybe wants it from a guy who isn't just looking at her as a whole. So that was the, my only point. So I, I don't, don't understand. I don't understand why each one of those criticisms couldn't be applied back. So you say you say incels could have it with each other. Well, so could fem cells. Yeah. So I don't understand how the criticisms wouldn't be equal. It's not equal. I'm. Do you agree that fem cells exist, even though they could, in theory, fuck someone? And the same way an incel could, in theory, fuck someone. Yeah, I, th- I would say, I would say by this criteria, though, what he's trying to draw is that when he says not exist, right, be the same way that you and I would say something in the comments. Doesn't mean there's none who who exist at all on planet Earth, but rather 
if you make the comparison between the amount of male versus female, it's overwhelmingly going to be male versus female when it comes to this. You would agree with that in I, that category, I right? would, but you would also agree that male and females look at sex entirely differently. So when someone says, I'm a femme cell, you understand that she's not saying nobody will fuck me. She's saying nobody, maybe I'm having difficulty finding someone who will fuck me and yeah, actually ask sure. me my name. So, so, okay, but if that's the case, then they have just changed the meaning from how we mean it. So it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I don't think anyone thinks they have identical definitions. Yeah, I know. But yeah. from our definition, you would agree we're correct. That men have a harder time procuring sex? Yes. Yeah, and that, yeah. And that the incel, from our perspective, Has our definition... Has a way harder time procuring yeah. sex. Okay, yes. then, then the femcel. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Okay. But I'll sex know how to the same there, basis to be of honest. attraction, I then I would disagree. Because it's, it's typical progressive pedantry, and you have to like literally no, peel back not. all the layers until you get to where you need to no, be. It's oh, no, it's not. It's just... because we're talking about sex that <laughs> it's we're talking about sex they wouldn't be disgusted by. And like I said, the guys could, in theory, fuck each other, but they would feel disgusted by that if they're straight. And the woman, the femme cell, could, in theory, fuck some random like redditor proposer, but she might not enjoy it. That was my point, Brian. What was it? He left, so I had to direct it at you. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, when I think femcel, like, I think female incel. That's because great. I know there's a, this definition of femcel where it's like, <laughs> well, I'm just not finding the right guy that I want to have sex with. And I, to me, when I think of incel, it's just somebody who wants to have sex, but, like, can't. There's not all these and strings attached to it. There's not all these terms. The guy doesn't have to be some magical unicorn. Like, I'm sure most men who are incels would be happy to have sex with a woman who's even probably below their standards or whatever that might be. So, all right, okay. Um, and I do think when it comes to incels, first off, it's kind of the euphemism treadmill where a word starts to lose its, its meaning like Nazi and fascist. Oh yeah. Where it just ends up being used as a generic <laughs> insult rather than a word that has actual meaning. Uh, I do think incels, they get to, they, a lot of times they get made fun of. I actually think they need empathy, understanding, and compassion, not hate and uh, more isolation. Because you certainly don't make a scared <laughs> dog more calm by beating him with a, uh, a stick. And also to your point, um, you said that it's not because of their physical attractiveness, but because of their personality, uh, and perhaps there's yeah, often I've this... Yeah, I've seen some incels... Well, let me just finish my point. Um, oftentimes, there's this idea that these incels are just... Uh, certainly, there are, are women-hating uh, incels, misogynistic incels, absolutely. However, it's not clear to me if misogyny... It's not clear to me if misogyny is the cause of their lack of sexual connection, because there are plenty <laughs> of misogynistic men who are highly sexually su successful. I don't think it has to be that, though. It could, it could be simple as, like, I don't like myself. Oh, I mean, sure, I guess, but... Like, that also is unattractive. I mean, I'm sure we, there's plenty of, like, some of the most toxic women haters there are are probably who act like assholes towards every woman or have... Getting it. Have yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, there's probably, like, inexhaustible more than just physical that they're women. not getting said yes to. Huh? Like, it's not going to be just physical because... Way women work, genuinely, we fall in love with the inside, even if the Do outside you? is important. I mean, yeah. Okay. You can you sure. can go to, for instance you can go to school with someone or go to be at work at someone who's definitely not your type, and you keep seeing them over and over again. You see their cute little jokes, and then you kind of start seeing them as being cute and funny because their inside made you be like, actually, like I'm actually kind of digging that like weird nose thing he does, or his ears are a little big, but I actually kind of like that part about him. Okay. So we yeah. just we we work differently in that way. 
Sure. And so I would say that it wouldn't have to necessarily be a man who hates a woman, but it could be like, well, he could always be talking bad about himself, or maybe he's level on the spectrum where he doesn't know how to communicate and like talk to people. There's many different things that it could be, but I would say that it probably has to do more with the inside than just the out. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually trying to remember how we got onto that, because I think I was asking you about your celibacy and then... Yeah. Roster and you then, asked about yeah. incels. You said that you were no, like, I don't what, think so. what's the definition of oh, incel? Because you said recycling bodies. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. Oh great. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, and you were like, no, no, I don't like that language. It's. <laughs> I don't the, like it. I'm saying under that. the purview of my progressive analysis, I, I don't feel it. like that. That's how people really analyze the situation. That type of shit, right? I was saying that's exactly I, what that's exactly word. what you did for <laughs> There was a specific word I was avoiding using, but I was saying it's like kind of a weird way to view romantic relationships. Yeah. How so? Oh God, are we gonna it's, go just not, <laughs> it's, just, it's just not romantic. I'm not it's saying just like there's anything wrong with it. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Like okay. it's just, yeah. it was ironic, yeah. It's just a descriptor. Yeah, it's not necessarily wrong. It's just kind of depersonalized, maybe. Okay. It was just I funny. Mean, it was amusing how you depersonalized it. I think yeah. that's I, it. And that's not negative or positive. It's just an the, observation. The, it's like act a calculator of way of doing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a calculator I way of viewing it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Good talk. All right. I have a note here from Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly, you say, I feel like most men want to be taken care of instead of them taking care of the ladies. As far as the guys I've dated, I've always been the one to plan, pay for the dates, or I've put in too much effort and not the same energy in return. It's always a what you doing message. Instead of taking the initiative to plan a date, these guys these guys are just honestly kind of childish. You gotta raise your standards. LOL. Honey. She gotta raise her standards. She's that, allowing that's, them. That's her right there. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> raise your standards. I'm glad you're here. I you, know. You gotta, you gotta stop. You, you control that. That's why you accept I that. haven't like been talking to guys recently. Wait, so reminder, you're, you're 22, correct? Yeah. Um, but you said your longest relationship for, was for two years. So your two, two year relationship, is that how that two year relationship looked? No, that uh -huh. one was, well, it just didn't end well, but I don't want to get into that. But um, <laughs> okay. what I was saying, sorry, what I was is saying that, is that that's why I didn't, that's why I don't um, Maddie, can you talk to guys anymore. Your like, mic? Wait, hold on. Let me see what's going on here. Yeah, your mic's way too shifted. It's blocked. Your mic, Maddie, your mic is blocking her. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, from the past two relationships that I've been in, well, relationships, um, one of them, it went well. The thing was that when I met him, he was barely coming from a different state, and he didn't have much here, so I helped him out in the beginning. I had my own car, and he would use it and stuff, but he ended up cheating on me anyways. And, Good times. Um, yeah, he ended Good up times. cheating on me, and I found out because I went on Facebook, oh. and he had, po he, had, he had posted a picture, and I was going through the likes, and I seen some girl had hearted his picture, and um, so I clicked on her profile, and then I seen a picture of them together on her header. So how many, like, how many of the men oof. that you've recently been dating have been, Brutal. you've been taking care of them, uh, you've been paying, because you said most men yeah, well, want to be taken care like, of, and and that you've uh, dated men that you're planning dates and you're paying for the dates? Yeah. And you put in too much effort, so. What? And that was my, also, uh, the last guy I was talking to. Um, basically, when I met him, he was leaving his BM 
and BM? Baby Mama. Oh, Baby okay. Mama. I didn't know there was like a, a yeah. acronym for. So there was that. a lot of drama because she didn't like me, and like it, I was like, it's not my fault that he started texting me. You know, he had told me that they weren't together and they weren't together. So I. So like, you were paying for him on How do you feel about keeping dates? a man who like cheats on his girl for you though? No, he wasn't really? with her. Okay. No, okay. he wasn't with her when we were talking. He wasn't with her. Um, but yeah, he would like, he had to come to Ontario and I live in Indio. So I would be the one coming and going or he would Wait, be. Can you show your nails again? They're fire. Cute. How do you, how do you wipe? <laughs> oh God, just, okay. Just... Wait, do you have to do the. The, <laughs> the mitt method? Yeah. Do, you, do you do the mitt? That's what I've heard. I've never been a long nail girl, but they call it. Whoa, wait, hold on. Put, put your hands. <laughs> Show us your. You should play piano. God damn. You're okay. not supposed to have long nails to play the piano. Yeah. yeah. I know, but you've got long fingers. I don't know. Okay. I do care. You, you have though. good piano. I have you to got like, piano. wipe these old people. But what the anyways. fuck? Yeah. Wait, you do what? Caregiving. Oh, okay. You wipe old people. Yeah. Wipe old people. Like a, like a nurse's aide? Yeah, like. A babysitter, but for yeah. older Okay, people. so, no. all right, so... Um, oh, wait, did you answer if you've had... Have you... Uh, roster? Did you guys answer that? Yeah, that yeah, we, did. Yeah, we did. Did we go around? We, we okay, did go around. Yeah. Check it Shitty off. memory, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so you also wrote that you feel like I'm kind of both a feminist and traditional. Yeah, because I feel like... Um, if I want to have a job, like I want to work, I want to make my own money, but at the same time, like I, I want to be, I, if I find the right guy, I you, would be yeah. You want to stay home? Yeah, stay home. if I find the right person, but if not, so, well, I'm so fine. okay. Do you want to get married? Mm, that's a good question. It's because before I would say yeah, but now I'm just like I don't think there's gonna like. You no. don't think there's a guy who's going to want to marry you? No, or? I just don't think that there's a guy that would... Because I guess I'm picky. You're picky? Yeah. Um, okay. You don't think you'll so? find a guy? How, are you, how yeah. are you picky? Well, like I said in the beginning, I don't like going out to like clubs and stuff, so I wouldn't that's want my picky, person though, but to... I don't think that's picky. Yeah. Really? Perception. But how, how else yeah. are you picky? I'm sure there's more than just that. We're talking looks? No, I mean. Did we talk about? Did you say height thing? Did you? Did we go around on that? I've dated shorter, shorter guys than me. Well, how, I've not, tall you? not really dated, but I've. I'm five seven. Okay. Did you say you have? A, <laughs> I forgot if you mentioned your height preference. No, I don't have a height. Preference. No height preference. Well, I've dated shorter guys than me. How are you like picking? Five, like I don't know. I just. I guess. Um. I don't know. Guys, when I'm with somebody, they just I ask them for stuff and they don't. Such such as what? But it's not really picky, huh? It's just that. What okay, do you, what well, you I ask? was gonna ask you. Do you think you're picky or do you just talk about your standards? What are your standards? Because I, I think there is a difference. Mm. Or do you mean that so far you've met guys and there's been something about them that you haven't liked and so you feel like you're picky? It's. Probably that I don't like it, but they don't think it's an issue. So that so they think that I'm picky, but such as such as what? Like um, when I was with the when I was talking to this one guy, I would ask him, could he not like 
be following other girls on Instagram or liking their pictures while we were talking. But he was like, oh, my mom said that I have to explore my options. <laughs> I was like, I was like, your mom told you you had to explore oh, your no. options. I was See, like, that's okay, that's fine, <laughs> but you can go. I told him that's, that's fine. You can go explore his options, and I. I wasn't expecting the yeah. mom told me <laughs> to. Yeah. It was not. He literally not. told me. He literally said, "My mom said that I have to explore my options." And I are you guys laughing because you think he made that up, or do you think you're laughing? Of course, he made it up. You think no, no, you're laughing because she probably she might have, and like Either he's way, doing yeah. it. Like, what is what is the? Well, that well, it's just a situation. Yeah, it's just funny. My mom's it. Yeah. Okay, so you're very heartless. Um, so I've got a semi-related uh, question on that topic for the men at the table. Do you guys think that confidence or modesty is a more important trait in your dating life? From a woman? Like, yeah, like a I'm woman? just, and I'm genuinely just curious. Mod- like, modesty. Yeah, modesty. 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 Yeah. modesty. Modesty. By far. Here's, I mean, here's one way to uh, perhaps look at this. If a girl were to approach me, I don't know it. Like she wanted to hit on me or something. Uh, not that that might be the best way to go about things, but uh, oftentimes I think women would prefer a guy to step to them in a really mm-hmm. confident manner versus like maybe their eye contact isn't great or they're a little shy or bashful. I would say for me though, I would prefer a girl to step to me and she's kind of like a little nervous about it mm-hmm. than if so she was wanna, like, hi. <laughs> Oh, a little like, bit of both. Well, it's it's because of that's um, not a great she shyly example. walks up to you. I'm sure Mason will agree with me on this too. So, from from like the Christian standpoint, we would consider these are it's a neutral trait, confidence, right? But we would say that men have it way more than women have it, or at least that something that is pushed for men to have, right? As that sort of trait. Societally, I absolutely yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. So it's that sort of trait. So we're not looking for masculine traits. In women, if we were so looking, so wait, are you attributing hang, confidence hang on, to hang on, masculine? Hang, almost done. Okay, almost I was just, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yes, I'm. I'm attributing okay. that as a more masculine trait than modesty. Mm, so, okay, that's the point, right? Okay, it's not. It's a neutral trait, but it's a more masculine trait than modesty is. So, if you were to mm-hmm. talk to, you know, like uh, priests, or you were to talk to clergy, or things like this, mm-hmm. the things that they have a hard time with men on are things of like matters of pride matters mm. of uh, of that type of thing you know what i mean mm. so we would we would maybe attribute it more that way okay. too we're not looking for masculine traits in women we're looking for feminine traits in women i guess i just don't like gender those types of traits like from my viewpoint it's a neutral so, i'm just yeah. saying you can look at both traits though and see yeah. which one society you know okay. that we would attribute towards towards which sex more right yeah that's an interesting perspective speaking of masculine and feminine you're attracting feminine men yeah, uh, that that checks out. Wait, do you have a type? Like, what's your type? White guys? No, li- Latino I Latino like, guys? Yeah. You don't? You wouldn't date a white guy? I mean, Ask for a friend. I haven't. <laughs> I would, but I never have. To You've be never dated a white guy? No, I've really only dated Mexicans. To be Mexi- honest, Mexican guys. But that's because black, that's any like, black guys in there? Go on, take them. It's on. because uh, no, I've never dated a. a Blanca? No, I've never. What about like I native, would, I native would, Americans? I mean, Any native Chumash? No. No Chumash? Mexican. Mexican is pretty like much. Native American. Do you have a Catholic upbringing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of figured. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Here, we have some notes here I need to... Uh, oh, we had a video from you that we've oh, got right. to react it's to. Oh, going to be interesting. Oh, well, we already kind of hit it. It's the, it was the insult topic, yeah. but I mean, fuck it. Let's just... Uh, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up because we were just talking about this. Let's bring the subject back. Let's bring it back. Nick, if you're able to get that video. This was posted to be like a funny bit. It wasn't, it was meant to be lightheartedly. There's already a disclaimer, so I already know. I'm just saying, reaction wasn't fully that when it got reposted on Red Pill Internet, but that was, it was, I was just like trying to be jokey. Already a disclaimer. All right, go ahead. I'm just saying, that's what it was. Oh, I've seen this. Well, no, that's perfect. So, no, because trust me, I have met a mini incel, and they all... But most they, 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 Even online. if they are, they can bring, pretend they're a lawyer, they can pretend they're right. a therapist. They can pretend... Anybody, it's most people that, like, hate you online yeah. behind... A, if you're hiding behind a screen, and, like... <laughs> and you have zero followers, and it's a hidden profile, I just refer to anyone like that, incel, incel, incel. Exactly. Like, like, they can cosplay that in their daytime, but that's who they are at right. heart. Is that what you're taking your time to do? Oh, yeah. Okay. I could never... Great, great. Um, I love that. Anyway, that I can see that being a TikTok clip. What is an incel? And there <laughs> it is. Please. Oh, hello. <laughs> Got my headphones flying off. My goodness. The drama of it all. Okay. I very quickly realized I wanted to be with my ex, and we had a lot more in common. The TikTok and you met was him online too. It was like a I met them at this, uh, on Reddit. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, my ex, ironically, was Wait. like my biggest chipper on. Did you skip forward? Um, the website, but I didn't know. I think she did a cut. No, you kid, Nick. You skipped oh. way forward. Dude. Oh yeah, it's on a different topic. Yeah, it's on X and stuff. We were the the clip starts at thirty three twenty. You must you must have skipped forward somehow. Yeah, it was at thirty five. Oh, what? I, I was a little confused this together. Too, at this yeah. point. <laughs> I thought I thought it was there I was a it jump. Was just a, also, for the video, can you put us in the corner? Is there in the corner? You said thirty four twenty, right? No, 33... 33 it, what? What? I don't know why. Where did you start? The the time, it should have been 3320. I didn't, I didn't touch it. Okay, just... But it, no, but it midway it through, it skipped forward. Go ahead. 3320? Yeah, started at 3320. Beam me up, Scotty. I'll put us in the corner. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that's better. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does this mean? What does this mean? Yeah, so an incel is just like someone who is involuntarily celibate. And it just essentially it has mor morphed into its own slang term that kind of describes that loser sitting on Reddit for 23 hours a, a day um, with cheetah dust and empty Mountain Dew cans all around them. And it just has a real stank smell that is involved with these people. Because I'm just going to paint you an image. And, like, the fedora is a little yeah. crusty. And the the, beard, the the neck beard is strong, but the facial hair is weak. And there's a bald spot in the back. And you can just, and you can just see the fedora covering it. Just talking about some dear life. And he's sitting there mutter, muttering under his breath about how uh, like Jessica Alba's uh, ugly, Jessica, right? Uh, you know, literally. like oh, yeah. that's what you're talking about. 
Yeah, like bottom of the barrel. <laughs> that was a really good description. <laughs> Thank you. It's like I just wanted to paint a little word picture for the people at home. No, that's perfect. So no, because trust me, I have met a mini incel, and they all. But most they, they, they even online. if they are, they can bring pretend they're a lawyer. They can pretend they're right. a therapist. Oh. They can pretend. Anybody, it's most people that like hate you online yeah. behind. A, if you're hiding behind a screen and like, <laughs> and you have zero followers and it's a hidden profile, I just refer to anyone like that incel, incel, it, incel. Exactly. Like, like they can, can cosplay pause. that in their daytime, but that's who they are at right. heart. Is that what you're what? taking your time to do? Oh, pathetic. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I could never. Great. Okay. Great, pause. Um, pause. I there. love that. I well, did. That- I did just want to want to say this one thing, if you don't mind. Was right at the end there, you said I would never. What were you referring to? I would never behave toward people the way that incels behave toward me. Because it sounded like you were saying I would never like I would never sleep with somebody like that. That's what it sounded like to me. Oh no, I wasn't referencing like sleeping <coughs> with. So I mean, I would not want to date an incel, correct? Because the people that have been the the the. Am I way off here? Did that sound like she was like I would never like? Oh, no, you right. It did. It did. It had that tone. I would okay. never like. Behave that way. That's what yeah. I intended. The whole, uh, the oh. whole encompassing would, of yeah. Okay. But but related to what I already said, this whole euphemism treadmill thing. I mean, even that I don't know her name, the host of the podcast. She said it's Devora. She said it's incel is just a term for anybody that talks shit online and has no followers. Well, she said. But what was the thing with the? She was what's wrong a joke. with fedoras? Hello. Well, it's the stylish. meme. Like you growing up on the internet, wear it better than anyone. Clearly, Milady. I mean, um, what's Jackson. up with the bald spot, though? What's wrong with bald spots? I mean, look, I get roasted all day, every day for existing mm. as a fat woman on the internet. Body so positivity. If, I mean, I'm more, I'm more down with body neutrality, but that's just oh, okay. me. We shouldn't shame men for balding. It's natural. Yeah, and it does happens. the neck beard at least connect? <laughs> I think she's okay. clapping back to what they've already said to her. She's this is not like every look at my TikTok comments. Who look might at have my come YouTube comments. Just Word. I'm a, I'm allowed to make a joke at their expense once oh, or twice if they dedicate hours of their time to try to tear me down because they can't handle seeing someone like me be confident in myself because it makes them question why they can't be confident within themselves when they fit Something in the true. Americanized standards of certain whatever and i am an outlier i'm someone that they wish to be uh not seen nor heard and i put myself out there and i hold myself to a standard of what i think is a good human being and yeah so how i proceed with so that just just give you a little pushback here yes i can agree with a portion of what she says mm-hmm. the first portion of what you said is if these guys are going to continuously make fun of me Right, and this mm-hmm. is the group it's coming from. I'm going to hit back. Okay, that's fair. Okay, but then he kind of moved on into this whole. But you see, what it is is that I don't deserve to have any criticism, and this is all projection because this is how they really Crit- feel, not how I am. And it's like that's when I go. Constructive so criticism sure. is not calling me Michelin Man. It's not calling me Gorlock. It's not making fun of my body. What's, on, what's not yeah. constructive about that? What? Do you think that 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 encourages? Do you, Andrew? Do you or think it, it encourages healthy behavior when it feeds no, into the nope. eating disorder mindset? The constructive criticism. How dare you, the constructive criticism is not for you. 
the constructive criticism, it's a shaming tactic so that everybody who sees a person like you out there trying to say it's yeah, okay. Yeah, and I don't consent I'm to just, the shaming tactic. Hang on. I'm trying to tell you. It is not constructive. It is constructive. It's constructive to all of society to say, I'm trying to explain anytime you're ready to let me. So anyway, how this is really important to society as a shaming tactic, the same way that you might take a politician, if you were the system, for instance, and and completely throw him in jail and do all kinds of horrible things to him, make an example to everybody else. That's what shame does. Hang on. A shaming tactic that's used in this way is to say, listen, if anybody else is going to come out and be like you are right and say that unapologetically this is this is okay this is good blah 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 they're trying to instill a sense of shame so that if other women see that they don't go that road and instead try to do something about it so you think that my existence is a right to be a political good statement yeah. toward yeah. um other yeah. people's yeah. views of their own body and that i'm yeah. to be used you're a public figure for- that's right you're a public figure who goes out and say, and you're, I'm unapologetic, right? I've slept with a, with all these guys. and I'm, I mean, that's I'm a big, not my platform. I'm a big, that's you part know, of my past. But yeah, but part of your platform is the whole big, beautiful, you know, bullshit. Not anymore. Right? Do, do you know my platform? <laughs> do you know my platform at all? Okay, do you know my story at all? But here's the thing. That's what it is, right? No, it's not. What is it? What is your my platform My platform now? is that I have lived through a lot of experiences Mm -hmm. that have led me to be in this body Mm -hmm. and to be who I am and that I am on a journey of loving myself into my house. Yeah, you're loving yourself. There's no excuse for that. There's no excuse. Because there's no excuse for it, that's why you're getting shamed. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for what, me existing? No, for you to look like that. What? Okay, question. Everything you said could be a byproduct, but do you think when a guy is saying Gorlock the Destroyer and when Brian titles this video it's a shame like that, tactic, you think yeah. he's really doing it to yeah, like it's a shame tactic. mitigate obesity? What? It's a shame tactic. No, it's never. Do you no. really do you think, think that's that why with the? Why you got to throw me under the bus? Why you got to throw me under the bus? Because you you're the one who titled it that. Well, first off, it was it was only recently changed. And did you do that because you were like, I want to mitigate obesity in America? Was that your? No, it was for the clicks and the success and the sensationalization. Everybody's searching for the. Everybody DMs me, Brian. Where's the gore? Which one's the Gorlock <laughs> episode? And I'm like, they, I get 20 DMs a day, Brian. I can't because it was titled Rage Quit Kiko versus Chase Round Two. Okay. There was not the uh, Ali Al Weezy was not in the thumbnail, so I just titled it Gorlock the Destroyer. Makes it easier for people My to find is- the video. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, I made it. I tried to make it. People are wondering, Brian. I get where's, the point. Where's the the the, the, the Al Weezy video? I, I put in the title so people can find it. I'm a nice guy. For I'm SEO, considerate. Yeah. I'm trying to save people so, time. Okay, so it could but, be a byproduct. My question is, do you actually nice think guy. that people, Andrew, like leaving those comments are doing it with those intentions? Or do you think it's... Like, could you concede that there's a little bit of like schadenfreude in there? Yeah, I think that the overwhelming majority... I wouldn't say all. I'm not putting everything in a monolith. Like people who I'm comment hippo. Trying to finish. Okay. Okay, so do Just I about. think... Do I think... Yeah, even that comment I think is legitimate. Because what's the point? The point is to make the comparison to this big, ginormous animal, which you're not, right? It's a shaming tactic. The whole goal of it is to tell the person, stop the behavior. If other people see what you're doing, this is bad. We used to have shame in society. It was good. It's good to it employ shame. It is definitely shame. not but good. Think they did a study. I'm so sorry. But they did oh, a they did a study. What was the methodology in the study? They, um, it's on, I think it was on Netflix. What's the methodology? Humans. 
Can I just finish my no, statement? No, I just want you to tell me the methodology. I'm going to tell you my statement first. They did a statement. <laughs> so you on, never even read study, the study. You don't know anything about anyways, the study. That humans mm. actually respond Ridiculous. better to positive affirmations and positive yeah. encouragement rather what than negative. What was the methodology for what was positive in the study? Um, they were doing like, they did a, um, a study of like, it was like a hundred humans or whatever. I yeah. Think what was the methodology it. for what they considered positive in the study? They, they had people up on stage and they like had them do a task. And to some of them, they told them they did a really good job. And to the next group, they told them they did a really bad job. Okay. And the next time they had that, that same group study come in and they encouraged them to do one thing. And they've, they've done so many of this where they encourage one and they don't encourage the other. And the ones that they haven't encouraged after they bring them back to do the exact same thing, the ones that have been encouraged those past two times excel and the ones that have not do not. They've done plenty of studies on that. So well, you're saying, you're, wait. so humans thrive <laughs> better on. from okay. positive, right. from positive. Like, all right, let's move. Encouragement, they do. I'm gonna, here. I'm going to okay. read some chats. Yeah, go I'm going to read some chats. All right, Andrew and Farha have the highest IQs out of everyone on the show, and their philosophy debates are pretty interesting. Would be cool to see Farah back on the Crucible for another long-form debate. Did, what was the? Wait, hold on. I'm going to save it for later. But what was the big thing that you guys... It was about rights? Women's you? suffrage? Mm -hmm. Oh, was that women's the big rights. thing? Yeah, women's rights. Is that, is that a TOS thing, you think? Why no. are you asking yeah, that's me? Fine. I don't, I don't do YouTube. There's nothing in violation of TOS for that. Okay, maybe uh, can we I can... Can I make one more point about can, the conversation we just had? I'll keep it, quick, it really short. But I'm going to move on right after you say it, so go ahead. Okay, so... Do you think that, like, you're saying because they're calling them fat or hippo, the goal is that they can actually change that behavior so it's beneficial? But what about the guys who leave certain comments just calling a girl ugly and it's not related to things she can change? Like, I feel like they stem from the same place, which is why I was saying I feel like the intention tends to just be sadism. Yeah, there's, I think there's some of that, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, we have Bender the Offender. Ladies, do you think mandatory paternity testing would hurt or help women in today's society? Do you want to stay for this, just this question and then... Okay. Does not um, give you wings. Ladies, do you think mandatory paternity testing would hurt or help women in today's society? I don't know. I feel like that's such a broad question because I feel like in some ways it could be harmful, but in other ways I think overall it would be helpful in terms of, you know, child support and knowing it but it's like that's odd because it's like what's the circumstance is it just like for every birth there's a paternity test yeah 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 in what ways would that be harmful yeah, yeah i was gonna just ask like because like if like the person is an abuser someone who's like you know doesn't uh -huh. necessarily they don't want to be tied to the person well i mean if that's it's that person yeah but do you have a right to hide paternity based yeah. on the fact that the other person's abusive i mean I would want to do anything I to get out so. of it. You think situation. so? I do just because if you're abusive to me, what are you going to do with the child? Yeah. That doesn't... Okay. Listen. You don't have a right to hide the paternity from a father based on, upon whatever your analysis is of abuse. I've heard things as, as ridiculous as this. Emotionally abuse, abusive. Yeah. What which means nothing. It yeah. means nothing. Yeah. That's crazy. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Because Emotional abuse is nothing? Yeah, it means nothing. It's it means a subjective nothing. analysis. It's subjective. It's yeah. subjective. Wow. Interesting. That's an interesting Well, listen, it's, it is subjective. Give me an objective standard I mean, for what's emotional abuse. I don't think that's subjective in the terms of psychology at all. Yeah, it is. Yes, it's yes, most it's, subjective it, 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 in psychology. Exactly. Exactly. It's a subjective analysis. So, so, like, let me give you an example. I can give you a, a really easy one, okay? Let's say that you're going out and you're overspending from my perspective. Like, let's say I'm married to a woman, I say, listen, you're overspending, okay? 
And you say, well, listen, I really need to spend this because I need X, Y, and Z for the household. You think the paper towel holder and this and that is very important. Maybe it is. Maybe it is important. And I think it isn't. So I go and I cut off your access to that threshold of money and give you a lesser threshold of money that I think is appropriate and you don't think is appropriate. Is that abuse? In that specific scenario, there's just like several factors to whether or not something is or isn't financial abuse. It's because it's subjective. That's why. And it's predicated on how the wait, woman can we, can feels we, about wait, what wait, you say. Wait, 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 hold on. Because I'll, Let, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. And it's predicated on how the woman feels about what you say. Like a lot of women just don't take kindly to being criticized at all. They don't take kindly to a guy. Even if a guy gets moderately upset and he raises his tone a little bit, you have women who will consider that emotional abuse. That's I not emotional. I don't, but I mean, to me, emotional yeah. abuse you, is like v verbal, like verbally saying really degrading, horrible things, and like a, a, a systemic thing over t a, a systemic thing over time. Excuse me. And so, I mean, like yeah, maybe I didn't initially understand the point you were trying to make with the suggestive because sub the subject. Subjective. Sorry, I'm yeah. stuttering really bad. It's okay. Right now. It's okay. Um, um, but in terms of emotional abuse being a factor, I think is important, though it is suggestive. So subjective. Thank you, subjective. Yeah. Even though it is subjective, it is something that, I mean, well, has, that, has that... long-standing effects on both yeah, right, parent and but... child. But when my initial point, I was thinking more so abuse of the other aspects because emotional is... It is impactful, but it's not as dangerous to like the health of the yeah, child you, versus the other one. So let's let's move into okay. If you if, fair enough, you say okay. When it comes to this, it's subjective, so maybe we wouldn't hide paternity on that. But if we move over to physical abuse, let's say right, you think that that's cut and dry. Well, what if uh, this guy he's convicted of uh, physically abusing the mom? Then shouldn't we be able to hide paternity? If she says yeah, I say I still say no, and here's why because plenty of people get accused of uh, doing domestic violence or doing things like this and they haven't actually done it. And so we're gonna yield to the word of the woman in this case and hide the paternity of that man's child for something which could easily be a falsehood. That's immoral to the utmost in, in my worldview. Okay, and I see that, but for me, it's like, if you're talking about a mandated paternity test, then at that point, that's the government getting involved in between the relationship and the personal affairs of people. And I am the kind of person that prefers to step off of unnecessary like government Wait, control. Wait, you're a, a communist. You want the government involved in the, the lie that literally every Who single the aspect hell said of, I was a communist. You did. When? Did you I thought earlier, didn't no, you say you, you were a communist? No, I was talking about capitalism, and you said the word oh. communism when that word never left my mouth. So socialism? I mean, uh, first, I'm not really here to debate how politics. Okay, I'm just I asking this. I can't even talk about Are dating. you a socialist? Um, I mean, I consider myself a leftist. Okay, That's, yeah, you don't care if government's involved in your life for all kinds of stuff. What, did you care if the government was involved in my life when there were certain mandates going on around? You didn't give a shit. But now suddenly you care <laughs> about, now suddenly you care about, about this. Hold on, I can't hold get on. into let's, that. Let's oh. into. But oh. you know what I'm Look. saying. Yeah, okay, I do now, yes. Yeah. But, um, Wait, I have a question. You said you, when it comes to, you wouldn't want the government involved with mandatory paternity testing. Like over people's but, autonomy. But let me ask you a question. Let's say, do you want kids one day? No. Oh, okay. 
So this is honestly for okay. me. This is just like a thing that I don't really want to do. Hold on. I mean, that was kind of an asshole move, but let's it was, let's, let's keep that it nice. That was a real asshole nice. move. Yeah, let's keep it nice, guys. Let's keep it nice, okay? Because um, some people are smart enough to know what's best for them, and for me in my life, okay, I don't want to have children. Just let me ask the question, okay? But I would, if I wanted to, okay. be a good mother. Okay. So, my question is though, do you think? You, you said you wouldn't want the government involved when it comes to paternity testing, whatever. Uh, so w are you not in favor of child support? Women receiving I, child support, for example. So I believe that whoever has the child should have support from the other partner, regardless of their gender. I think that okay. if a single father has the full custody of the child, Inf which enforced I live, by, I, in, which is enforced by the the, the courts, the state, the government. But the state, you, yeah. you said you don't want the government involved with mandatory paternity testing, so I'm just confused. But well, I mean, look, the government has its role. All right, the government has its role, and I don't. I mean, at the end of the day, you, but you do realize that, like, for example, in a a uh, child support dispute, mm -hmm. that the government would actually require if there if the the yes, man disputes and then that's a case paternity. Case basis, but when you're putting in a mandated paternity test, then that is adding a complicated layer of paperwork and testing. No, it's just literally for, as the, it's. You're already in the hospital. You're. you're it's actually the perfect scenario to. But like, does that apply to married? Really, conditions well, well, here's be better, my further questions: be, Is yeah. like, does that apply to married couples or couples that are still together, yeah. or are we okay? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Okay. Anyways, here, let's just go around the table. Every, so anybody like, can answer everybody. this. Um, do you think mandatory paternity testing would hurt or help women in today's society? Would mandatory paternity tests hurt or help women? In today's society. Or just be good? That's one of the super chat questions. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any children, but I don't see why it would be a problem. Okay, Madison? I feel like with the way not all women but a lot like a majority of women are moving nowadays like it it could be very harmful to their children and the Wait, man what, what would what be harmful mean? paternity testing like if they found out the child's dad was not the guy that she was with like that would be breaking their family apart uh, a <laughs> from from a mandatory place I, I mean i see your point i see your point uh, i don't what about the truth no, I think the truth is great. I think, oh, okay. yeah, no, Wait, absolutely. But, Everyone should know the truth, but I think it's going to be terrible for the children if the truth oh, is so revealed. Oh, so you're in favor. That's what I'm saying. If, with the way a lot testing. of women are moving nowadays, they're prob like a lot of children aren't going to be oh, having I dads see. anymore. So it would be, it would be bad for, for women, but you don't object to paternity testing. No, not at all. I, okay. I'm for it. So you awesome. acknowledge, okay, I see, I see, I see. Are you, are you in favor of that, Andrew? It sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that. The, the rates of paternity which is, are lied about is wildly understated wildly understated and uh yeah absolutely i think that if mandatory paternity testing was done there would be there would be significant problems for women but the kind of problems that i think they should see which is responsibility we for well, forever forever for inside of human society Men did not have this. Right. We'd never had the luxury of being able, we had to always take the word of the woman as to paternity. We don't have to do that now, and we absolutely shouldn't do it now. And even if it's not mandatory, everybody should get one no matter what, always. 
and, period. And, and, and just, and just pick you. Oh, and man. I have a hundred, I look, I have what I would consider a hundred percent faith and trust in my wife, mm -hmm. but I told her, well, also, I told her these words. Exactly. You're going to get the fucking test. And uh, if not, I'm out the door. Period. Well, also, there and are, that's not emotional abuse. Yeah. Well, they're that's also, emotional yeah, abuse. that would be considered emotional <laughs> abuse. Exactly. That was not a hundred percent trust and faith. I mean, it's your prerogative to do that, but. Okay. Well, it's not for her. It's for me. Yeah. Well, it's also, that's there are also cases where like the hospital will jumble up babies. No, it's not. It's as much trust as I can give you. Trust. It's as much trust as I can give. Yes, you because you can't confirm to, that. To, to There's no way for a man to confirm that. That's not trust. Well, what's worse to trust the, back the other way? Just being like, okay, yeah, no problem. Wait, Andrew. There's if it was ever I mean, any yeah, resistance. Yeah, that's how that works. That's yeah. how trust works. Yeah. yeah. What What is the like? What What's the pitch to? Like, how would you say that? Because I feel like if I would, were to say that to to a girl, I could see her like Bumping my down. wife or when I'm having kids. What could she? Get the fucking what paternity what? possible argument could a woman have towards asking you to get a paternity test other than it makes her feel bad she's unfaithful or like you don't trust other her. than it makes her feel bad what could the argument possibly be give me a single argument I other than because uh, it makes unfaithful. me feel bad i want to hear it but why would you want to make her feel bad so that's i feel bad if you're worried that she'd be cheating on you why would you even want to so that's i feel bad it's really. i feel bad saying clearly we don't have a strong foundation sorry that's i feel bad no it's not it's saying we don't have a strong foundation why would that matter I if it didn't make one of them feel bad because she could say like if we don't have a strong foundation of trust because because she feel, it makes her no, feel she bad. No, she could feel neutral about it and still be like, oh, okay, oh so he if she trust so me. wait a second, and maybe she feels he's neutral? gonna be maybe he's gonna be constantly if she anxious feels neutral about it. If she feels neutral they about it, if she feels yeah. neutral about it, who cares? Let her finish her point. Say your point. If they feel if she feels neutral about it, then who cares? I'm Good saying part. if you don't have trust in a relationship, typically that will lead to a bad relationship, regardless if the parties in the relationship feel bad about it or not. That was my only point. Yeah, but that's the only argument is feel bad. No, it's not. I literally said it doesn't matter if they feel bad or because not. She can object and say, clearly we don't have a strong foundation. Donated $200. Love your hair, Maddie. GL with your marriage. Brian, love the Andrew Marathon. Shout out Crucible. Taking Yo, Farah as my wife. KTHX. Okay, thanks. Yo, Bone Man, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Welcome. Uh, good to see you back in the chat, man. Go ahead, Farah, with your uh, point. I completed it. Yeah, so. Oh, she completed so it. The, the only reason that the trust variable is there is because it would make one feel bad over the other. That's it. I don't so know the that's only true. argument you would make for the trust is, you don't trust me, and that, what, Farah? You don't trust me, and that makes me. But it doesn't have to make you feel bad. I then why would it matter? Why would it matter? It's the basis of a relationship. It's a foundation relationship. Because if yes, it's exactly. not, and why is it a foundation? Okay, what about this? It's how, based maybe on how people feel. Maybe you don't care feel. or not. You're completely apathetic to whether your wife cheats on you, but maybe you still don't want her to do that even if you have no emotional reaction to it because you think that creates an unstable foundation for a relationship. Then even if you're completely apathetic and maybe you're a cuck and you get off to it. Then why would you care about the paternity test? How would that be an argument if it's just a neutral? You were saying, what is an objection to right, your, yeah, but your boyfriend how would that asking be you for a paternity test? Yeah. And I'm saying you could say, we're missing a, an important tenant of our relationship, an important pillar that isn't contingent on me feeling good or bad about it. That was my only point. Then if you don't feel good or bad about it, why would it be an important pillar? Same way I told you, maybe if your wife's cheating on you, but you don't necessarily care, wouldn't you agree that that could have adverse effects on the relationship, regardless so of those, how you feel well, about so it personally? Those, those would be like the adverse effects that you would be talking about are like her getting pregnant? No, not necessarily. Her getting, even giving you she, a even VD? If, even if she was infertile. Her giving you VD? What is that? Venereal disease? 
I don't think those would be your only objections well, to your wife stepping you know, out on you. I think how that your, makes you feel, then I don't I understand the your, objective. I, you're religious. From your Christian yeah. purview, you could probably outline a plethora of reasons for why you wouldn't want your girlfriend or wife to be sleeping with other people other than it makes you feel bad. You'd probably think it you know, has adverse yes, outcomes Yes, that's on true. I could appeal to an objective standard, yes. Yes, and most people in relationships not, What objective standard are you appealing to? Usually the tenets of trust in a relationship. That's not an objective standard. It's a subjective standard. Most relationships subscribe to that. Obviously, people can deviate from that. But yeah, but I that's think a that's a subjective standard. And at the end of the day, the only reason you appeal to that subjective standard is because if I don't trust you and you don't trust me, one of us feels bad. I just told you there's many instances where you might not feel there's bad. There's not a but you still single a one standard. of those that doesn't really boil down to it made the other person feel bad. And so, in no. your opinion, feel bad. He just disagrees. No, you even created a hypothetical neutral. So you said hypothetically, what if neutrally it didn't make you feel bad for your wife to go out and do this thing? What would be her objection? Okay, what if I found out my husband cheated on me and I genuinely have zero emotional reaction to it, mm -hmm. but I still want to dump him? Did I dump him because it makes me feel bad or because I feel like we don't have a strong foundation <coughs> what would, because there's what, dishonesty and there's a lack of trust? Why would, I don't understand. Why do you want this, the honesty and the trust inside of the relationship if you don't care if he cheats? To be able it's to not about don't around. care. I can care without it making me feel bad. Yeah, but okay, so you, you care, but it doesn't make you feel bad? That could happen, yeah. How? <laughs> you can't control yeah, your emotional response to something. Maybe you find out someone cheats on you or you found out your husband, you know, texted another girl and you're like, okay, this violates my boundaries. And you would boundaries. care about that because boundaries that it makes you feel bad. People Para. have boundaries that aren't always directly purely correlated to their feelings about it. Oh, really? So if guy is texting and you don't care, that means... It's not about don't care. It maybe doesn't make me feel bad. Oh, if it doesn't make you feel bad, then you care don't care, it. right? I don't agree with that. You don't. No. So you care if a guy's texting another person, even if it doesn't make you feel bad. I would still care, even if in that moment I felt apathetic about it. I would still end the relationship, even if I Based, personally didn't cry about even, it. Even even though you didn't care. Even if I didn't cry about it. Or why feel would you sad do anything? Insecure. Why would you do anything at all if you didn't care? Yeah, right. That makes no sense. That's the stupidest thing I've heard out of you tonight. Why would you do anything if you didn't care? Because reversely, I wouldn't set boundaries purely based on how I feel about it. So for instance, if I was overly jealous about my husband having a female coworker, uh -huh. I wouldn't then say, quit your job because this makes me feel bad. So it goes oh, both yeah, ways. Yeah, but that's something okay. you care about. Okay, but- Yes, but, it's both I, ways. I, I, I get what you're saying, but hypothetically, you're, hypothetically what you're saying is you can have values without having emotion tied to those values. Yes. And, and, Typically well, I, they are correlated, but not always. So the same way I can, you know, value honesty and trust. And maybe I have a visceral reaction to you having a female coworker and that could be irrational. So I'm not going to deduce my boundaries from my emotions. And likewise, I'm not going to always yeah, deduce where does my that emotions happen, though? from the boundaries. Where, where, where does that actually happen, especially in the context of a relationship? Yeah, the distinction and a husband here having is a female coworker? Well, the distinction oh. here is Me still feeling care. irrationally jealous about my husband having a female coworker? It happens every day. The distinction here you, is care. In the one, so what you're you doing rationally. is... You, you, no, sorry. Go ahead, man. Sorry. What? You said irrationally. You feeling That was my whole point. I can have rational boundaries and standards that don't always correlate to whether I feel good or bad because people feel bad all the time about things that are irrational, such as your husband having a female coworker. Yes. So I went and say, don't do this thing because it doesn't make, because it makes me feel bad. So that was my whole point. Yes, you, you can. I'm saying you can't in this context. So with the problem that you made with this particular hypothetical, when you reverse it, you introduce care. And I'm saying, fine, you can introduce care. It works in that hypothetical. The opposition hypothetical doesn't because I'm claiming that any of the standards that you would appeal to for why you would not take that test are going to appeal to care and therefore feel bad. I disagree and I already laid it out. Nope, you gave me a hypothetical where you just reintroduced the word care again. 
and said, in this case, if I did care, I then blah, blah, blah. Are, <laughs> I was saying people set boundaries in relationships that mm-hmm. are completely disparate from whether they feel good or bad. So yes. same way again, I may feel I bad. Agree. If my husband has a female coworker, I'm not mm-hmm. going to then say you can only work with men or you can only go to an all male gym. Yes. And likewise, I, I might say, context, don't works. text other girls and don't sex with other girls. But it, whether I break up with you isn't going to be contingent on whether when I find out I cry about it or not. No, no, no. Because Why I don't you feel wait, 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 whether you okay, cry? Disrespect or, is maybe wait, the variable here. Yeah. Before you even cry about it. Why did you set the standard to begin with? Because of certain values in the relationship. Because things you care about. That's what I was saying. Care about, that, but not feel good or bad. You said was, whether that it is just hurts a, her feelings. If, why do you? How could you care about it if you don't feel good or bad about it? I just explained. How no, I you really you. didn't. In this context, that doesn't work. Why would you set the standards if you didn't care about the standards because you felt good or bad about the standard? Because I can yeah, think there's Farah, certain. That, shut up. I can think there's certain oh, pillars. Wow, sorry. I can think there's. I could think there's certain pillars that breed a stronger get relationship out, out. No, regardless of whether or not I personally feel good or bad about it. And I know you agree then with why that. Why do you care about the stronger pillar? Because I want a strong relationship. Because you care about it? Because you value the relationship? You wanted to have... Because you care about it. I didn't say care wasn't a variable. I said feeling good or bad. And I'm saying you can't have the feel good or bad. If you care about something, you have to have the feel good or bad. bad, I gave you an example in which you don't... That doesn't have to be the case with the coworker. No, you actually didn't. What you do in that example is you just say, yes, in that case, for care, I do feel good or bad. And then I set reasonable boundaries. No, I said you don't. You don't deduce the boundaries from feeling good or bad. I think you do. Nobody does that. Everyone does that. Everybody does every, it. Every jealous, <laughs> every jealous wife says you can't work with other women. No, no, no. But the reason that they would say that or is not say that care. is because they, they care, care about it. And so, therefore, the, the fact that they care about it is why they set the boundary for good or it makes me feel good or it makes me feel bad because I care about it. Yeah, the emotion no, is going to be No, because I'm yes. saying they still feel bad about it, but they still let their husband work with other women because they realize yes, that's not going to have Yes, but that doesn't mean they don't feel bad about it. The reason that they, they could still feel bad about it and allow it, but they still feel bad. I know you see my point. And I'm saying that from your perspective in this particular case, why shouldn't a man or why shouldn't a woman take the paternity test if a man asks her to other than I feel bad that you asked me to do that and I told you why her feelings are irregardless of the fact that maybe she wants to have a strong pillar of having trust and faith in the relationship same way maybe I don't personally feel good or bad if my boyfriend says share your location with me but maybe I'll say like okay but if you don't trust me then this probably isn't going to be like a sustained relationship for a long period of time and okay the, the word trust there doing a lot of heavy lifting for your point so I feel like I feel like you wouldn't trust I just let let me finish fact, I just like no talk. I just want to say I didn't I'm not even disputing the fact or like the requ- sorry <laughs> of requesting um, a paternity test you were just asking what are some other objections yeah but even, I think it's your prerogative to ask but even in that even in that you're using the word trust there it's doing a lot of heavy lifting for your argument Am I to assume that you care about trust then? Mm-hmm. Yes, I never okay, said so hang care on, is yeah, not that, a variable. Yeah, stop, I said feeling stop, stop, good stop, or stop, bad. Stop, stop, Why would you care about stop. the trust? Why would you care about the trust? Because having a strong sense of trust in a relationship leads to a healthier relationship regardless of whether I feel good or bad. So even though I fe- may feel bad about the fact that my husband has a female coworker, if I have a strong sense of trust, that takes precedence over my feelings of good or bad. Yeah, okay. Forget the, the absent analogy inside of your relationship without qualifiers right without going just like just ask answer this single question what's so funny brian just answer this single no no brian tell me what's so funny no 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 farah answer this single just answer this single question trust 
inside of this hypothetical, okay, inside of your own hypothetical. The paternity one or the Yeah, the paternity one? one, which is doing all the heavy lifting here. The word trust there implies you care. We agree, right? That you care about trust. Yeah. Yes. And, and do you care about the trust? Because if you can't trust the other person, right, it would elicit a negative feeling no. in you. No. No. Okay. Wow. And there's nothing I can do. <laughs> nothing he can do. There's nothing. What do you he mean? Wow. Do. Do you it doesn't make. It, it doesn't make sense. It literally does. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Okay, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make. It doesn't make, it doesn't make you know sense. Because psychologically, sense. that's just if not how we're wired as humans. If you have a healthy relationship, don't you feel good? Yes, and I'm saying you could have a strong, healthy relationship and still get feelings of jealousy that have nothing to do with whether you trust the person or not. Yeah, but you. Yeah. T- but people get jealous if like a waiter hits on their husband, even if they know their husband will never in a million years sleep with that waiter. It doesn't make. Uh, sense. Yeah, but God. all that is tinkered by the feelings. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's you're the, all it, missing my point. Okay. We're all missing. No, your point. you. We're sorry. You just came sorry. in and started laughing at him as if you understood. We, we, I, 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 I got we're not. We're not. Yeah, it is. It is because at the end of the day, anything that involves two people being together is going to be predicated on emotion. Regardless. Well, regardless. I think regardless. No matter regardless. what happens, like there is a negative or positive response, and you exactly. have the exactly. Have, I see. I think you do have the choice. Summarize the argument so, for me, Brian. <laughs> I think you do have the choice whether you're going to express that or not. Yeah. Like you internally, you're going to have a positive or negative. Yeah, you're response, going to have a physiological. But sometimes, response. exactly, maybe you won't express it. Tell me anything you deduce from that conversation. Just anything. What do you mean? I'm, I'm focused. I, you know, I've, before I'm I was that. Just come here. in and laugh. I, and b- laugh before I was that, the distinction you hey. was making, not like. They feel it, but they don't act on it. Or is, like, is, is that, the, you say like can, a, um, you can feel jealousy, saying, but typically not. people create boundaries in their relationship that are completely disparate from how they feel. Because I might feel jealousy towards my husband even being around another woman, but I'm never going to actually realistically ask him to work in an all-male office. Mm-hmm. So likewise, I may feel offended or I may care about the fact that we don't have trust in a relationship without it making me necessarily feel bad. Because that was all in response to him saying, what would be the only objection to asking for a paternity test other than it makes my wife feel bad? And I said she might recognize that there's a lack of trust in the relationship, which is a necessary pillar for a long, healthy relationship. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yep. I don't well, think that's, okay, so, uh, that's okay. possible. So, Can we move on? <laughs> yeah, well, I got a question here. First, we got a chat here from Lum Sky. Thank you for the Canadian... 100, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Preferences are not akin to law like religion because we believe that God holds us accountable to his laws. Your preferences are not enforced by an external entity and are ultimately within your control. Andrew, I respect your conviction. Unfortunately, bro, I always, okay, I'll, 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 I'll wait till he's back. Here, we have another chat, though, while we wait for Andrew to come back. Stifler, ask everyone to rate their looks on a scale of one to 10, their looks, physical looks, scale one to 10. We'll start with you, we'll go around the table, go ahead. Eight. So 8.5. Eight, 8.5. I'm a 10. Seven. Eight. 6.5. Uh, I'd say 7.5, eight, four. That, that's lower than last time. Yeah. I, I used to say six. I'm a five. In front of all these beautiful women, how could I ever not humble myself down to a four, really? Proud of you, Andrew. Yeah. Took guts. I'm a five. I give myself a five. So wait, eight, eight point five, ten, seven? Eight? Okay. All right. Brian, you rated yourself lower than usual. Yeah, I've dropped. I've been Wait, getting a little chubby. Six and a half. See, now that's humble. Yeah, that's humility. That's right humble. There. That's, that's humility. 
right? That's the thing that's usually harder for men to do. Just, just say it, just point it. I've noticed a pattern here. I think men tend to fairly <laughs> accurately self-assess their own level of physical attractiveness, whereas I've heard women men not have so much. more self-esteem issues than women do. What's that? I've heard men have more self-esteem issues than women do. Mm. I feel uh, like I disagree a little bit. Why would you say that? Just, and I also heard that they're also more emotional. Um, Are they? Who have you heard these yeah, things Yeah, because, from? well, I mean, you guys will act off based off pride, and that is going to be like an emotion thing, um, not necessarily logic. Okay. Do you think but, men or women have more cosmetic geez. surgery? I think probably women. Yeah, probably <laughs> women. Do you think that that's because they have way more self-esteem than men? I... Don't point. think that necessarily what I'm talking about is the same thing. I just mean yeah, like, I, well, I think it is. Well, for instance, for instance, you just rated yourself a four, right? Yeah. And and maybe people may not agree with you. And I just rated myself a ten, and people may not agree with me, right? But we're just talking about simple our self esteem. My self esteem is clearly higher. No, than yours. I'm not sure that we are. I think that what we're talking about is value judgment, and I think that I'm making a way better value judgment than the value judgment that you're making. So the mm -hmm. value judgment that I'm making is this: I'm old, and I'm married, and I'm out of shape and I smoke, right? And I'm not a very pleasant person to be around for long periods of time, especially for the opposite sex. Like I know all of these things about myself. So my value judgment overall is a four. Tell me the value judgment of how you came to a 10. Oh yeah, um, I just think that in general, we should think that we are great. Right, so you just decided it with, there's no value judgment there, you just decided it. Yeah, he asked me what I would rate myself, and yeah. because it's my opinion looks. about myself, just looks. I am. I'm, I, it took a long time for me to love myself, and I do now. And so, yeah, I think that, like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a misty ten. I have a question no, I, for you. Wait, 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 hold on, just one sec. Um, do you and think you're a seven five? I said eight. Oh, yeah. Get it right. <laughs> how Andrew. did you come, get it right? How did you Andrew. come to that value judgment? Because I don't put within my value within a rigid, uh, rigidity. A rigidity? That's not the right word. Rigid. Rigidity. Rigidity, Thank you. yeah. Um, I don't put that within that rigidity of certain, I guess. Value judgments. More subjective opinions about what value is because I know my value, I know my worth, and I know my beauty that I hold within myself for myself and that is appreciated by other people. <coughs> Because at the end of the day, beauty is subjective and it is absolutely within my right to hold myself to a higher value and how I conduct myself in the world around me. Yeah, but the, when you're talking about the value judgment here, my wife, I'm sure that she has a way higher value judgment of me than I have of me. I would agree that she probably should from her subjective assessment. She probably thinks I'm a great provider. She thinks I'm a great father. She thinks I take care of all of my responsibilities and duties. She can 100% trust me. Um, so she probably has this really high value judgment of me. But when I'm doing an actual assessment of me, like Andrew Wilson, the person, and my looks and how it's reflected outwards to other people, right? I'm adding this value, this value, this value, this value, this value, like a mathematical formula to come up with that equals four. What are you doing to come up with that? Other than I just think that we should have high self-esteem so that we, because I just think so. Because I know I'm a good person. Because frankly, if we want to get aesthetic, I don't have a busted face, I'm fat. And if people want to reduce my value because of my fatness, that's not my problem. And that is not the um, ideology I hold for myself. Um, I 
am someone who is pursuing weight loss, not for aesthetics, not for looks, but for my health. And it is something I'm moving forward with because I have been for the past two to three years now working on my self-love and loving myself into a place to care enough about myself to take my health back into control when I was being consistently shamed when I was gang stalked on r slash fat people hate in 2015 when I have looks like it works. Consi- I'm still Disavow. speaking I mean, it looks like it works I'm still right? speaking it works get, because you're gonna you change know, you're really great at over talking and being disrespectful and I'd love the opportunity to get my point but, across okay but the, so just just to cut in here a little bit the original question was rate your looks because <laughs> yeah. you mentioned your personality you have a great personality or whatever it is. And I and like I said, my fatness doesn't devalue me. Why? So I'm an A. Why doesn't it? Because I think that fat you can think. be beautiful. It's my assessment about looks, perspective. Right? Yeah, but why, yeah, okay. why is it that your own why assessment of your looks has nothing to do with how the external world perceives you? That's my because problem. Because I don't give a shit. Right, because you, you don't care, so there's no I real value judgment. I don't care about other people's how opinion can, of me. How can it's you not more important than the opinion of the world. I want myself. Yeah, and it if is. You if you don't live that way, that sucks for if you. If there's a value judgment of how you would self-assess your own looks, the only possible conceivable metric I could even think of would be the perception of how other people view you for your value judgment and of I how you look. And I was in a relationship look. for almost eight years with someone that, who thought my how body you, how could he, was how could the most ever come beautiful up with the thing he had ever he seen. That was and he, he had told me that, those the that you more often than not. Go ahead. He had told me that more often Wait, than not. Wait, can you speak certain Yeah, time? he had told me that more often than not. I have been pursued by many men who think I am gorgeous and beautiful. That perception exists whether you have it or not. Okay, so assume Absolutely. for a second, I can assume inside of, like, I can envision a world where you're the only human being who's inside of the and world. And guess what? I'll and never be the, the only one who thinks I'm hot, and I know that bugs the yeah, yeah, shit yeah, yeah. out of if you, If you're dude. the only human being who's inside of a world, I can perceive, I can perceive mm-hmm. that I can come up with whatever, whatever metric I want for myself, because I have nothing to compare it to. So if I have nothing to compare it to and I have nobody else's value judgment, then I can say I'm the most beautiful person who's ever lived. And I w- that would be true. But if I have the value judgment of hundreds of millions of people <laughs> to mean? compare the standard to, and I know that I'm below that threshold and just decide that I'm above that threshold anyway, I'm not the only that's not based on anything objective. You're just making shit up. No, I'm not, babe. our opinion. So yes, it was a made up opinion from us. Yeah, it is. For sure. Yeah, it's but that way was overstated. That was the true. point. The only person who does not have your about perception that is you. of your truth is not the same for myself or, any, or anyone else. Back. Yeah, what is, I mean, what is truth in a world also, that you're and, an and eight? What's, and what societal standards in which country? I must In every shit country on planet Earth, she's not an eight. Wait, Respect- Respect- you're ridiculous. It's ridiculous. In, in different places, uh, different nice. people Let's like different things. Yeah, he's so combative, bro. It's wild. Well, he gets very upset. And I, live, I live so in reality. Do you know what reality is? That is the bottom line here, and I've been respectful. Well, how many it's not disrespectful. I'm just telling you what's true. Oh, what was the energy about me being a mother, bro? That was energy you put towards it. That was me being able to. No, I'm not going to claim. I have been taking it respectfully for hours. No. But to be fair, also, it's interesting to claim to be so religious and so close to Jesus mm-hmm. and be so negative. To tell the truth? No, I'm just saying, just to be so What negative. would Jesus do? He'd he be like, t- you're a tense, sweetheart. Forget objective reality. He would turn the other cheek. If I believed he would turn the other cheek. He would love me as one of God's children. Yes. He would know that yes. if my journey and my life is embarrassing to the religious. 
whether he loves yeah. you or not. And you know what? Being fat is not bad. Yeah. It's embarrassing though to <laughs> claim the religion you have. Just how negative, how negative. Just fucking crazy. There's gonna be other people who are gonna be like, I don't claim this because it's like this is part of the reason why you're hypocritical. There's no hypocrisy. You're claiming to love and be this one big thing, and then to be so negative instead of encouraging your Satan, even anything in actual love, my neighbor, encouragement is what she's constructive way you kind of just get pink and start yelling the only <laughs> way the pink. only way yeah he gets real like the only way that i can get a, get a word in when you <laughs> shrill harpies are screeching is for me to talk loudly oh no you i mean you're really great you at over talking it it's one of your best qualities you well i have tonight. to cut into cut down on the prattle that's true push back on pink after all of that I'm a terrible moderator. Okay, I'm a shit. I'm a dog shit moderator. Okay, hold on. Let me just come in really quick. Let me just come in. All right, put your put your swords away for just a sec. The views expressed by the panelists do not necessarily reflect the views of me or the whatever podcast. Now, uh, you said. Okay, I. I have a question for you. I have a question for you. What? Do you, you, you? I think you said women should view themselves better. Not just women, people in general. Oh, in general. But so do you think all women should view themselves as tense? I would love them to, yes. And not because everyone also let, agrees with them. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are all women tense? I have a, I'm, I'm attracted to men. No, I'm not saying whether you're attracted to them, but I'm yeah, sure so, you can, I'm sure you can recognize perceptive. a beautiful, like a beautiful woman. It's perceptive. But do you think all women are tens? In their own right, for sure. What? Not sure what that means, but okay. Uh, are all men tens? In their own right, for sure. No, but do you think all men are tens? In their own right, for Would, sure. In their, I don't really understand... <laughs> In I, their I just, own right, for sure. Things just, I can appreciate things that I'm not necessarily attracted to. Does that make sense? But do you, okay, do you think... So in what? your eye, are all men tens? Like, just aesthetically. So just by looks. I, because... Like, and women. Okay, so and women. Okay. Because I know that someone thinks they're a ten, in my mm -hmm. mind, that's good enough to be part of the ten, Yes. It are, would I necessarily date them? Maybe not. Well, but as far as like believing they're 10, I know, for instance, is ice cream bad just because someone doesn't like the ice cream? No, everyone's going to have their different opinion of it. And so the fact that someone likes green mint ice cream, for me, it might not be my person, but does it make it bad ice cream? No, it could still be good ice cream. So for that person, I don't, maybe they're not necessarily, if would I date them, but do I believe they should think they are a 10 is what I've said earlier. Yes, I believe they should think they are a 10. I, okay, I just... I think they. Should, I think all people should love themselves. So if we ask the question, it sucks way, so much to not love yourself. And said, if you mapped it onto reality, if you just mapped it onto reality, okay, then what I was would you say? Talking about some other thing. Yeah, what would you say then if you mapped it onto reality? What do you mean? The, are all women's ten if you mapped it onto reality, rather I, than how you kind of subjectively feel like they should feel about themselves? Yeah. If you were to map it onto reality outside of that subjective analysis, I think it would vary depending on where I'm at. You're in Kazakhstan. I don't know what the women are so, like. So, so what They're would you say? Hot, For say example, what would you say? Stacked. What would you say Scarlett Johansson would be aesthetically, cross-culturally to most men? Do you think most men would find her attractive? Country. Russian milk. It depends on what's, I'm only talking from someone who you guys all would not find to be attractive. Like, I'm not someone you're into, but I know there's men who think that I'm the shit. Sure. And uh, different countries I go, like, like we were talking about it last time, like I might be like, and someone was clowning, they're like, she's not a Seattle 10, but like, I think it really depends on where you're at. What country could Scarlett Johansson be considered not pretty in? I don't know, I haven't been to all the countries. Could you even envision that there is one? I could, yeah. You could? What would I you could. speculate? Um, I would speculate She's okay. that the, I mean. the, the, the area where it would be attractive would be 
in a culture where the people look like that. Like Sweden? So you don't Scandinavian think. Cultures? So what you're saying, Europe? Just Europe in general? I mean, sure, it depends on, I mean, I just think You don't think Africa either? It depends. I'm probably South Africa. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it just depends. Like, I'm going to go different places and people are going to receive me different. I was considered to be beautiful in China, but not necessarily someone they would be attracted to, if that makes sense. And when I went to Trinidad, I was the shit. In California, Mm -hmm. people don't really care that much because I'm not necessarily their societal standards of beauty. So I really think it depends on where I'm at or where the person's at. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to be mean here, but I, I don't think you're a 10. I know, you said that. What did she say? I'm s- Seven. See, look. Catholic. That's why it's Catholic. I was raised Catholic. What does that have to do with anything? Here, we have, we have another conversational thread here that we can get into. Uh, Misty, last time we were on, we got into a big, fun debate. Oh, we were talking about the patriarchy and systems. <laughs> oh, my God. And oppressor oppressed. We talked about words. white men. You remember? You remember? Can't, can't remember. Now, no. I have the ultimate representative here of the patriarchy <laughs> and i was hoping that you guys oh, could have right. a, a calm and collected conversation about i don't know patriarchy and systems of the oppressors and the oppressed white men you want a white male to have a conversation about who's oppressed with a black female? Yes. That sounds yeah. dope. Not gonna the, lie. The, the white half Whoa. of you. I don't know that I need to have. Thank you. I don't. I don't Wait, know that I've got that on my shoulder. I know. I just don't know Wait, that I've got that all got, in my in my heart right now. I came here to talk about dating. I don't want to talk about oh. that with my grandfather. Wait, who's your grandfather? Sorry, my grandfather's also a white male. So you, I was just like, I don't want to have that. Did you just say something rather ageist? No, I'm talking I'm about. I'm deeply offended that I'm you talking would refer about to Andrew like, as a. I just I was raised by a white male and a white female, and mm-hmm. so yeah, the uh, the the experiences we have are so vastly different that I'm just not even interested in going down that road. It's like standpoint theory. I'm just it's a lot. It's it for me. It's just a, it's it's a Where's lot Madison? emotionally to have to like unpack that. And I know you make us not understand, but it's. It's, no, I understand. It's, it's called standpoint theory. Oh, okay. So yeah. fem- feminist standpoint yeah, theory that you went back through and rewrote all of American, literally, I'm not kidding, they rewrote all of American history from the perspective of women because they felt like just giving a detailed actual historic analysis wasn't fair because it had to come from the perspective of women. So that's, that's what you're talking about. It's called standpoint theory. It's, I don't know that I was talking about that. Uh, well, it's the same, same exact thing you're saying. Because my experience is so vastly different, our perspectives are going to be vastly different, right? But then the question comes down to, well, which perspective should no, we no, listen to? No, 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 it's not to, that. Right? It's just that I don't want to. No, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we, can, maybe we can get back there a little bit dating, later. Maybe. Oh, let's talk about dating. Was, that's okay, not fine. really related to dating, sure. is it? Well, feminism, you know, I think talk that's very much related to dating it because is. feminism, you know. Feminism. Okay, so. Here, you want you want to talk about dating? Let's talk about dating. Let's talk about dating. Let's talk about body count. God. Let's talk about body count. So Should stupid. do you object? Because a lot of times men men care a lot about about this. Do you object to men caring about a woman's body count? Starting with you. I just think body count's arbitrary. Arbitrary. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Farah, what about you? Um, I think I've said before, if the man is also highly selective and disciplined, I think it's totally his prerogative to prefer a woman with a low body count. Okay. 
What about you? Yeah, I don't have a issue with it. Do is it immature? I'm sorry. Is it immature for a guy to care about body count? The past is the past. What? I just I really believe that <coughs> you should get what you want, and if that's something that you want, go for it. Now, would it make me feel sad if I decided if I wasn't part of your your crew and I I liked you and I because of my body count you were not interested? For sure, but will I live? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, you're about to be asked a question. You could have yeah, started there's this. There's not room here. <laughs> yeah, there's no room. Okay. Um, I feel Is like. Is there room for you? Let's come this way a little bit. No. If he takes his leg out, then yes. But I feel not. like it's up to the person, to be honest. Like the girl. I mean, if she she doesn't mind. Wait, it's a the guy, right? If the, if, how do you feel Either about men who care yeah. about body? Do you object to men having a preference in body count? Like if No, because it's their okay. choice, All right. right? Catholic. All right. I do not object. Okay, you said, not. It was, you said it was <laughs> arbitrary. Yeah, so to go back <laughs> on whether I object or not, right I just think that at the end of the day, yeah. um, it's their individual right to choose if they care about that aspect or not because mm -hmm. for both sides that's like aspect i don't care about from right. my perspective so if someone has that then that's just it's not a compatibility factor for us and that's fine with me well arbitrary means without system so it's not arbitrary we have a system in place to know what this is which is how many men a woman's been with that's the system so it's not really arbitrary you make a distinction that um it doesn't mean anything or it's not important to you, but it's definitely not arbitrary. So I just like backing up, I'm just curious, why do you, th do you think from the man's perspective, if the preference is to hold the, the double standard, which is that we find it to be very important, you don't find it to be important, do you think we're holding a double standard? I, I think this double standard exists if a man has a high body count and refuses to be with women with a low body or high. But that body doesn't make count. it wrong. It's, it's it is a double standard. It, it, it's, it's a double standard, but it's mm -hmm. there by it's, by definition. It's what it's it's what they choose to do, and I just I'm just not really in the business of telling men what I think they should or shouldn't do if I'm not interested in having them as friends or partners. So it's just like I, I well going around the table once more. So uh, some of you said body count doesn't really matter. Uh, don't object to, or you do object perhaps to men caring about body count. You think it shouldn't matter so much. You think it shouldn't be such a big deal. Uh, what's your body count? I don't have an exact number. I have an idea. R range is fine. Um, probably somewhere between 50 to 60. 50 to 60, okay. Um, Farah? Zero. Into the mic? Zero. Okay. Now, just real quick, because after the last panel, when you said that, a ton of people went nutso in my Discord and said that they had video of you saying the opposite of that. And that you basically are just LARPing and just pretending that that's true. And I just, I'm not saying that they're right because I, I don't know. I'm just saying that that's what they said. If I say. had to guess what they're responding to is I make skits on TikTok, kind of like satirical skits about discussions of gender. So I have like an off-screen male voice. So he'll ask me a question or I'll read a question being like, what's your body count? And it's all scripted and I'll say something like, um, eight. And then he'll say like, that's disgusting. And I'll ask him like a question response. Oh. So they're responding to like, yes, skits. Okay. Cause every time I've talked with you, uh, it's always yeah. been the same. So I have no reason to doubt it, but I had seen that. So I thought I'd yeah. ask. Oh, I don't share. Ra range. You want to do no, a range? I don't share. Range. I don't share. Okay. 
Probably like eight. Probably like eight. Or nine. Or ten. <laughs> eight or nine. Or ten. No, not ten. Eight or nine. Okay. All right. Not ten. I will not be sharing. Maddie. What? Okay. Well, you've shared before. Yeah. She has a boyfriend. I do. Multiply it by three, and that's the real number. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. I mean, that's, that's, that doesn't apply. Maybe honest, yeah. Let me be clear. I wouldn't. I mean, if I'm saying that high of a number, if it was higher, I would say it was higher. Right. Say okay. Right. Just to be clear, I don't think that's really nice to this situation. Next time you have to say twenty because you know they're already going to multiply. Yeah, so, so actually, it's well twenty. <laughs> okay. It, uh, so okay. Got it. Cool. Cool. Uh, Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> how, wait, Brian, right. how many are you at? We just skipped you, and we skipped all the men. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. We'll do the men. We'll do the guys. Yeah, what okay. do you mean? Why would we not uh, do the men? I don't, I don't know. I lost count. I've been around the block. Ha have you said it before on the show? Yeah, I have said it. What? What is it? I said it was probably between 50 and 60. Wow. Oh, Multiply by then three that. and you have the number. <laughs> you guys got something in common. Mm -hmm. I think the quote in the movie is like divided by three. For men. Oh, really? Yeah, because men, men will lie. You should have said 150, bro. Uh, Mason? Uh, zero. Oh, I'm married. I can't disclose oh, that kind of information. <laughs> if you're not willing to, I'll tell you what, I'll go if you go. No, oh. I won't be doing oh. that. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'll go if I'm you not go. married. I'm not doing that. Oh. When I yeah, want I know. something I, down, then fine. we can come back here. I got you. That's fine. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, Why I don't know what that has to do with anything. I'll definitely go if you go. Yeah, no, I, I don't really care that much Did to you share it with you. Did you save yourself for marriage? <laughs> huh? Did you save yourself for marriage? If I show you no. yours, you show me mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. It's good times. I'm curious, going around the table. Uh, that wasn't even like a thing when I was younger. <laughs> Who here considers themselves? Wait, did you say your number? I, I missed it. I'd rather not speak about that. Okay. <laughs> um... All right, going around the table, who here considers themselves a feminist? Can we have the definition before you ask that question? Somebody who hates men? <laughs> not me, I'm straight. Huh? I said not me. Well, I suppose you could still be By straight and hate, hate men. I don't know, I mean. There's a lot of men They hating. are difficult. I'm not going to lie, but no, I don't hate men. Okay. All right, I'm being a little facetious. Well, but, we went by your definition. Uh, a feminist... Somebody who believes things that aren't true? I'm That's sorry, I'm so not being very generous. I definitely am a feminist. I'm, I'm not being very generous here. In <laughs> yeah. I believe all things untrue only. All right, here. Uh, the, most, the most generous definition, uh, somebody who advocates for women and the rights of women. That's the most generous definition I can give feminism. By that definition, for sure. Yeah. So uh, far it's been but, no, yes, no, yes. So it depends on what your definition, I suppose. That's yeah. the most generous definition I can give it. Well, by going by that definition. Do you have a, maybe a counter definition for feminism? No, I don't. That's the thing is like when he says that, I want to be specific what it is because um, because of the debate that he's trying to get into. So I just yeah. want to be well, specific. Well, okay. So my view of feminism is, and I don't object to women's advocacy or women's rights, but because by definition, but, then... But what I th they're trying to paint it as this 
again, there's nothing wrong to fight for women's advocacy or women's rights, but they claim to be fighting for equality. And that's very different than women's rights or women's advocacy. So my view is, for example, if there is some form of equality that does not stand to benefit women, said feminists will not fight in order to secure said equality. Mm. Where feminists or women do not stand to benefit from some form of equality, they will not fight for it. I guess by that definition, I'm not then. Because so it's I not clear. So I guess when it comes to feminists, feminists saying they're for equality, it's not clear to me if they're well, for equality. I just feel like we have different strengths, so I wouldn't believe that we could be equal. Like we do have different strengths, and I think we should should be celebrated for those different strengths well, no, instead like, of trying example, to become each other. Wouldn't it be in the in the way that we've equalized a lot of things in society, given women equal rights? Wouldn't it be equal to make women subject to military conscription? That yeah, would no. that would be equality, right. but I'm I don't I'm pretty sure I don't believe I've never heard a feminist object to that. Yeah. No, feminists would feminists would say we want to do away with military conscription, which is just not politically tenable for any. It's never going to happen. You can't do away with military conscription. I'm pretty sure feminists will say that they want to be drafted. Mm. You're thinking yeah. of maybe like trad wives, but feminists do no, not most. Say that. <laughs> I um, most fem if what about this in Florida in Florida there was a bill to equalize. Why do you think feminists would say that? No, trad. Oh, do you think feminists have like fought to want to enter male-dominated spaces even if they don't benefit them? Maybe not like only for no. Instagram. Nope. Only they don't. They don't. Like for instance, feminists don't fight to go and have teams against professional male NFL players, do they? But they no, no, that's a men's space. Do feminists try to go and advocate that they can have teams of women go play football against male NFL players? They literally do, and then people laugh at them, which is somewhat justified in my opinion. And people say like they literally no don't. They are you literally serious? are not out there advocating for that. Sure Brian, they're out there advocating for their own teams against women, but no. not really teams against men in contact. Brian, sports, have you right? never heard a feminist say that there should be desegregation of gender in sports? Yeah, but they're talking Wait, to it, the T issue. I don't they're think, not talking to that. I don't. No, no, no. I, I don't even mean in terms of T issue. Have you have have you heard feminists say that like, oh, we as female athletes want to compete with male athletes? Because I feel like that is something that they say, and I think that's a more laughable point of feminism. It's possible they've said it, but I've never heard yeah, that. That's okay. really, I've never even seen what what I've seen feminists do is move legislation towards having their own teams, right? Yeah. Having their yeah. own leagues. Having the female version of the you know the WNBA, having all of that, I've never seen them advocate to have teams actually go up against the male. I've never seen that. With the T issue, just questioning as that progresses, and I don't know how we're going to end up, but I mean that's going to end up being in question. Yeah, but the feminists are against the T's. Some of them, but some of them are not. Most of them are. Most of the feminists are against the T's because of this, because they say, we fought all this time to get our own leagues, and now you're going to let men in them. <laughs> That's why they're so mad, I right? Mean, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I think, I think that this is an incorrect analysis, honestly. I think I'm just too deep in the feminist discourse. So, like, feminists go after TERFs, and TERFs go after people who say that. So mm -hmm. I think, like, I see it. Well, TERFs are the feminists. The other ones aren't feminists. The other ones are postmodernists, and they just kind of call themselves feminists. But right. TERFs are actual feminists. Those were the ones who were in the 60s who were burning their bras and doing yeah. all that shit. That's, that's, that's the That's why I think turfs. it's kind of like counterproductive to even say, like, oh, do feminists do this or this? Because even within feminist discourse, like, they all hate each other yeah. and each other's principles. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that there's not certain principles they both go towards. So, in, well, in this case, egalitarianism, that would be one of the major ones. And the assumption that men and women can be interchangeable widgets, 
whether or not they advocate and move legislation towards something that makes sense, like if we actually were interchangeable widgets, should women's team uh, you know, go up against men's NFL teams, they may not push that way, right? Instead, they push towards having their own teams, this and that, but definitely there's core underlying principles that they're after. I completely after. disagree. I feel like I'm just way too deep in it. Like I just always hear them butt heads. It's like whether we should have a category for like female Jeopardy winners or some feminists think that that's super degrading to women. I just, I see all the conflict. Okay, so when I'm talking about principles, let's make sure we clarify this. You and I would agree on what egalitarianism is, do you think? Or do we, would we need to define it? Yeah, could you? What's that? Yeah, could you give your definition? Of egalitarianism, it would be like a form of movement towards equality. Right, but even that's kind of vague, right? Because there's so many different ways people can interpret it. Yeah, but I mean, at some point, we're, we're going to have to reduce it to something we can agree on. So what, what do you think egalitarianism is? Would that work for this or no? No, it would. But like I'm saying, like feminism, again, is also a definition of pushing towards women's rights and equality. But then there's so much conflict about how yeah, you but, actually achieve that and what it means. But so that's why I feel like we should get more the, specific. Yeah. What I'm saying with, with the principle, though, like the principle of egalitarianism, you're not going to say that modern feminists and TERFs and all of them don't believe in the principle of egalitarianism. You're not going to say any of them do. Like that's one core for the analysis of the whole that you would say is a principle they have in common. I'm not even trying to be devil's advocate. I'm genuinely disagreeing because I think a lot of TERFs will say, like, we need our own spaces because we're physically weaker. Like, we need to be a protected That's class. That's the egalitarianism. Okay. So then egalitarianism just feels really broad right now. Well, no, there, there could be an analysis of which way you move for what is equal, but they still believe in the principle of the thing. Okay. I just disagree. I, like I said, I think a lot of TERFs will say that, like, we are a weaker gender. We need to be protected. You think TERFs will protection. say, I don't believe in egalitarianism, honestly? I would, yeah. Really? Yeah. Which ones? Like I just said, the like ones the who whole think thing we that should makes be a protected class. Is they're like, we fought for women's rights and equality and egalitarianism, and now the T's are coming in and wrecking all that by allowing men into women's space. That's their whole thing. Right, and typically they're saying it on the premise that women are the weaker physically gender, and so they want to be a protected class. They want to have locker rooms to themselves in which... You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but they're saying if men can have their own teams, we can have our own teams. That's mm -hmm. egalitarianism, right? I'm just saying I've seen so many feminists say that they want to compete with men in sports. I've seen so many feminists say we want to be a protected class. I've seen some say we don't want a separate category for like female awards and intellectualism. And yeah, but the principle would still be overlapping all of those. I guess, but then the principle seems kind of irrelevant to the conversation because it doesn't actually get at any of the issues that are being discussed. Then one of the fav my favorite things that you've said all night then is that egalitarianism is so broad we don't even know what the fuck it means. Okay. So all right, I'm fine with that. Okay. We have a chat here. Uh, I pulled this up earlier, but it was uh, directed at you, Andrew. Andrew, I respect your conviction, but you can be nicer. That's from Lum the Sky from Canada. I, th I feel like... Um, I feel like people often conflate that when you're having a heated argument or discussion or you mm -hmm. say say things which are uncomfortable that that's meanness doing like this i associate i associate kind. yeah you. i associate uh, i don't care what a woman's analysis on what kindness is or meanness i have a different standard clearly on what those things are i don't think that it's cruelty or uh being unkind or being mean to say things which are obviously objectively true that people just don't want to hear because it makes them uncomfortable. Not, that, that's not that objectively not, true that, that I shouldn't about. have children. You that is not objectively kind of, that's not. true. I didn't Period. say you shouldn't have children. Your, you did. You were nope. like, you your, yes. Nope. Your movement she was, said, was not 
What your happened movement, was she said, I don't want to have children. And I said, went, yes. Your See, movement that was an indication of your opinion. her. But that action alone is what, what we're talking about. And that What's action, wrong with that action? It's not kind. Why is it exactly. unkind? She, that's what she said. <laughs> because you did it with malice. Thank oh, you. It's the, so it's in the tone, not what is said. That's my point. Oh, come on. You can at least concede that you did that to be concede a bit of an ass. Concede nothing. I mean, he literally said it was an asshole move. No, so. yeah, you zero said concession. It. Can we rewind? You like, literally, you did like, say that. Roll the tape. Yeah, I'm not you saying you shouldn't that. do you it. I'm just saying, but you did it to but be, like, cheeky and a little bit. Yeah, so the thing is, is, like, was it hilarious? Yes. But was it mean? No. It wasn't mean. Was it hilarious? Mm, mediocre at best. Again, subjective. Yes. Then why were you laughing? I wasn't laughing. Well, you should have been. I didn't. I know, but she was. Okay, well, there you got one. You should have popped her one. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Sweet. <laughs> so, uh, any, anyone have anything dating related they'd like to get off their chest here? I'd like to talk about dating for a little portion of the show, if you guys don't, don't mind. Oh, you're anything? mediating now. I love that. Uh, I'm trying a little bit. I'm trying to <laughs> you were clicking a lot. Are you playing solitaire? <laughs> what? Are you playing solitaire? No, I've never. I haven't. Four and a half hours. I literally four. hear you click. I see the mouse four, four, five hours into the show. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right. So, uh, and does anybody have anything dating related that they would like to get off their chest? Maybe... For the ladies, men are pissing you off in some way. You know, they're not buying you your dinner. Uh, you know, whatever it may be. Is there anything, anything you guys want to talk about dating related? I, Maybe, I just, what about the orgasm gap? We can talk about orgasm gaps. What is that? Apparently, women are not coming as much as men are. That's in sexual what encounters. I have a good dating topic. You mean per sex, per person, or the what group? You got? What are you talking what you got? about? I was all, I've, I've been wondering about this, bringing this topic up. If if women think that the sisterhood is stronger than the brotherhood when it comes to dating, so meaning you think women uh, are more unified around um, like uh, keeping secrets and supporting each other and things like this when it comes to the dating market Absolutely than men are. Not. Well, men talk a lot though. They talk yeah. way more than we think. No. <laughs> no. Not really. they, they create podcasts where they talk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like women will ensure each other that everything is okay no matter if it's right or wrong. You mean that Thanks. toxic Ooh. best friend stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I would argue that women talk more. I think we know it's more. a joke though when we do that to each other. I would argue yeah, that, for example, Bender the Offender donated $200. You could talk about how more women are cheating than men now. Is that true? Is that true? Is it true? Is that I don't know. I've heard some studies about... I don't cheat. Perhaps it's the case. I What? Look, why, why don't we go around the table and see who cheats? cheating more than men, though. Yeah, that's kind of... I, I mean, I... I would say, though, when it comes to who talks more, mm. for example, women talk after more. An, a, a, an encounter, the first time having sex Five with somebody, four. hold on, hold on, guys. Any study you look up a show <laughs> Look, look, you know you lying. <laughs> no, can, can you stop interrupting, please? Okay. First time encounter, a woman is going to tell her best friend all the details about the encounter. They're going to tell them penis size, they're going to share intimate details, whereas men, most men, I would say, aren't sharing those details with their friends. Like, for example, I would have to be dating a girl for like three to six months before I even 
before any of my friends even know who she is. Really? Yeah. That's I'm not, valid for mature adult men. Though. Yeah. Most like, men I'm not, are like, yeah, like, like girls, are, girls yeah. will be like, after having their first uh, sexual experience with a new guy, will tell their girlfriend or girlfriends everything. How big was his dick? How long did he last? Da 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 da. All these fucking details. I refuse to share with my male friends any sexual details. They won't even know if I've slept with a girl. I will not disclose because I'm. I don't want to, I'm very discreet. I would not disclose any detail, any intimate details to even my closest male friend. Oh, you hung out with Becky yesterday. How was it, Brian? Oh, it was good. That's it. That's all my male friend is getting. Would you guys agree with that? What if it was like a famous Instagram model I think who you for and the your most friend part, have yeah, like exactly. talked about? As he was talking <laughs> about. If it was like a famous IG model who you and your friend have like talked about. I don't date. Famous IG models. <laughs> right, but, but, but if they were, <laughs> I mean, like, if some guy who, or some girl, since you're famous, if, like, some girl who you and Am your, I famous? I don't think so. I'm hyping you up. If okay. some girl who, like, you and your Thank you. boys have, like, talked about, I'm like, this girl's so hot. Like, I don't talk to my, I don't talk to my male friends okay. about, oh my God. But don't you think a lot of guys would? Becky's no, fucking so hot. I was just yeah, kind of racking, if you guys... I was just racking my brain thinking about it as he was saying it. And even when years and years ago if I had you know engaged with a woman and I, I was talking to my friend it would just be something as simple as like yeah I, yeah I plowed her that was about it I wouldn't even say that I wouldn't even say that there wasn't any of that what it was just year like, yeah. was this that you were plowing a long time ago long time ago in my experience if I even DM a guy innocuously like I will hear about it through the grapevine <laughs> <laughs> See how you laughed at my joke? I was laughing at your joke, all right. <laughs> Good answer. Wait, what? Oh, you guys. What about you guys? Same. You guys don't talk about it? No, no, my friends just assume I smash every girl they see me with. Yeah. Like, but they honestly, don't get into they, details. You guys don't need to talk about it. Yeah, I don't need to say it. They it's, just know. It's just, just assumed. Yeah. He definitely it's hit assumed. that. It's assumed. Well, generally speaking, I'm not probably not going to be discussing those <laughs> he things. He definitely didn't hit that. Uh, what about when if you if you touch a boob? Do you tell your friends if you touch a boob? <laughs> Have well, you touched a boob? <laughs> I don't uh, kiss and tell. No. That sounds uh, like a yes. Wait, Mason? Mason. No, okay. Uh, they feel like sandbags, Mason. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> no, I don't. I don't usually. I'm not gonna give dish out details. Like I might tell a guy like the vague generalities, mm. but uh, no, it's not gonna no, be we are like more specific. Huh? We're more specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I might hit on keynotes. Like what's a keynote? <laughs> I don't know. She's pleasant to be around. Yeah. I'm not going to be very descriptive. Wholesome. It's going to be like, okay, this is generally how her demeanor I mean, is. I really like her. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's cute. I would almost go to the point of if I was with a girl and I found out that she had told her uh, female friend group intimate details about our first encounter, that actually might be grounds for me dumping her. Even if she's praising it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she was like, this was the best sex I've ever had. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose that's better. I suppose that's... Now that I, now that I think of it, 
if you were to have a fr- like talking to your friend about that would kind of be gay, right? Because you're what you're a, basically no. then you have to picture your friend nah. having that's sex. That's not what we do. Right? That's not Isn't what we do. That's all I think. But, but that's what I'm talking. Yeah, that's like, what I'm thinking. I don't want. I don't want to know. No, it's just like you just you're just excited for your friend. Like okay, I feel like it's just it's it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to share private intimate details with with your friend group. But but I think it's something that's super common among women. Yeah. Like I would mm-hmm. say, a majority of women. No, yeah, this is like the most intimate act you can yeah. have with a human being, you're and right. you're just like airing that out to anybody and just like almost indiscreetly. The way that or men, indiscriminately. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. The way Good that our biologically works, we work out is different. Though women oh. get, um, we get a brain like. Um, energy surge from doing things like you'll like you'll see monkeys like, they'll pick at each other so we get a brain energy surge from having these conversations about those types of by things. betraying your partner's you, trust you call it betraying but we call it it's like a sense of community it's it's biological yeah by betraying your partner yes because privacy. we don't care about you guys that's i mean what it is. i mean it's that it, is practically what's happening we just see it differently we're not trying it to doesn't matter how you see it but it's how? so common that women don't even realize how kind of problematic it is to be sharing these intimate details about their partners i i like that's just it's the status quo like i recognize that it's just it's just viewed as the normal social behavior to be sharing this thing are we talking about partners or just people that we've like either i would i would feel like your partner the rules are slightly yeah but if if you're a woman who doesn't wait long periods of time before having sex with a guy who he might end up become I would argue most adult relationships in today's day and age it's not let's wait 10 dates and then have sex it's have sex fairly early on continue seeing each other continue continue hooking up and then we find we like we both like each other we find ourselves now in a relationship so of course I mean if even if that's the case where it's like well what if it's just a casual hookup that casual hookup could end up becoming your boyfriend and you've already disclosed to your close female friends his penis size all ver- a wide variety of various intimate details but you guys also don't even have names at that point like you're an elevator guy so like by the time you're my boyfriend <laughs> what? that's even worse I mean no, yeah, not, not, not as, worse. I'm not talking yeah. about hooking up I'm just saying like for instance like I used to have a guy that I crushed at the gym so he was like Jim Bay and then there was like a really oh cute guy at the grocery yeah. store so he was like grocery, grocery store bay and it wasn't someone I was like interested in but that being said I could be like yeah I was wearing this shirt of like whatever they don't even they don't have like a place yet until they do and then I feel like a relationship's different yeah I mean look I get it I get that it's just something that women do but um you guys feel betrayed by it. I do think it's a b- betrayal yep. of trust. I mean, it's. It's uh, interesting. Like, like if I'm meeting, if that. I'm meeting, imagine if I disclose to my male friends, like, I told them something about your pussy or something. Like, wouldn't you feel a little uncomfortable meeting my friends? Like, if you knew that I told my male friend, oh, her pussy was like this, and <laughs> the, the lips were like this. I mean, and but- there's a bit of a stench. And like you know, how, like you how feel like that? betrayed to some degree. How would I know that you told them? I mean, what if you found out though? That's the point. Here's the thing: if he said something bad, then we probably shouldn't be together. And if he said something good, I will feel flattered. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess. I don't what know. If he, what yeah. if he showed the nudes? What if he no, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. We, we yeah, but, that's the equivalent. But if he's describing, if he's describing it, it and giving them the visual. Well, okay, so actually, so this is interesting. So men are extremely visual creatures. Yeah. So, but women are exactly. extremely like emotionally descriptive creatures. Mm-hmm. So 
Like Seriously, male like pornography is very visual. Female pornography is descriptive. Mm. So it's like if you read pornographic novels, yeah. that's like the equivalent. So you're the equivalent indulgence mm. in what you're saying as you're describing these things. That is the equivalent oh, sure. to yeah. sharing a it. nude for I get men. What you're saying. Like yeah. you were saying, I think that Good point. it would have to That's be, well, it, if well, in my relationship, well, I would just well respect my boyfriend, like mm. whatever relationship I yeah. would respect. So if he felt like that, for sure, maybe I screwed up and he was elevated guy at first and like he might've got a descriptor before then. But once he becomes my man, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to respect mm. what he wants. And we've had that conversation and, and hearing this all from you guys is actually the first time I've ever thought yeah. about it because we do use that as bonding and we don't necessarily... I know when I'm hearing or talking about it, I don't. It's not really even about that person. It's about my experience with it. How did you feel with it? How did it make you feel? How, what was your situation with mm. this? And that's kind of what we kind of bond yeah. over. And I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's nice to hear like where like ha your thought process as you're having those discussions. But kind of going back to the point of I want to find a woman. Uh, so as Andrew was talking about, I want to find a woman who's going to put my needs above her own. I want her to think about how is this going to make me look sure. in front of her friends. Sure. So yeah, and I, sure. I really appreciate that you're acknowledging like this is not something I thought about. Yeah. And it, maybe it's going to be something that you'll consider or down the road. It, yeah, absolutely. I, think I also don't like though? talking about my, my relationship <laughs> with... Gonna change? Mm -hmm. yes. Is anything going to change? I mean, I think that <laughs> I don't think people so. change. People, I grow. I, I grow don't and think. change. Maybe it's something yeah. that you uh, regret you've done in the past. I, I, don't, I don't think us, that I've done that. Us men can say we don't like it when the the women that we've hooked up with or even our potential future girlfriends disclose to their female friend group various intimate details that in our, in our view or in my view ought to remain private between us because they are just that, intimate details. Uh, I think it's probably the case that even if we were to articulate this, that women are still going, They, you guys enjoy this kind we of, do. you guys enjoy we sharing do. these details. It's the tea, it's the gossip. You guys like talking about them. Really? Yeah, like that's a little bit. I mean, a I'm little bit. To what he's saying, oh, yes. Like maybe if it's my boyfriend, I will do it out of respect. But like for instance, I recently had like a rendezvous with someone who I think is interested in me, oh. and the place that we rendezvoused was a very unique place, and so like I did I told my roommate like and I told him that I told my roommate mm. and he was like oh you're telling the girls and it wasn't girls it was just my roommate because like we're both single and sometimes yeah. we like we'll talk about our dates and so yeah I mean I did I, but I told him as well and I, right. now that I'm thinking about it he's might have had like he might be having a thought like well if you do something I don't know if he's even thinking that far ahead because we're, we're not like that yet but it's just interesting because I'm like I'm now I'm thinking like hmm, I wonder if he's right and and to, just to add sort of to Mason's point here um if a girl sent me like a sexy photo or nude photo, I would never share that with anybody. My eyes only. My eyes only. So unsolicited gets shared with everybody. Just that's, well, okay. That's I get. Facts. I get if there's like a that gets shared with. Everybody. I think that's a bit different, though. Are you talking like a guy who like you like who's sending yeah. a dick pic? If you send I don't believe. I don't think dick. men should do that. By the way. Oh. Everyone I don't do that. It. I've never sent a nude photo or a dick pic or anything. Well, good. I, I granted. I would not object to receiving to them. receiving <laughs> pussy pics. I'm just saying, ladies, if you want to send me a you pussy pic, this pic, the last episode too. I'm for it. You're requesting. I'm them. for it. BLM, big lady matter. Would you like to join my organization? I, I wouldn't actually fit into your um, oh crew because yeah. I 
don't solidarity hello yeah i just i wouldn't i yep is it because you Go don't team. yes i see yeah sorry i didn't so i don't want to i hope that wasn't too prime i don't want to take it away no but you can still be uh like Supporter. solidarity i want solidarity. you to be happy so whatever that means i'm down for that you know what i mean but no i'm kidding um okay good talk. i don't rip did you guys talk about that do, do girls like share like oh, we don't really talk about I've that but i can tell you the first time i saw one i was like what the fuck <laughs> and then she was like, yeah. And I was like, wow. I didn't wow. know they came in different shapes and sizes like Word? that. You Is guys this something you talk about, do? Maddie? Never like with your girlfriend? Ever. You guys just go into the... Is that, that what you guys do when you go into the bathroom in together? Discussion. No. Yeah, I didn't okay. talk about it. Good talk. Anybody... Do you guys talk about penises? No. Mm. No. Not really. That's why I'm saying like, dude, mine's like... like an immature thing. Like yeah. only teenagers do mm. this stuff. Word. Yeah. Yeah, I was a teenager when get, that, that How did we get into this? We brought it up. You literally brought it up. He just looks Wait, at you. Oh, did, were, were we going around the table on are you a feminist? And then <laughs> you asked me for a definition. Somebody asked me for a definition or something. No, and then we were talking about we like... That. Oh, yeah, did, we did we get... Everybody said... Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm we were talking about... You no now had brought feminist. up if we talk about interactions with our men, with our women. Word. That's what you had moved to. Word. Anybody, anything dating related they'd like to get off their their chest? Anything? I just think, oh, I was initially going to say earlier when you asked a similar yeah. question, yeah. is I, I feel my biggest um, issue when it comes to dating is uh, just emotionally immature people in general, like that being a running theme of lacking communication, lacking um, the desire to process emotions outside of either unhealthy coping skills or... Um, in in ways that are just not conducive to healthy relationships, and yeah. I feel I find that to be like my biggest barrier in even being interested in someone. Mm. I see. Oh, we have we have a Reddit post we need to react to. Nick, if you can uh, pull up the Reddit post, this kind of went. God, I think it was on the New York the New York Post uh, reacted to it. Yep, can you scroll up so it's readable? Yeah. Are my dating deal breakers too strict? Can you put us on the other side? Uh, I'm a 29-year-old. Can you make it a little bigger? Yeah. All right. I'm a 29-year-old straight man who has been actively dating since I turned 18. In that time, I've met a wide array of women, and I've constructed a short deal breaker list to help me determine suitability early in the dating stage. I showed this to a friend who said it was too strict, and quite discriminatory, here it is, has cheated in a past relationship, takes recreational drugs on a regular basis, has an incurable STD, is currently in a situationship, or has a friend with benefits, has low standards of hygiene, is a sex worker, whether online or in person, has extreme political views, is a single mother to one or more children. That's a good list. You said it was too strict. That's Do you guys think that's, that's too strict of a list? Great list. Great list. I agree. It's a great list. Solid list. I don't have an opinion about the list, but I don't think it's too strict. That's honestly what I feel too. I just think like it's like, you know, at the end of the day, that's his prerogative. If those things were to cause contention um, or negative aspects and within the relationship from the foundation of it then those are his deal breakers and that's his right okay. would, you, I think, would you guys recommend them though i'm sorry recommend what 
like let's say five i'm sure you said great list right mm -hmm. and you do relationship mm -hmm. coaching mm -hmm. so you would recommend that list to other people right like mm -hmm. you should adopt this yeah list. yeah, you do. yeah so I think, would I think, you guys do that would you tell people they should adopt that list absolutely there are things on that list that I would recommend, but as a whole, I mean, there are things that I don't think are deal breakers, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend it because I would only recommend something that was something I would co-sign. And I personally don't co-sign, like, like I said, some of those things I would, some of them are not deal breakers for me. Um, so like, for example, a single parent, yeah. my, my ex is a single parent, so like that's not a deal breaker to me. Yeah, that's, so kind of the point of this is to say, the reason, let's say he was guilty of everything on the list, everything, mm -hmm. but in his capacity uh, as a coach, recommended to other men to follow that list because that would be in their best interest most of the time. That's the kind Can of the spirit. The yeah, that's the spirit of what we're talking about. So pretend for a second, if you were a relationship coach for men, would you recommend this same type of list that he would recommend the question? My biggest thing is I don't think single mothers as a whole should be a deal breaker as a generality. Or someone who's cheated in the past because sometimes people yeah. like, you know, they've made a they mistake grow, they and they change. grow. Yeah. Like, and that's a case by case and, and remember, probably not the, the majority of, of experience, but it is enough of an, a an aspect to take into account. Yeah. That's actually one of the predominant factors that predicts if someone will cheat though, if they've cheated in the past. So that's just something to I'm be mindful about. I'm not saying it's about. not, but I'm not that saying that that's not objectively true or not, but yeah. I'm just saying that there are I, there People are cases grow. where that's not true, and I'm willing to give someone the benefit of the right. doubt if I like them enough and trust them enough and their current version of self. And I feel that people can prove like actionable change within themselves, not necessarily just physically, but mentally, emotionally, through therapy work other aspects as well um career change several factors yeah. that can embolden them to stop toxic cycles and it's unfortunately a rare thing that occurs in current society but it does happen and i want to give someone on an individual basis that that chance so a deal breaker for me is an absolute and meaning that if there's the possibility that that could be a situation that I could work with and I wouldn't consider that a deal breaker. I would consider that like a pink that flag versus a red flag. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I think don't disagree. I might be able to, I, I could adopt that, that position, but I don't think I'll be able to, do, to adopt that position if it were someone that holds your point of view on your idea of regret. So Can you elaborate? So, okay, so if someone is, so if someone has engaged in the activity of cheating, mm -hmm. I want them to, to be able to have regret <laughs> yeah. for what they've done, recognize mm -hmm. that that was wrong, it was evil, mm -hmm. and it was destructive to that relationship or to future relationships. I want them to be, have done the emotional groundwork to work through that, understand, suss out what was wrong with that, be able to come to me and show me, like, I, I toiled over this. I see what, where I messed up. It was wrong. I regret that decision. I wish I did not do it. And like there is tangible evidence to that effect. Then I could get on board. Yeah, that. and you know, I'll be honest. When it comes to regret, that is a topic in my life I think I have flip-flopped on and I have struggled mm. to 
understand my relationship with because I've had like you know from being born to 18 I was a Mormon mm -hmm. and then I had a few years in my early 20s where I was just angry at the world yeah. and then I had like a very committed monogamous lifestyle relationship and then I threw myself into another extreme so I've had these like sections in life from like very from like operating from very different perspectives and very mm -hmm. different um like modalities places within myself and so mm -hmm. um I just feel that essentially based on what you just said it really does make me want to reflect my perception of regret okay so I no, think, yeah yeah i, think, I, and I think that, that that's and that i am the kind of person where like i really do continually like um self-actualize myself i'm very self-aware wait can you just speak sorry yeah, yeah i'm very self-aware and so like, i'm willing to admit when i'm wrong or when i think i can improve upon something mm -hmm. and i am the kind of person that wants to strive to better myself even if i don't necessarily know how or how to overcome certain disconnects i have because of like aspects of myself, my identity, my, yeah, yeah. my, my you know. You're moving, I just, I got to move on. So guys, uh, we're gonna do about 30 more minutes. So I, I lowered the uh, TTS and the read threshold. It's 50 and 100, 50 to, uh, or sorry, excuse me, wait, hold on. 50 and up to read, answer, 100 and up now triggers TTS. Uh, Nick, I think we just keep the lights on, to be honest, uh, we don't, I guess it's the after show, but we'll keep the lights on as is. Um, so, I don't know if we get back into this. Uh, I, we need something juicy here at the end. We need to get into some juicy topics here. Juicy topics. We've got 30 minutes left. Let's get into it. Let's... Keep stalling, yeah. Just keep going. Get into it. Okay. Uh, fuck it. Can you be sexist against men? <laughs> that was some good timing. I believe that sexism, racism, these, these general large topics have systemic impact. Okay. And because of that, I believe that discrimination can happen to anyone, but these systems that are in place for things like sexism have an oppression factor from the systems that are set in place and people that benefit more versus the other. And so I believe that men can be discriminated against, but I do not believe that women can be sexist towards men. Can men be sexist towards other men? I mean, no. they can be, they can be like, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like misandrous towards men. Well, can, I, I can the, women be sexist towards other women? Yeah, internalized misogyny, yeah. Okay, a lot of buzzwords coming here. Before I have anybody respond to that, I wanna get, I'll go around the table. And, and you also said, I'll just double up on the question, can you be racist towards white people? If you can, just straighten into the mic. 
by the very definition you just used. By, well, well, just go ahead. I go just, ahead, go and ahead. like, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not really super interested in having a heated back and forth debate on my beliefs on this because they're just my beliefs, and I could be related to dating somehow. You know, if you were dating. I mean, a white I don't. Guy, I, I personally, if you were dating a white person, I'm waiting. It could be related. I, I'm somehow. waiting. What if the a, sexism question definitely is? Yeah. I personally do not use race as a factor of attraction. So like I will, I'm, I would date, date any race. Date I, race is not something that is a yay or a nay. It's just an aspect of someone's person. And I am the kind so of person. So should I just, can okay, we call but, it but, ethnicity? But, is that okay? Are we not all just human? Or yeah, I mean, yeah. Race and ethnicity are different. Correct. And we yeah, are one race. But okay. I can agree with should that. Should I just assume that your answer is no, you cannot be racist against white people. That's, what That's my belief, yes. Do you want? Oh, you could have just. So wait. Yeah. yeah I mean, to, in short, yes. Do you want to just say it yourself, just so I'm not? I don't want to speak for you. I mean, I'm agreeing with your point. I don't know why I have oh, to okay. verbatim right, say I just, it. I, I, you know, okay. Faro. Yes, I think you can be sexist against men and racist against white people. Oh, okay. Why you look? Don't look at me that way. What the fuck? <laughs> S- start. Start with. Can you be sexist against men? And can you be racist against white people? The way that, I mean, what she's saying, the way that it's supposed to be set up, or my understanding of it, and I find to be corrected on this, but my understanding that is that I don't really know that much about sexism as far as like, if they're the exact same, just re-sex, then okay, but racism, you have to hold the hierarchy in a society because then you benefit from the, the constructs that were put in the society, so that's the reason why you could be racist. So if you're not benefiting from it, then you couldn't be racist from it. So if those are the same, then I guess by that definition, no, but I would have to do further thought on that. I would say um, no, uh, you can't be sexist to men, and yes, you could be racist to a white person. Wait, you So you can't be sexist towards men? I feel like you just want to be different. <laughs> no, I think it depends just, where you're at too, right? And I feel like I thought she's a based Catholic. She was mm. until she said <laughs> that. Until she said until that. She said that. <laughs> um, so wait, you can't be sexist the fact towards that these men. Are even questions. Well, I guess it depends on where you're at, right? So, like, if you're in Trinidad, you could be racist towards a white person. Okay, so location yeah. matters. Yes. Well, I feel because I've been like, well, where I'm at, where I. Um, there's like people that are like racist to white people. Like, they could, they probably. But okay, but what? But it seems like you acknowledge that you can be racist towards white people. But I'm trying to delve into the can't be sexist towards men. Mm, I just feel like I don't know how to explain myself that well. Um, I don't know. I just feel like you can't. Like, I just don't think so. You know, I don't know how to explain. How might somebody be sexist towards a woman? Mm. Can I skip? Skip? You want yeah. to skip? Yeah. I'm getting would it be, my brain. Would it be easier to do, to do it in Spanish? It's okay. No. Can you say it in Spanish? I can understand, yeah. Oh. No, can you, you, s- you speak 
Spanish? No, not at all. I was going to wait for her to like do the whole thing in Spanish and then tell her I didn't speak Spanish. Okay. But I just thought that would be I'll hilarious. <laughs> you can't skip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. You can go. But it didn't work out. Or Madison. That's how you can be sexist towards Asians. There we go. Asian exactly. Um, yes and yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, and yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes to both. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes to both. Yeah, for sure. Yes to yeah, both. Of course. So, okay, we obviously, clearly, there's a few people who disagree here on both of these. Uh, let's, let's talk it out here. Let's see what we're, we, we can arrive at. I have a quick question, maybe yeah. to kick it off. <laughs> when you say, um, I understand, I think, kind of like your general argument is to say, white people have um, maybe like institutional or, or systemic power and you can't be racist unless you have that power. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But you could be bigoted. For sure. Okay. Morally, is being bigoted and being racist the same? Um, I don't know. Into the mic. I don't know. Like, are they the equivalent? So if you're bigoted towards somebody you're racist towards somebody is can one you define what you mean by bigoted? is one worse than the other can you define what like what the definitions are for, for well for you bigoted would just mean you're you're doing what the white person would be doing to the black person that's racist in reverse but that can't be racist so you're calling it bigoted so that's how i would describe that phenomenon but i think that so like let's say let's say um if somebody said the n-word towards a black person you would consider that racist, right? Um, if, a, if a white dude said like the hard R in word to a I black would person. consider him to be racist. Right, so that would be, so he would be racist. But if the reverse happened and they said like, um, you know. Cracker. Yeah, exactly. You would just say that that's bigoted, right? Well, the thing is, is that when you, I mean, sure, but the, I think the, the difference is that when you call someone a cracker, they could be like, oh, you're offending me, but it's not gonna stop them from moving forward where historically the other word does. Yeah, I get, okay, I understand the argument there. But what I'm asking is, are they morally equivalent or is one worse than the other? Because I, I associate racism with violence, for me. Yeah, I but I mean, bigot, bigotry could lead to violence. For sure, but I don't associate him. Like, I just, from, I, I don't, like, it, they might be, that's why I asked you what your definition is. Yeah, well, I, I mean, by your definition, if somebody was doing the racial thing in reverse, mm -hmm. but you can't call it racism because there's no systemic right, power. Right, the word. Right. They could definitely be doing that and have done it for violent reasons. Right. So the association's definitely there, mm -hmm. right? So as far as a moral equivalency goes, I'm just trying to figure out how is one worse or more immoral than the other one? Oh, yeah, I, did, I mean, it's, for me, that would still be a negative, yes. Yeah, but are they equally immoral? Or is one more immoral than the other? Um, it, I think it would depend on the action. Like, if you call me the N-word and I call you a cracker, I think yours probably would be more moral than mine. Maybe, should we say the C word? Is that wrong? I feel like we got it. I think no, the C word. you can't be racist. You can't be racist. Towards we should probably say the C word. I'm also white, so. Right, well, you can't do that on Twitch. It might be. Might be. Yeah, no, uh, might okay, be my bad. I didn't know. She didn't know. Might be. Pick up on food. Let's just be careful. She's talking about food. Ritz. Yeah, so you think that the the racism in that point is worse than the bigotry. It's It's morally worse. 
because of the history that comes with it, I probably would feel that way. Yeah. yeah. But what's interesting about this, and this is why I ask this, <clears throat> for any other action that I can think of, and I've thought about this a lot, if there's any other action which comes up that you just kind of rename the thing, which is the same exact thing as the other thing, you just don't give it the same qualifier, they're always equally immoral. I can't, I can't think of a single one that I can make that application to where it's not equally as bad because we're basically just calling it something else even though it's exactly the same set of actions. Can you think of any? I, I like if, for instance, if a husband cheated and a wife cheated, is that, that's equally bad, right? I would, okay. I would like to but if, um, if a, a woman hurt a dog and a man hurt a dog, that's equally bad, right? But if a white person is racist and a black person is racist, you say bigotry for the black person being racist, that's not equally bad. I don't think it's not. I think that when someone's being negative, I just it's already bad. Like I won't encourage that. But with the history that comes with it, there's just even like epigenetics, like the, there's certain like feelings you'll even get that's gonna be deeper rooted. Um, and the connotation that comes with it is just gonna be more like, for instance, if someone calls me fat, I can decide to give that word, like I can decide to give that word meaning and that can hurt my feelings. Or I could be like, oh, it doesn't really matter. And I feel like when you're white and you get called that, you have the choice of being like, oh, it doesn't really matter. And when you're black, you don't really get that choice. What prevents you from having that choice? The way you feel about the word, how the word, the history of the word, the history of the things. The way, that you, feel, the word. The way yeah, you feel the is not a choice. But the way you feel is still gonna be affected by what happened. Yeah, that's true, but isn't how you feel a choice? It's still gonna be affected by what happened. Yeah, I don't understand though, because you're, what you said earlier, yeah. just like seconds ago was, it's not really a choice. And I said, why isn't it a choice? You said, because it's how you feel. And I said, isn't how you feel a choice? You say, yes. I mean, the choice, it's not really a choice as far as like the history that already comes with the word. So like, it, it already th that's already a staple. There wasn't people being murdered based on the C word. There wasn't people being ra uh, R word based mm -hmm. on the C word. There wasn't whole civilization being wiped out based on the C word. But there was based on the N word. So, I'm more curious about the sexist thing, though. Wait, I want to say one thing. Kind of an analogy. I'm not saying I subscribe to this, but I think the argument is more like it's not like one person hitting another. They see it more like if. Um, certain races have been subject to like systemic discrimination. They see it more like you've already been hit 10 times And if one more hit is gonna hurt you more than someone who has never been hit you yes. will be charged differently Correct. for that So I think that's how they but how come you don't ascribe to that? um Because I don't know if every single person is like carrying that like historic load I'm just saying that's the argument right so, they don't so see in it other as, words like, equal punches. so what she's saying and this is a good point if somebody came over let's say um, Who had was not in the United States, let's say for more than like six months, right? You would agree with me that the word that word would have to impact them less than, right? Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, so I mean, if it does, then does that mean that you can be, uh, or that person, if that particular person, could they be racist to white people? For sure. For sure, because I mean, depending on where they're, they're, they're. So they're black people. So then. Black people can be racist towards white people. I never said they couldn't. My statement was my, my statement was that it depends on where they're located. So well, I, they're I, located here, right? But if so, but if they're not from here, if they're from Dominican Republic, then they're them being out here and them being out there is going to be different. 
But so they're just still black people, right? Yes. Okay, well, then black people can hear be racist to white people. Not if they're, for me, my understanding of the word racist means that you have the systematic um, benefit hierarchy. And so that's my understanding of the word Wait, racist. Wait, I have a question on that. Really still be at the I, bottom I do of have that? one question. You, you're talking about a hierarchy, right? So, for example, could, let's say when Barack Obama was president, could he have a racist view against a white homeless person? The president of the United States, who's arguably the most powerful person in the world, could he have a racist view on, say, a white homeless person? Who, so, I guess, yeah. Is that, I don't know if that's a good... I don't understand. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense because the person that sits atop the hierarchy is black. Therefore, during his administration, White people could not have been racist against black people, but black people could have been racist against white people because he sat atop the hierarchy. The system was still set up by white people. Yeah, having a black He's still subscribing to a white system. Like, system. But the stomach issue. But I'm, I'm asking specifically him as an individual, as He's a still black. still subscribing to a white system. He's still living by the as by the, the president of the, the United laws, States, right? still, who has the most, who's the most powerful but person. Also, and we know that president doesn't make the. End, he, I mean, mm. there's a whole Congress. Like, and there's do a mean? whole checks and balances. Do you think a white homeless person? Do you think a white homeless person has more power and privilege than Congress. a black president of the United States? I think in some people's eyes, yeah, which is unfortunate. A white homeless person. I think that's, has racism. More that's racism. Like there's many people, in yeah. many KKK people are going to appreciate the white homeless person. Oh, or the, the KKK have no power in this country whatsoever. Yeah, but that I'm would just be talking the about same. racism, but that's yeah, but, racism. Okay, well, that's like like okay, well they don't have power though. Yeah, okay, so but, by your definition. But they do have power. The KKK people have influence? For sure do. No. Hey, Nick, can you pull up the, inf uh, the podcast? That would be folder? like saying, though, that if there was a white president and the Black Panthers didn't like it, it's the same <sighs> argument. But the white Panthers, Black Panthers are not the same, even close to the same kind of group as the KKK. We'll yeah, not make no, that assumption at all. I'm not, so I'm, I'm the not even disputing folder. that. Yeah. Histor yeah, that's yeah. historically factually true. You're yeah. right about that. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's still the same argument to say the Hold reason... On that we would value this more still is because there's some people in society who would still value the white bum more than the black president. Yeah, and it's like, be. okay, but that's going to be true the opposite way too. So that but, makes no sense. But the system still only benefits one side. I have <laughs> only, but that's not the so, mainly, mainly benefits I've got a couple photos that we can react to that are related to this. Nick, so I want you to pull up the, th I believe these should be ordered the same for both of us. They're the third one, fourth one, fifth one, and sixth one. Uh, the first one starts with CSU, V. Do you see it? So just load the uh, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Is it a cookie? And they're not that great. The cookies are not that great. It's taken you like an hour to eat that. You got, you got it, Nick? Just do one, just get the first one going. All right, uh, the world according to a feminist. Uh, so you got the women. Can you make us a little bigger, a yeah, little bigger? Sure. Put us on the other uh, corner, corner, just corner us, corner us, corner. Yeah. Is, the, is there another corner? Yeah, no, this okay, just give us, do the small one, please. Small, small, small. Okay. Yeah, and make, make it bigger. Okay. Uh, the world according to a feminist, all those, look at those women, and then th there's the guy, the homeless guy, privileged. 
Okay, all right. That's but you have to understand though that all of the systems are set up for him. (laughs) Yeah, apparently Um, they are, and the fact that he failed is incredible. Oh my god, that's I guess okay. If it worked like that, (laughs) (laughs) so like just (laughs) no notes. Well, hold on. First off, there's affirmative action for women, so that's a system that benefits women. Thank God. What system helps men? It's not clear to me. Here, pull up. Yeah. There's more. The, There's more, Nick. You, the um, Constitution. Um, white male privilege. Uh, the Constitution. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's be careful there. All right. In, what in the Constitution benefits white men specifically? All men are created equal. Wait, Does not, what, not include black men. What do you guys men? think about this? Wait, this is a D- At the time, it's not. D-Day. At the time, D-Day. Okay. The five-fifths okay. thing is... Does anybody know the same that's not, also? That's men not were in point, the Constitution. Were, were three-fourths of men, and black men became okay. men. Okay, let's... If you want to talk about the intent... At the time, intent, it also didn't okay, include we'll white men. It, we'll it included some white men. That's it. So if we talk about the intent of the Founding Fathers... The, the intent, and you can go to Thomas Jefferson's letters to specific individuals talking about how he wanted to make the language in the Constitution more broad to include literally every single person. Well, he was an abolitionist. Yeah, and so exactly, he was an abolitionist. He hated slavery, and he actively tried to release all of his slaves, but was legally not allowed to do so mm-hmm. until he died, in which he did. So there, there is this, like... Pervasive verbiage in usually the left side of the political spectrum that likes to paint the founding fathers as extremely racist and writing the Constitution as something to oppress minorities and oppress the specific gender, so women, which is not the case. You have them with the intent to release those people of those systemic oppressions that they... uh, that they experienced in other countries. So like in England, I mean, religious oppression, the slave trade, all of those things, they wrote the verbiage in the constitution so that eventually we would get to a point where we're sitting here today where people would be able to read that verbiage and see all men are created equal. And we can sit here and know that they meant all men are created equal. There's some more photos. We got you didn't even see that second photo. Nick, if you can pull up the photo. Thank you, Kate, for the ten memberships. White white we often hear male privilege, white privilege. You know what? I think every feminist should watch All Quiet on the Western Front and then decide if there's male privilege. Uh wait, there's more photos. We got more photos. That's the D Day landing. That was I don't know if that's I mean okay, just, just to, wait, to be fair to that one, um, there was a lot of black men who fought in World War II. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is true. That's, I'm not trying. <laughs> I just yeah, yeah, lots. There. Yes, there were. Yeah. There was the the Harlem Hellfighters in World War One, and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Nick, pull up the please. Uh, oh, there's a, this chat here. I'll just read. They have done the studies on the DNA test. Wait, no, no, no. Okay, never. Just pull up the photo. I'll read it later. The world, according to a feminist, oppressed, privileged. Yeah, that's also Thoughts? true. There's actually a lot I mean, of truth in that. I mean, the theme of these photos is just the... There's com- so much. There's just the complete, like, degradation of uh, nuance. It just, nuance. They just lack nuance in its entirety because the whole Whoa. the whole aspect of, like, oppression versus privilege, when you speak about privilege, privilege people like to hyper-focus on the standard definition of privilege being about, like, how much money you have, like, how much access you have to resources, things like that, wherein... Privilege, much like much of the English language, is a word that can have multiple meanings. And in this context, privilege is more about um, 
the societal systematic aspect which is a generality and not down to the individual and these are focusing on like the individual stereotypes and archetypes what so they calling it an ecological fallacy? Uh, so everyone started talking at once. Yeah. What? Are you basically calling it an ecological fallacy? I don't want to say yes because I'm I'm not sure what that means. Can that you what, what, when you take the individual and then you attribute it to the general population. Okay, well then yeah. I would say yes. I'm just not familiar with the term. Are you talking about apex fallacy? No, it's the ecological. 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 It's the ecological fallacy. Okay. Well, like, okay, I can see yeah, how the word derives. Yeah. That. yeah okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense to oh, me. Okay. That, yeah, okay. that sounds yeah. right. Well, here, just, pull up the last photo and then we got the last one. I think there's one more. We got one more. Scroll up. Make it bigger. Uh, yep. So I don't know. A lot of truth in that one too. Stop oppressing me. Sorry. Poor, you know. Uh, you know. Male privilege. And even apologizing for something so. he didn't do wrong. Because class privilege yeah. and oppression is not about race, well, but no, they the all point, are factors within each other. The point isn't that he's at work. The point is the kind of work he's doing. Mm -hmm. The kind of work he's doing is not the kind of work that women do pretty much ever, anywhere, at any time for any reason. Oh. That's that's the privilege. So the privilege is. Are you systematically oppressed while your sewers are taken care of for you, while you have air conditioning, while you live in modernity, and all modern technology, and every dangerous fucking job on planet Earth is done by men? Is that oppressive? Having a baby is a pretty dangerous job. No, it's not. It's a very safe job. How are you going to say that? Because I can look at infant mortality rates and infant from pregnant from pregnant women, and the, the mortality rates of the mothers, a very safe job. Very, very safe for women to have children. I respecting the differences is okay. Like, you're doing that, that's your job, and then we've got our own job. Like, that's okay. Yeah, you do. You have a job, um, but you demand to have also egalitarianism inside society oh, between the sexes. And the thing is, is like, your job is clearly far less valuable than our job because without us maintaining the entirety of the infrastructure for which women's pampered asses can even... Uh, exist inside of society they would collapse and how do I know this because I have 2200 years of history to look at to watch the progression of them literally folding like cheap chairs and being passed between enemy armies like it was nothing they were literally chattel if we decided that they were and instead we have massive amounts of technological uh, advancements which have allowed for women to even exist in modernity and instead of being praised for it men are treated like absolute garbage well, for i think doing you guys it. are great Brian, you should have brought up my video everything. that i had responding to this wait, wait, I, had, wait. I had a video i posted a um video with when it asked uh a woman was asked who did she think was better or who was stronger or what were women better at oh. than oh. men and she said everything everything and i responded to that <laughs> wait was it on the show no, no, I, I I posted. I had um. Where's it? Is it on your Instagram or TikTok? Yeah, it's like a one minute reaction. Is it pretty? We can we can pull it up. I can send it. I can send it to the uh, to can, your DM to the whatever DM. Yeah, or we can just try to search for it. What it's on your Instagram? Yeah, it's on my Instagram. Is it pretty close to the top? It should be. Nick, just pull up his Instagram. That's probably the easiest. Yeah. Uh, you can also send a message, send the actual video yeah, to the send. the whatever Instagram, and Nick can also pull it up that way. Um, oh yeah, I found it already. Okay. Oh, he already he's already, he's already got it. Yeah, you can send it there. He's on it. He is on it. Uh good talk. Good talk. Okay. So, what do you guys think about um birth control? Who for show of hands who's on birth control? Just curious. Anybody on birth control? 
I've never been on birth control. Anybody? Birth control? Birth. I did the IUD okay. once. Okay. Right. I'll, just, I'll just send it to Nick. All right, Nick, if you can pull that up. That's not a funny Oh, while Nick yeah. is pulling Very that up. Yeah. Uh, yes. Hold on. We, Very fucking awful. Theotokos donated $200. Oh. Both the KKK and Black Panthers were co-opted by the FBI, COINTELPRO, in order to divide the races. They have a lot in common. Oh, Theotokos. Thank you, man. Pre actually, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's actually a pretty good point, now that I think about it. All right. We have... Uh, hold on. I'll just show this one really quick, and then we'll pull up the... Uh, the video we have joe the giant they have done studies on the dna test conversation from earlier it showed 33 percent of children are not with their real fathers and the fathers have no clue i yeah. just want to just so we can be factual here the numbers that you're referencing it's not it's not looking at the entire population it's the study is they're looking at the, the amount of cohort men of men who yeah. have who have mm -hmm. seeked to to get paternity, paternity testing. Yeah. So of course that's going to likely yeah. yield a higher misrepresentation. Because they, they see in their partner attendance like the, their behaviors that would lead right. them to indicate, yeah. indicate that there has been right. Infidelity. I don't think it's thirty three percent among of all married couples. Yes, yeah, but, yeah. but of the men who do challenge paternity, it is uh I don't know if thirty I'm just gonna take your word for it that it is thirty three percent, but yeah. Uh, Nick, you got the video? But that would show, though, that it's it's likely vastly underreported. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. It, it, does, it does give up me reason to be like, okay, I want a paternity test. Mm -hmm. Oh, hold on, hold on. We'll just let Nicola that Nicola donated $100. Andrew, how can you say having a baby is a safe job? <laughs> Almost every woman I know that's had a baby has ended up in the hospital because of the pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> Safest job ever. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, most unsafe. They all ended mm. up in the hospital. Mm. All right, we can pull up the video. Well, I'm so safe, the hospital wouldn't be needed, but okay. I mean, well, it's not. You can have your babies at home. We did it for thousands of years. Death rate was higher for women. Yeah, the infant mortality rate was usually due to infections and post post mortem. Right, and that's what the hospital prevents. Yeah, okay, but you can prevent it now, too, because you have this cool thing called an alcohol pad, and you understand how infections work. <laughs> and so the thing is, is like plenty of women go ahead and have babies at home, and the postmortem, not really a problem. I would actually be fascinated to see, like, <laughs> like, in the U.S. now, for the people who choose to have their babies at home, what is the infant mortality rate compared to having it in the hospital? Well, they, they still have also have probably care. a midwife yeah. too. They're not going right. to. I'd be interested to know that. Yeah. No one really does it by themselves anymore. Go to the especially with, especially with like current legislation, like we would be held liable if things went wrong. Well, I, no, I'm, all I'm saying uh, is like I just want to, like, I, given uh, like a having salute like medical solutions at home. Like I know, I know people specifically who choose to have home births. Like I want to have a, if I ever, I want yeah, yeah. to have a So home. like, I, I just, I'm intrigued to know what that statistic would right. be just so I could be right. able to like. To see if anything's changed or like what, yeah, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I would be interested too. Did you mean postpartum instead of postmortem? Oh yeah, postpartum. Yeah, just, postpartum. just wanted to, I saw some chats there, just wanted to clarify. Um, okay, is this the one? Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. just break it down yeah. and ask a simple question. Ready? Yeah. Audio would be helpful. You'll probably need a re-, re yeah. Can you make it a little bigger also? 
Oh, uh, Instagram's so fucking so whack. Their audio player, it's fucking dog shit. It's weird. Or their video player, my yeah. bad. Men are better than men at Ooh, everything. Lower the f- everything. Everything. Guys are super. Now, I'm not going to respond to this all crazy, but what we are going to do is create a scenario. Let's say that everything that a male human has ever discovered, built, Nick, constructed, just a little bit. thought of, innovated, renovated, created, gone, obliterated, instantaneously, everywhere on I the like face of the planet. Technological advancements, transportation, the power grid, infrastructure, STEM, medicine, all of it. Gone, eradicated. Not to mention law and order and protection. I'm talking dog breeds, Newton's laws of motion and energy, hell, the Pythagorean theorem. Gone. Even the animals, including the predators that been drove to extinction, reintroduced. And now women have to reconstruct society from the ground up without the aid of a man or anything that a man invented. That includes instructions as well. And women have to accomplish this either pregnant or menstruating. Men are incapable of doing anything to help. Now what becomes of society and humanity within just one year? Thing. Okay. Okay. Also, we have we had a chat here that came in from Theo Tokos. Thank you, man. Lumber workers have 10x higher death rates than mothers. Everything is a lie. Uh, Q, did you want to add anything to the video or? No, no, it was all laid out right there. Okay. So this is a, this is a thought experiment, mm-hmm. and it's an excellent thought experiment. And so, that I've I've made similar thought experiments as well, and so have thousands of other people who's just kind of saying. He had a wand and all the men were gone tomorrow for whatever reason how could society maintain itself absent men and when you really start to break down the thought experiment you start to dive into all the jobs that they do everything that they're into uh, the distinctions in just skill based not to mention the physiological differences like the fact that women really can't do a lot of the men's jobs that's one of the big things that is a big lie too Women really can't. They're not even physiologically equipped to be outside for long periods of time doing things like roofing, asphalt laying. Their body can't even regulate temperature the same way. So what happens is society after one year, to answer to your thought experiment, is completely destroyed and 99% of the life on it is gone with it. That's what I think. Or human life. Mm-hmm. Think Farah, animal life flourishes. Oh, yeah. It's got plenty to eat now. That's why I say the predators that we drove to extinction reintroduced. Yep. Farah? <laughs> I thought you had thoughts on this topic. I said you could be sexist towards men. Oh, what? That, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, but what Andrew just said. Like, I guess I would hesitate you, to you put kinda, too much emphasis. You dunked on me. You you clip you did a little clip on me like because I was like I said oh yeah shit would hit the fan if all men disappeared. He gets so mad at me because I'm my, not mad at you. Call him I'm stupid. Not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> reeling you into the conversation. Now that you've had six months to digest our argument, you what? want to bring it back up? What do you what? Wasn't that six months ago? How's that relevant at all? I don't know why it's fresh what? on your mind. What are you talking? We're, I, we're I would, literally talking about the topic at hand. It just seemed kind of fresh. We've. Yes, I'm deeply, I'm deeply <laughs> triggered by. He's by, been like seething just, for six months, know, waiting. Oh it's just like you have a show three times a week with ten new people, and it just seemed like I don't know. Elephant's it memory. Up, it no, came yeah, up yeah. like a great compliment that he remembers it even yeah. after doing shows where there's ten. I'm just people. teasing him, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you. I think like men are generally undervalued, and I think yeah. feminists do kind of absorb and regurgitate a lot of buzzwords without understanding like where those arguments actually came from in feminist literature. I would hesitate to put too much emphasis in male bronze because the labor force, you know what I mean, is shifting towards valuing brains over bronze, and I think that's why we're That's a seeing... destiny argument. 
I didn't get it from him. Yeah, but he's wrong. I didn't get it from him. And just like you're wrong about it, it's actually not. The fact of the matter is is we're not really able to replace Braun very well at all. For instance, instance, where's all of our robotic roofers? You ever seen one? I'm sure we'll get there soon. Oh, wait, really? How? How do you think that they're going to, you're going to get robot roofers to go to people's individual houses and patch roofs? Oh, we have like military robots I, now. I wasn't even disputing your point that men should be valued more. I was more so just saying that like I think the reason men are struggling partly is because they're feeling like a sense of cultural redundancy because a lot of the labor market is focusing on brains over bronze and women are out No, What actually men. happened was that women were told to go to college. College was highly overvalued. And now <coughs> as everybody can do it, the market is becoming inundated because mm-hmm. it's tailored to the lowest common denominator. Meaning if you lower the standards so that everybody can do it, Right? The standards necessarily become lower to accommodate the most amount of people. So more and more people got a college degree. The market's completely saturated with it, but it wasn't before. So women accelerated. But you'll see that that gap, it's closing. It's closing quickly. And you see the gap in pay with trades between even STEM fields. That's closing quickly, too. It's going to continue to close because we can't actually get rid of the big thing, which is the brawn. The thing women can't bring to the table, which is they can't, they can't do road work. They can't do roofing. They can't do any of the really intrinsic or hard bronze-based labor but Don't you think a necessary. lot of those jobs have diminished over time because nope. now things are getting built and they're like architecture is sustaining for a long time. So I feel like those jobs are becoming smaller. Top two jobs that you would say for men that you would want immigrants to come in and do what what do you think wait, i don't understand the wait. what do you think that male immigrants when they come in right for work you would want more of them to come in and work and expand the economy mm-hmm. what would you say the male immigrants usually do usually do mm-hmm. i i genuinely don't know what would you think something you're in you're in california and there's kind of something what's really the general stereotype yeah, the general stereotype of what immigrants who come in from south of the border are doing is what? Dishwashing? No. Something paid under the table. They work in farms. They work, literally work on farms. It's like the most famous thing in California ever is that they work it's everywhere. But even that but, number is going down. Like it used to be 90% of Americans are farmers. And my point is like now it's shrinking. It's my okay, point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, my point to you back is that it's an ever-expanding field, a necessary ever-expanding field because people need to eat. Wait, the expanding? More, the yes, of, because yeah, the yeah. amount of people that are necessary to feed the amount of people necessarily grows. So it's expanding, expanding, expanding. Now with the birth rate contraction, we might have problems with that later and we will but what i'm saying is that with that expansion of people comes the expansion of necessity of houses and all those other things that grow the gdp that progressives like you and destiny would love to have happen so much which means that no you're going to have to actually expand the brawn and uh, that's what you're going to see his projection totally wrong and that projection there of eliminating the brawn or moving away from brawn that's not true we're moving towards it again there was a, mar- a limited market saturation. Now that's changing again. I genuinely have not heard him say that. Like I do my own research and reading, but um, oh, come on, Farah. I genuinely come don't. Come on, Farah. I'm kidding. I'm joking. That was a funny joke. No, you I just feel laugh. like I always have to wipe his piss off of me because I feel like people think because we're friends that I like absorb <laughs> his arguments, but like we do not co-sign on each other's arguments. All right. Whatsoever. Well, that's a destiny argument. Just so you know. Okay. I'm not saying that you got it from him. I'm just saying something I hear him regurgitate. 
when he's arguing. I mean, we probably read some of the same stuff, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I wasn't trying to undervalue the necessity for like bronze and like manual labor. I was more so saying that like, I think just treating the value of masculinity as just being synonymous with bronze, I feel like is just only responding to like a very marginal percent of like what men are doing is my point because that's going down. Yeah, we're not really associating masculinity with brawn as much as talking about the necessity of brawn in society. Oh. Butler donated $100. Brian, how can you let the girl in red tell you 10 men ran a train on her without mentioning condoms do not protect from genital herpes <laughs> and she definitely has it. I've been to the CDC what? incoming nuke. Isn't that the dude always makes the he, every yeah. every show? It's he, he's, he's about late. You're a little late, Jay Butler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was wondering where you were. Um, the nuke. Hold on. Okay, there there it is. All right, the nuke has been sent. Um, all right. Um, here we actually have a couple of videos kind of related to this. Nick, if you can go in the videos tab, the men tab. Uh, iron workers. Iron workers one. Oil rig, power line, snow, roughnecks, and then electrical worker. Uh, why don't you pull those up? We also got one. Do we do the Burj Khalifa one? Nah, it's okay. We don't have to do that one. If you can get all those pulled up, um, that one. Send me that video you made. Videos, men, and then iron workers, roughnecks, electrical worker. It's podcast videos. No, you're in the wrong. It's podcast videos, men, in the Dropbox folder. So hold on, while you do that, I'm gonna get some. I'll get, I'll do some chats. Nick, can you pull up the OBS, please, so we can. Uh, oh wait, hold on. I'll come back to that. Okay. Bean cheeks. Does far wear frames without glasses? Liberals are not intellectuals. With your social media talk on sex, you keep outing yourself as being non-virgin. You can keep up the act for simps, but real man, real man, see through the BS, not real men. Also, is your dental hygiene bad? I never see you smile. I feel like I smile sometimes. Um, if I was trying to like keep up some act of being a virgin, why would I be currently churning out content of skits where I talk about having a high body count? Like, if it was an act, why would I be putting out the content that he says counteracts me being a virgin? It just doesn't make any sense. Is that the old like hide out in the right in the open? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're just like referring to like skits I put out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um. They're not taking in the context. Okay, yeah. it's iron workers, power line, snow, roughnecks, electrical worker, oil rig. That's five videos. They're all kind of right in close proximity to the other. Here, okay. While you do that, Bean Cheeks, the KKK does have power, but in the form of the Democrats. If you do not know that, look up the history on the party that created the KKK. And then tell me if you are still a left-leaning Democrat. If so, you fill, fully support the KKK as they oppress blacks mm-hmm. from beating cheeks. Yeah. There you have it, folks. Thank you, cheeks. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, people don't notice we have before. Llama Disguy. Merci beaucoup for the Canadian 50. I've worked in tech for years. Braun will not be replaced because it's still cheaper to hire a man roofer than to operate and maintain an advanced robot to do the job right. to the same level. It's actually easier to replace the simpler brain jobs. Right. That's that's very true. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. Uh, thank you there. Uh, you got them, Nick? So your Iron Workers app, Iron Workers uh, Empire State Building, those are pulled up. And then uh, you said steel workers, local steel workers. And then what else did you want? 
Wait, read them. Read them one more time. I got iron workers. One. Iron workers Empire State Building. What? Wait. Are you in the videos men folder? Yeah. Uh. You said iron workers. I thought. Yeah, pull it up for me. No, you're podcast videos men. Podcast videos men. Come on, Nick. Come on. I said multiple. multiple times. All right. Um, okay, here. We have another chat here. Uh, Modest Akama, we know some of the panel doesn't live in reality already. Panel, what is a woman? I guess we'll go around the table on this. What is a woman? I feel like I'm walking into a trap with this crew of people here. Uh, you said trap. I'm just kidding. But um, I would say being a woman is more than biological. I think that's female versus male. I think being a woman is um, an identity and something that, you know, I don't quite know how to explain it. I just feel like it's something that Yeah, I don't know. I'm blanking, actually. I'm sorry. You're asking me? Mm. I'm going to pass for now. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, a woman, someone who was born with the correct chromosomes. Correct. That makes them a woman... Um, I agree with Misty. Misty, um, a woman is someone that is born. Um, well, you know what a woman is. Vash the Stampede donated one hundred dollars. Oh, there you have it. I'll help. It's an adult female. <laughs> it's not. It's not. You're wrong. It's an adult human, human female. female. Adult go. human female. Mm. Okay. There you have it. Modest comma. There you have it. Uh, Nick, do you have the videos? That's an awesome name, though, Vash Stampede. Trigun. Uh, excellent Yes, Trigun. Good anime. Uh, make it one bigger, I think. It could be zoomed in one bigger. Well, can you start from the beginning? You got some iron workers here. Wait, just mute the audio. Just mute the audio. All right. Okay. Scary. Uh, scary, right? Yeah. They're, Indeed. I see two men probably. All right. Okay. And then you have the operators. And, yeah. uh, next video, Nick. You can pause that one. Oh, I just wanted Iron Workers 1. Which videos do you have pulled up? Just X out of that. Yeah. Which, which, tell me which ones you have pulled up. And I'll... Uh, Iron Workers 2, and then Oil Rig, and then the last one was... Uh, like okay. I need... Here, we already looked at Iron Workers 1. I need Electrical Worker, Oil Rig, Power Line Snow, Roughnecks. Just can you get one going, one of them going? Yeah, yeah, I have what we're doing. Such a juicy after show. <laughs> that it sounded sarcastic. All right, we got look at the, there's a look at that. 
You can maybe one bigger so it's full screen, like full screen. I think you could probably go one more. Maybe Is it moving more. or just the ocean around it? Both. Yeah, I think it has. Currently, so men on it's moving. Yeah. It's probably it's, it's probably yeah. all men yeah, on there. Okay. Well, I think the camera's moving. Next, next one. No, so the actual pla platform itself is moving. Right. Yeah. It's anchored yeah. to something. So yeah, no, it's it's center of mass is below the surface of the ocean, so it doesn't like yeah. wobble side <laughs> to side, but it goes up and down. Go ahead, Nick. You can next. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's. No, 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 no. All right, so here's a guy on a, a power line. I believe he's in, I believe this is uh, in China. And it's snowing. And he's connected to it. And it's probably, what, 100, 100 plus foot drop? Probably more? I really crap myself. That's so scary. And uh, he's connected. Oh, is he disconnecting himself from his, all right, I don't know, I can't. Yeah, oh, he's, he's disconnecting himself. So he can reconnect himself on the other side. Yeah. How far down does that look? Uh, That's pretty far. Down. Hundreds of feet. <laughs> so. Oh, he he is somewhat, you know. Okay. That's wild. All right. Anxiety. Okay, he's fixing something on the power line. Okay, next one. We got another one. Ryan's like, Ryan's like, Ryan's like, we got another one. We got another one here. We got, uh, what, what do we got? Got the, you know, the other ones. You know, the other ones, definitely. Yeah. These men are like willfully doing these jobs, or are they like just they just have yeah, they to pay do it. really well. <laughs> it's not even clear to me if they like, pay all I that well, like but they do. They pay here, electrical uh, electrical sure worker roughnecks. They, <laughs> <laughs> they pay in, in China, I don't yes, know, man. They might be forced to it's do more it. like uh, <laughs> they got a sniper on the ridge, and if you don't do your job, you might yeah. not see your family. That's how it looks. <laughs> I mean, they gave him a safety harness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be oh fine. God. Yeah. A loop around the beneath might fall off of his mouth. Uh, skip to it's like a minute 25. Yeah, even that would break something. Make it bigger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Especially in the cold. Yeah. Uh, play it. <coughs> uh, skip forward just a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Um, oh my gosh. So he's on a helicopter fixing a power line, I guess. And I guess he's now attaching himself. Power line. Okay. All right. There's that. Okay. All right. And then just the, iron, the rough next one. Make it. Okay. Thank God, bro. And then uh, skip four, I think. Uh, it's, you know, yeah, some yeah. All right. I'm into it. These guys look hot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> skip skip forward a little bit to see the... Yeah, this is... All right. So this is, they're throwing around heavy machinery. Uh, if their hands get caught in it, they lose the hand. Uh, you know, all right. They're doing that for, you know, what, 10 hours a day or something, so... 
Not sure why I brought those videos yeah, up. I, I don't yeah. know. It's because we were <laughs> well, talking about infrastructure. Yeah. Well, so as society increases and the amount of technology that's needed to sustain society as it increases, you're going to need more guys just like that to be able to maintain like the power grid to maintain how much oil is necessary. Uh, so as we are increasing our electrical need, so it, when we're starting to incorporate all electric cars, so as we're moving to more electric, then... Oh. Okay, whatever. Butler donated $100. Brian, she's giving you the angry herpes stare. <laughs> be careful, this strain oh, is airborne. Boy. Possibly deadly. It could be the end of California. <laughs> Maybe it's the only way Gavin Newsom can be stopped. Hashtag herpes. Hashtag herpes. Hashtag Hello? Herpes. Oh my gosh. Is that the stare? Is that the, is it, is that the stare he's talking about? I don't know. I, I wasn't looking at Wait, angrily. he's got to be staring at her to know that she's staring. Let's just... Yeah, Jay Butler, stop staring. I just, I don't really want to entertain it. the... Okay. You literally have a fan. He's okay. paying money. Yeah, I know. Like he's yeah. Okay. He has an OnlyFans if you want to follow. Maybe well, you I, I actually am an, I'm an ex model, uh, but I have. Yeah. I do have an Instagram. Yeah. He's I'm very blogger. sad about that. So I if you want to like go watch my vlogs, yeah, Jay Butler, and... slide into the DMs. <laughs> or do what you got to do, man. <laughs> okay, talk, okay, right. okay. Talk shit. All right, Theoticus. What is a woman requires knowing there's a difference in the sexes? Women will have to rescind their current false exaltation by the managerial class. Women are always used for revolutions. Look up. Oh, there you have it, folks. Okay, all right, Theotokos. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Um, I think we're. Uh, did you have a, a little more to add? No, that's okay. I mean, I, I think I got my point across. Okay. Any final thoughts before I wrap up here, fine folk? Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming. That was an interesting conversation. Can I read Indeed. what Gabby wrote now? What what did she <laughs> The apology? No, it's not. Oh, yeah, what did, it's not a, what did not she write? Can I read it? She sent you more text? Wait. Oh god, I'm okay. curious what it is. You're this is not what you Okay, ready? Uh oh. <clears throat> she said read that out loud. Okay. The five guys I asked to be my boyfriend in the last episode. Wait, what? I don't care. I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't care herself. about that. She should have just stuck to her commitment to come on the show instead of last minute taking... Imagine how, like, if she had said a week ago, hey, I'm getting a book. I'm going to take a different gig. She didn't know until... Until the day so that of? Happens, that does okay. happen. We'll be, we'll be on like hold and then we'll get the booking that day and you got to tell your agent yes and they drop you and respectfully, I mean, you would probably say this, do the same. What do you mean? The, you, your, her agent would drop her if she yeah, didn't take that bullshit? They, no, because like, so she get a $1,500 job, you say no to the job, that's their 10% that they're missing out on, 20%. Yeah, but you're, as, the, as, the, as somebody who's familiar with the entertainment industry, you as the talent has the agency to pick which gigs you do and do not do. Right, but when the agency gets you a gig and you already said yes to it and then you book it, then you have to say yes to it. But she had already committed. We had booked this with her month, like I a month. I don't last know exactly minute, when, but a month in advance. do happen. I'm going to tell you. I'm, I, I don't know what it really was. Right, but if you've already agreed to be on a show, you should you should hold to your commitment because you're... That should have, like, I get that she wants to make, like, a $1,500 I don't here. know how much money it was. It do, in any case, she, it's, I would argue that 
the right thing to do would be to say, even though she stands to make more, supposedly well, not more that, money. You mess up the relationship with the agent. No, you don't. Yeah. You said it, if it's a last minute thing, she's perfectly within her right no, to say, I've already no, made a commitment. That's not how it works. The, the, of course that's the how it works. The most you've debated today. The booking, I know. the booking is last minute. Bro, you, as the talent, you're, you're the king. You no, are the king. You're you don't, not, your you're agent, no, no, your agent does not get to dictate where, if you take a shoot or but not. If they're a good agency, you don't want to risk losing them. Based no, on that's that. not how it works. That is how they it works. They work for you. They do work. They for work for you. Brian, You're the from talent. Someone who's had an agent for over ten years. I'm telling you, that is how it works. I don't no, know how long you've had an agent that's for. Not, I don't. I don't works. have an agent. So then, we're, this I do is my like own thing. I do my own business. All I'm telling you is that I promise you. It but I've grown up in Southern California my whole life. Like, so you know. I know. I'm familiar. Like, I I, yeah. Like, so, it's bullshit. It's I, bullshit. I'm I, well. I'm here, and I love you. I think. Well, I, I I do at least want to give you credit because when typically what we have happen when like a friend group. If one girl f cancels, the dominoes just. So I'm at least giving you credit for you showing you, up, I'm despite show up to things I say I'm going to do. However, and I appreciate that. If I, I had appreciate that. On a paid job, you would have flaked yes, last minute. That's either. incredibly rude. I, I understand that. I would have, but I I also probably would have let you know. Hey, look, I'm, I may be up for a booking this day. I cannot I cannot fully come in. I would tell you probably, but I don't know. I don't. Well, know I wouldn't have. Is. I mean, I would have just booked another day. No, well. No. I would have just booked other people, but it's like, if you're letting us know day of, it's not enough time to secure other guests, typically. You did a great With job to look well, at everybody. Huh? You did a great job Well, okay. It's just like... I know you're upset. I'm sorry. And Shannon, the other... Like, I would have not... I don't not, know her. I know, but it's just like... And I offered her a ride. And she told me that she, she should have at least still come. I thought she would. She told me that she, uh, I don't remember what she said, something about she wasn't going to be able to make it. And I was like, okay. Okay. I mean, she's full of shit. She just probably got cold feet or something. I mean, I but, don't know. I don't know her at all. No, it's not your fault, but it's just I because you decided to bring up Gabby again. I thought I could read the little I'm thing. Just, I thought you might want to hear about it. I no, I don't. If she, if she would have had the decency and the etiquette to to stick to her commitment, then I would have been happy to hear all of her dating hijinks. Got you. But if she's not here- You don't want to hear it. I don't give, frankly, I don't give a fuck. Understood. I'm not considering her for rebooking. I'm not considering Shannon for rebooking because if you're going to do that to us, there's, there's no guarantee that you're not gonna just flake last minute again. So I cannot consider them again for future shows. It's incredibly rude and disrespectful. It's what Shannon did is even worse because I, I still think what Gabby did is bad to just, you've made a commitment, something, just because something better comes along, if you have the opportunity to turn down that other opportunity and it wouldn't sour anything, and whereas it would sour the existing commitment that you have, then I think you ought to stick to the commitment that you made. For example, for example, let's say I agreed to meet somebody for, for a date and then a hotter chick comes along and says Brian I would like to hang out with you on the exact same date that you already have a date this is a hypothetical scenario here bear in mind I would hold my commitment to that person and then if I wanted to go on the date with the other person I'd say maybe there's another time we could go on the date what if they said there was no other time you have incredible integrity though that you should be proud of that 
I, I guess. I mean, it just. I think the the whatever the paid gig was, uh, I think it it does more. It interferes more. The harm is better than the gain, I guess, because by flaking last minute on the show, the the issues that it causes for our production, I think is is a greater negative than it is a positive. Well, okay, whatever. It's just, we deal with fucking flakes all the time and it's super fucking annoying. And she didn't, she claimed she had an emergency, but now you're telling me that- That would be an emergency. An emergency? Yeah. How's an emergency? Well, if you, I mean, we got- But when I think, when somebody tells me it's an emergency, I think they're having some medical thing. There's something going on with a family member. So not only did she flake on her commitment, she also lied about it. Well, which, peop- which people frequently do. Maybe she was lying to me. I suspect she's well, more likely still to lying about it. <laughs> I suspect she's she's more likely to lie to me than she is to lie to you. I mean, I don't know, but I can tell you that I know she felt really badly about it. I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure she felt all the way absolutely the terrible she about very, it. She loves your show. She's very excited about it. I know, like she was hyped and very excited. She's been checking in and making sure I was going to show up for the longest time because I was like, yeah, I'm going to come, but I had a, like a rehearsal before. So I know that her thought process is she was very Just excited. The, it's just like her, the Shannon girl who's friends with her. Shannon was the one who was pushing for us to do another plus size panel, which that completely fell apart. Had she been on before? I don't know that girl. No, she had not been on before. But she reached out to us asking to be on the show. Mm. And like, it's just shocking to me. She wasn't prepared to take a ride with you. She was going to ride with Gabby. Well, she has her own car, I, don't, I believe. She has her own car? She was going to well, pick up Gabby and come to my house. Really? Bro, there's so there's lies upon lies here because she told me that her she was having car trouble. Oh, maybe. So I don't know what the truth is. I don't know what's what's true, what's I don't not. Know either. Um, look, anyways, I. <laughs> it's just uh, we deal one of the major issues that we deal with on the show is people being flaky. Um, and it's just causes so much disruption to our production. It's str- it's stressful. So it's um, ah, it's just annoying. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I just got tilted because you brought her up. So whatever. Um, okay, let me read the final chats and then uh, here we have uh, Trenton. Welcome back, Madison. Show isn't the same without you. You ever gonna put on that jacket, Farah? Let's go grab some coffee sometime. Cool. All right, we have Pradeep here. Pradeep, I don't know what, uh, is this, anyone know what currency that is? Divorce rates are increasing in 50-50 is because men are insecure of career women or 50-50 makes people compare deliverables and no two people can do the same job with the same zeal. On contrary, workload, excuse me, workload on housewives is then career woman in, bro, I don't know what the fuck you are saying, dude. Thoughts. Um. But he paid to say it. Uh, what? Can anybody parse what he is saying here? Divorce rates are crazy. Okay, whatever. I'm going to wrap the show. Um, yeah. I'm going to wrap. Okay. All right, guys. Last call. Hit the like button, please, on your way out. Uh, Twitch. Guys, go to twitch.tv slash whatever. Twitch tv slash whatever drops a follow drops a prime sub if you have one thank you for, yeah whatever um thank you for tuning in tonight you could have been anywhere 
in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Thank you to everyone who support, who super chats, donates, supports the show. Thank you to Grid One, LP, Monstakama, Jay Butler, Nickelodeon. Thank you to, thank you to the wonderful panel. Uh, be sure to uh, check out everybody's socials. That's linked below. Check out uh, Andrew Wilson's channel, The Crucible. The link is in the description. Check out. Uh, Q's channel also, the, the link is also in the description. Any girls who want to be on the show, DM out whatever on Instagram. If you can make it to Santa Barbara, if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, you can also DM out whatever. We'll be live again at 5 p.m. on Tuesday, and I think we're also going to be doing another Thursday show. It's going to be uh, earlier, though. We're going to be doing a debate debate show, so be sure to uh, tune into that. Let me just double-check here and make sure we're not missing any of our uh, chats or anything. I'm just double-checking here, guys. No, I think we're good. Okay. Uh, oh, I need to see O7s in the chat, guys. O7s in the chat. Tuesday, 5 p.m. Pacific. Got some good got some good stuff coming on Tuesday, guys, so be sure to tune in. Um, yeah, good times. Okay, guys, we'll uh, see you guys next time. Hope you guys have a good night, and we'll see you Tuesday.